We'll do it live. We will do it live. Welcome to Cowboys Fight Campaign. I have two very, very special guests to my left. The fan favorite. The fans demand you back, Matt. I do what I can. Long time brother from a very different mother, <laughs> for Matt sure. Mitrione. Well, maybe they're the same. It might be the same person. Yeah. Now, now you tell me about your mom. We might have the same mom. For sure. And sitting directly <laughs> across from me is MMA royalty, the legend, the man, the myth. Josh Warmaster Barnett. More myth than anything else. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> man. I don't know. That's your 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 Vita's pretty stacked, brother. Yeah, man. You're know. uh you, I mean, you you you're still in shape. You look fucking good, man. I, I you came, you know what? shape. You, yeah. you, <laughs> dude, you came in here exactly how I thought you would look. For he did. Uh, yeah, uh, like like it, white and blonde. You know, though, like are we just all like blonde right now. I mean, this that? is reddish, but this is yeah, dishwater. Yeah. I mean, the, the war master, it just it just works, man. You know, uh, like this whole get up, it works. Man. The uh, the nickname was given to me by the band Bolt Thrower. Yeah, and um, they have a song and an album called War Master. So you don't get to pick a nickname; it has to get given to you. Correct. There you go. So anybody that nicknames himself, you're a fucking loser. Yeah, you're, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a tool. Yeah, if you yeah. nickname yourself, you're a bit of a tool. You're you're, yeah. you're, you're a joke. I totally yeah. agree. But. Um, uh, so I, I I went with it, and at, at that point, there was no baby faceness to me anymore. My nose was was like Mulholland Drive in terms of it <laughs> on my face, and and I, scars and other shit, and getting gray hairs, and it's like nah, that 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 one's not going to fly anymore. Warmaster no, just makes sense, you know. <clears throat> like you you look at your career and your body of work, especially as you started going, like it's just yeah, I, it's I, you, I, man. I, practice firearms training knives sticks everything really? i'm trained with swords i drive muscle cars I, I beat people up for a living so yeah i guess war master is apt yeah well i'm, I'm glad you're here man i've been a, a fan from the sidelines for quite some time i told matt that yeah He's like who else who would you want on? i'm like dude i'd love to get josh barnett on here that's like legit a yeah, quote I, was, I, was I was like, like that guy yeah. we'll get that settled yeah and matt I, just I, goes let, let me send him a, a chat on myspace <laughs> <laughs> I, I, i'm in his top 16 yeah, yeah. <laughs> his top 10 yeah. i got him man <laughs> it's like tom but it was a it was a easy drive for you huh ho, ho, yeah it wasn't, it wasn't hard at all yeah no, i just uh on the 134 and then the 101 and here we are here we are. And Plus, uh, traffic wasn't bad either. I mean, going back the other direction, like, f fuck those guys. I feel sorry for bad, them. Bad, I know. Yeah. But once we leave here, it's like that, that traffic's going to be done. Yeah. yeah. But you've just been, since you've kind of got out of the fight game, you've just been slanging whiskey, bourbon, rum, Slanging vodka. whiskey, bourbon, rum, vodka, um, doing professional wrestling, running my own professional wrestling event, uh, always involved in the car culture stuff, and... You know, working with uh, Automag to they're bringing back they brought back the 44 Automag and hopefully there'll be a uh, perhaps a, a Josh Barnett edition and and you're out of here. you're yeah. a gearhead oh big time you, but you're but this is where we're a little different I I wouldn't consider myself a gearhead because I can't like but you like cars love cars you, you know modern what? you cars, don't though. you don't have to be full on elbows deep to enjoy vehicles nor does it disqualify you. From being a part of the culture at For all. For sure. In any way. But your, your car of choice is what? What are we doing? Uh, like well, right now, the, the, the project that I'm almost done with is, uh, and TMI had just done the interior on it, and it's gorgeous. Now I got to get paint and body done, is my 75 Formula Firebird. Oh, wow, that's cool. And it's, I, I, I pulled the old low compression 400 that was in it because in 75, they just really were not pumping out any real horsepower the gas crisis was there it just wasn't happening so um you know that was like it was anemic anyway so i i yanked a 455 out of some guy's donor project that he didn't need and then i had that rebuilt um and i kept it just to an overbore 
which is just clean up, and then aluminum heads, uh, dual quad fuel injection from Fitech. The thing makes uh, 500 at the crank, it's pretty nice. but it's mainly just you know it's made to be a 12 second street car Straight fun, just daily driver. Yeah. Well, no, no, it, the the Hotchkiss did the whole suspension on. Oh, I've got okay. a nine inch Ford oh, and everything. That thing, it fucking corner cars. Yeah, okay. Wellwood did the brakes. It's got six pistons in the front and four in the rear with with a manual setup because I was worried that I wouldn't have enough vacuum to run a, a disc brake booster. So it's just based on the strength of your leg. But that yeah. thing will, knowing how LA traffic can be yeah. and all the stupid things people might do, uh, it will stop on a dime and it, it handles great. I put an overdrive tranny in it. It's got a 204R, uh, but I want to go to one of these new TKXs. And are you doing a lot of the work yourself? I do what I can. But, yeah. I, you know, the biggest time. thing is time. Did you time understand any space? Yeah. You re actually yeah, understood yeah. that? Oh, dude, If I'm you guys do, if you guys want to watch like that, like, I'm going to have Tweety Birds flying around. <laughs> I understood none of that. But, but, but who else will get their hands dirty like that is Rogan. And sure. I mean, you've been on Rogan. Ro well, I know, Rogan's, I know Rogan's, too. Uh, Rogan's guy, really? too, Big time. Um, that he was using when he was living out this direction. Yes. That dude's pretty cool. Yeah. He's a maniac. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ro yeah, Rogan called me. It was after uh, I think the Spotify deal, and he he goes, "You hear that?" And I I hear, Vroom. I'm like, well, "Yeah, what do you what do you got a Cobra or something? What are you a Camaro?" And he got a uh, a Dodge, I think it was a uh, one of those T Rex, and he had he sent it to Hennessy. Mm -hmm. It has like 850 horsepower. He's like, "It's faster than my Porsche." I'm like, "This is not good." What is dude. a Dodge T Rex? <laughs> so it's like their their new it's their version of the Raptor for Ford. Oh. Okay. It's, it's a monster. And it's faster than his Porsche. So does it Straight have little tiny oh tires my. in the front? Yeah, like little <laughs> tiny tires. And big, big ass <laughs> tires in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, right. Hennessy gets a hold of that thing and they trick yes. it out, man. Yeah, the Hennessy Vipers, yes. the Corvettes, everything. I, yeah. I don't even know what a Hennessy it's, it's is. It's a. Come on. I'm being totally You know what Incredible Hulk is, too? You know, you make the Hennessy with the hypnotic. And well, no, I don't. You know, there you go. <laughs> I know, I know that, 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 you'll get I that. Know that. Yeah. I know that. No, uh, Hennessy is a, an aftermarket um, uh, performance company and so yeah. they'll take if you bought a viper from dodge as it comes you take it to hennessy and then they will do all kinds of tuning to it maybe put a different cam in it you know, trigger mm. it and then do different things to increase its horsepower and torque and uh probably uh, suspension aspects all uh -huh. those kind of things so it's like people would buy their gt500s and they take them to shelby and then they get turned into a super snake oh shelby. okay okay and so um although i didn't go that route with my gt500 i, I worked with center force and other people and whipple and lethal performance, and I built Whipple's what I wanted was a uh, a bolt-on only streetcar that looked essentially stock, but was not all tricked out, custom, one-off, none of that. You want like a sleeper? Well, it's not. Where I mean, people, it's a well, GT500, GT, so I mean, but, but, but a sleeper to the point of a yeah. Bolt well, it was yeah. to, the whole point of this car was to compete in the Optima Ultimate Streetcar Invitational, which I did. Oh damn! And uh, um, you know, it makes it makes seven seven hundred to the rear wheels. On like 13 or 15 pounds of boost, uh, mostly stock motor except for the Whipple on it, and it's not even the biggest one they make. Uh, BMR did all the suspension. I put a lightened drive shaft in it, and uh, Willwood did the brakes on it. Uh, Recaro did the seats. I yanked as much weight as I could out of the car without getting crazy. Yeah. Like again, I said it's got to be anybody could do it if they had the time and the wrenches That's and cool. the space. And, you know, that thing is scary. At Streets of Willow, I can do, yeah, it's, mine's an 08 or an 09. At Streets of Willow, it'll, it'll go 
over one it'll go like 120 miles an hour in the short straight that goes up, the, up uphill man and, you, you know, and you know, at, at, at big willow yeah full, the full full big track it'll it'll top out the speedometer at 160 just peg it just keep it monster yeah and then that's that's a little hairy because you, you gotta you, stop you gotta slow down to go yeah hell yeah into that first turn you know, you know, Shelby was out of Venice, California, mm -hmm. for a long time. People don't realize it. Yeah, Venice used to be kind of a bit of Culver a wild West. Culver City used to be had an area called Thunder Road, and down there was all these different performance uh, manufacturers, people that were making like I think they made Lolas, which were a, 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 a class of a, a type of um, homolo it wasn't homolo yeah homologous race car, all these different manufacturers for racing, road racing drag racing everything was all down culver city in this area called thunder road yeah there, there's some badass history back to yeah la yeah. habra you that's where john force and all them used to be um my buddy who had a shop down there would tell me oh yeah every now and again like some guy you know, they're moving their dragsters around they go and light them up down la habra boulevard or what have you really just for fun some some like rich race dudes built mulholland just so they take the race cars down that's where like mulholland started then obviously it's all fancy now but well, it's like the, the windy, the windy road, road yeah. yeah it basically connects all the way across the hills to huh. things like what brentwood canyon or whatever yeah. and then you've got uh uh laurel canyon like mm -hmm. there's these main thoroughfares that will go over and across into Coldwater studio canyon. city or into sherman yep. oaks or whatever yeah. well mulholland connects all the way across all <clears> those some rich dude who's like had all these race cars is the one who did all that really? and, but it was so they could race down that that's yeah. wild yeah, nuts. I got a whole lot of California lessons right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, tell us a little bit about bring it. Yeah. Bring it work on tell, a car. Tell us a little bit about Indian, Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's about it. Yeah, yeah. that's about it. The combines today, combine <laughs> Indianapolis today. All that's right. right. The combine, but you see a lot of the combine because they were enforcing like a lot of COVID rules. Uh -huh. A lot of agents like we're out, man. Yeah. So I don't. They were gonna try to keep it in a bubble. How nuts is that? Yeah, dude. How's that even gonna work? What if it's in one of those bubbles March? where if you get it rolling and you're inside it, you can run into other people, right? It'd be like kind of cool. Hamster, like running a four three forty in that bubble. Yeah, you imagine that. <laughs> some some dude set the record. Gonna get in there. So I, I want to see some like super fast safety suck the mask inside his mouth because he's breathing so hard. <laughs> did you dude. did you hear about the dude? Well, first of all, Brennan told me about some dude who ran like a 4.3 or something. Set the record, yeah. 4.31 or something like that. Which is ignorantly fast. Which I You're, thought the record was Dion or... Uh, uh, what's his name? The tailback uh, from Chris Henry. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was wow, him. I thought too. he ran a 4.37 or me something. Me too. I thought, but then uh, on uh, Google, is like fastest 40. I don't know. Um, I know. Didn't they say that? But that dude you sent me, he's what dude, six eight two this three guy, six six three forty one ran a four seven nine, a D tackle from Georgia. <laughs> what? Boys are getting out of control. I mean, how is that even real? I mean, out of control. That's so my, nuts. <coughs> my, yeah, that's, although that's fast, the, fast. the one caveat I'll say to that is, running that forty is running that forty in a in a very controlled set space. Correct. Like you're not going to run that dude. Is not going to hit a four. Yeah, what do you run? A four what? Four a well, a four seven four seven nine. He's not touching four seven nine on that field, dude. He's not. He's not running forty yards on that field. Yeah, a D lineman ever. No, a receiver and a DB at the screen. Yeah, and well, it's like, there it is. Four, four two eight <sighs> Baylor receiver Tyquan Thornton posted NFL scout on his fastest forty yard dash four, time two, eight, yeah. of the day. My wow. bad. Okay, of, of the, the day. day. There you go. But dude, let me see I'm fastest ever, Chin. Pretty sure it's Chris Henry or Dion. I just broke but, record. But Dion's was back in the day when they really, it was all by hand. Oh, so hand was it timing. So they, they, they don't count that stuff as much, right? Oh, oh John Ross. Yeah. Oh, I never heard of John Ross before. Uh, he came from out of Washington, I think. That is so fast. Dude. Ron, Chris Johnson. Rondell Menendez at 424. You know what's wow. weird? So fast. Is a lot of times those guys that run that fast, they just don't work out. Yeah. They're I mean, only good straight ahead. We had a like dude. Gump. Then there used to be uh, 
there was a guy that was a part of the U.S. Olympic track team. Herschel. Uh, no. Well, no. yeah, Herschel's a part of everything. Yeah. Herschel, yeah. Herschel probably, does everything. everything. Sure? Yes. No, yeah. he's, he's, he's got a podcast that he next. produced. Yeah. He's probably like, <laughs> yeah. he fixes cameras in his yeah. spare time. <laughs> have you ever, when he eats his one meal, it's like, Have you ever sat down and like, spoken with him? Yeah, yeah, tons. Dude, I, he had me at his, his house. life is insane, dude. Like, Herschel, stuff I'm a legend, dude. Dude, like the stuff that's worked out, like it's literally like Forrest Gump, like at the right, right, right person at the right time, right space. Boom, this fell into his lap. I mean, yeah. it's crazy, dude. Yeah, but there was a guy, I cannot remember his name. He might have. Played for the Seahawks at one point. He's a wide receiver. The dude was fast as shit, but mm-hmm. he didn't run the routes as well as other guys. He didn't have that touch, that feel out there because it's not just about how fast you know. Right. Because a lot of these other guys are close enough in speed. And yeah. like I said, running the 40 is running the 40. Running the 40 is not running when a guy's in your face hitting you. Mm. You got the, the, all these things change. Like all of a sudden, you got a ball in your hand. Well, you're not running like this anymore. All your form is broke. Yeah, right? that, you're not you're not hammering back and all. Like, the that's combine, not happening. The combine's a little old school when you think about it. It well, is. It's, it's, it's antiquated for sure. But like, um, like I think I think the broad jump is relevant. I think yes. the twenty yard shuttle is relevant. Yes. Um, I think the LJO is relevant for athletes. Yeah. Um, I think that the vert is is, is, is explosive. Explosive. Because yeah. it shows your lower do body. They, well, the two twenty five is relative. I, yeah. I mean, I almost think they should do either more weight. They should do three fifteen. Probably, especially for like O line, D line, three should be three fifteen. Well, for, for like I think two, or they should change it two, to incline. So you know, well, or yeah, that make more sense. You know, I think or, they should do two, two, two forty uh, pounds or heavier. Do two or, or do like or a, yeah. a sled block drill. That's, that's what I was gonna say. Set, I think like, boom, hit that. Like those, um, those explosiveness positions. Yeah, and I think that they should do that. Like like coming out like um almost like a push press, but on like a, a, a like it controls your motion on it, so you can't get hurt. Yes, but, but when they have like something a, like that, because that shows how how functional you transition. About, you know, from set up a, set up a padded sled, l- l- drop weight, like have a set weight for it, like uh, three hundred pounds. Yeah, that's your general you know lineman you're gonna run 100%. across. Hit it and then time how far they drive it. Yeah, because like that how, guy, how distance and time. Yeah, because right. that guy who's like three hundred seventy eight pounds, they have him do two twenty five, does like fifty seven times. Like, wait, he's never gonna be blocking. He's two hundred twenty five pounds, dude. Like, what we, we had we had a dude for when I was with the Forty Nineers. He's not gonna be blocking him. No, yes, yeah. yeah. In fact, this is is fucking dude. like what third to, to yeah. compared point, to everything else. For your sure. point, even incline yes. makes more sense. Yeah, because yeah. you think about him pass blocking. For, like that's this. what I'm saying. Like a push press makes more sense. Like you're here in, in some kind of a position and you and you come out. Yeah, that and way. In drive blocking makes so much more sense. Hit hit. Touch, and it shows how guide. you transition. You're, you're right? really guiding somebody because if you're trying to pass block them by fight, like literally trying to stop them, yeah, you're screwed. That's not going to work. If you, if you if you if you do it once or twice, like. There's no way. I, if I could pass block you, if I tried to do that, if I get it once, it ain't going to happen the second time. Yeah. You're going to start ripping on the other side. You're going to start swimming or doing something else, or you're going to catch inside the pad and start chuck me off. To, I can't, like, over the length of a game, I don't care how big and strong you are, how quick you are. Yeah. If you're trying to match mass with mass, and if you're really, let's say you're this, this phenomenal, unreal athlete that can do it, okay, then that coach will just start rotating guys on yep. you and bust your <clears throat> ass up. Yep, for sure. It's just not going to work. So yeah. pass blocking is mostly, and tell me if I'm wrong, it's about guiding, mm. right? It's yep. like not letting them get to the inside line. Correct. And, and, and then hit, move them off. Yeah. Hit, move them off. Run them out. Yeah. I'll Keep, tell you what, though, I hate doing this read in front of the war master, but you, know, you got to pay the You got to keep <laughs> oh, the lights on. You know, every, everybody Mr. wants Barnett. their balls to be nice. And, Dude, split splash. I was yeah. taking a bath, and I've noticed I have beautiful balls. Our friends at oh. Manscaped, the global leader in below-the-waist hygiene, are turning men's shower dreams into their favorite routine with the all-new ultra-premium collection. This is an all-in-one hygiene. Skin and hair bundle is designed to upgrade the everyday man's shower routine from head to toe. Your skin, your hair, your balls deserve 
deserve this, fellas. Come on, bros. Save big by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code CFC. Do we have favorite routines while we're showering? Uh, if this could create one, yeah, that's pretty impressive that in help. of itself. I mean, it, it could have all kinds of attachments. Uh, to, to, dude, we're talking. We're, they're helping. Hey, Manscaped, you got a few things you could probably add to this whole equation. You're not, dude, you're right, War Master. <laughs> You're so right, man. <laughs> they have everything, though, man. You got dry skin. You got hair problems. You got, you got cologne. They got body wash. The cologne infused wow, ultra premium body wash. Two and conditioner. That's only shit that man can get away with. By the way, only dudes can do. Only two dudes for one. can do that. Yeah, we it's wash, usually frowned upon. Yeah, wash our ass with it too. Yeah, yeah it doesn't dude. matter. That's yeah, how that works. And I'll drink it. Anyways, uh, this new bundle will change your life. And listen, we want all the listeners and viewers of Cabas. Uh, Calbass Fight Command to live their best life. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code CFC at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code CFC at manscaped.com. It's time to get wet and clean with the new Manscaped shower routine. Okay. They, right, wanted, that, the they wanted that to rhyme, but they, wet and clean doesn't really it, no, sound like that, what a man is. That was does. a mouthful for me. <laughs> now, they we're kicking the, the UFC 272 main card oh, off. You have no gag reflex. That was pretty good. Not bad, right, dude? <laughs> yeah. You're not mad at it. But they're kicking off with heavyweights. Josh, how you said you don't watch a ton of fighting anymore? No, no, uh, never. Uh, are, are you are you ever. one of those guys that even when you were fighting, you weren't like balls deep? Um, I mean, I was at least hitting the cervix early on. Okay, but but at this point, um, you just want to get away I, from I, it. Now, I, I've, or I've seen about? it all before. Like, mm. there's nothing Greg Hardy is going to show me tonight that I've never seen that's new that is going to like blow me away, especially like, on the ground though. He, he, well, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. It could be, and I my, when I, my, my last sparring partners in boxing were Prince Charles Martin, okay. uh, Joe Hanks, uh, Ross Van Kuj, all these pros. Hmm. Like I was at Henry Tillman's gym under uh, Jamal, Jamal Abdullah, sparring guys in straight boxing Charles Martin on the regular. Charles uh, was a world champion. He actually, I mean him spar together at boxing when in Santa Monica, but he went on, so he won a world champion. Guy rolled his ankles, so his little dicey, yeah. how he got his championship. Yeah. And then he fought Anthony Joshua and kind of got dealt with. Yeah, that, that, was, that was just- it was the, too much That him, really wasn't that. Was yeah, was, that was a mental thing more Agreed, than a physical 100%. thing. But, a but after that, he was beating uh, Ruiz. Yes. Oh, the big fella. He's a Cuban. Joshua, right? Uh, yeah, or, yeah. No, he no. gave him static. No, not, not that Ruiz. Sorry. The, Ruiz uh, Ortiz. 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 Okay. Okay. Ortiz. Who's beating Ortiz. Who's beating 77 him. years old. Yeah. Dropped him like twice. Yeah. That's Yeah, he's so, a savage. So, you know. So, like, so oh, now. Oh, Hardy's. Will you I watch? expect him to get. Now, see, I love this Spivak guy. Also, there's two killer Romanians. Are, or no, wait. There's uh, a Romanian on the undercard. There's a Romanian on the undercard. It's the Moldovans. Yes. That's what they are. They're Moldovans. And it's, which... Not trying to piss no Romanians off, but technically Moldova was part of Romania for most of, of history. Uh, was uh, part of, uh, at one point, when, when you have Vlad the Impaler was in Wallachia, you had Stephen the Great, his cousin, was running Mold Moldova. And he never lost a battle, Stephen the Great, in fact. Even Jesus against Christ. the Turks. Really? Yes. I didn't expect all this history information here. You guys are killing me today. He needs to write a book. But, 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 but I like this Spivak kid. I, I really dig him. I love his approach. Throwing guys, getting on them. Uh, yeah, this you know, goes to the ground. Yeah, now crew. his striking is not spectacular, but I'm going to go out on a limb, and even though I haven't watched a lot of Greg Hardy, I'm going to say his isn't anything impressive either. His, I would have to agree. His, with that. his ground's awful. well, no, but his striking is no striking. Just a, he's just explosive, big, he, he can athletic hit. guy. He's big. He's got 80 inch reach, which is which is nice to have. Yeah, but 
Yeah, well, let's see. What the, happens the, if he gets his... He hasn't, he hasn't, shown, pop, have, he hasn't you know? shown to have too much fight IQ, has he? Like, he kind of rushes you, in a You know what it than, is? He got in the game, and you know this. Look at that, that You know this better than anyone, but Greg Hardy got in the game so late, mm. there's not enough hours in the day for him to download the... I don't care who he's training with, what camp. Even yeah. if you were training him every day, he doesn't have enough hours in the day to takes download experience. what he needs. Experience, yeah, experience, yeah it takes experience. experience. Yeah, most of the time, when me and Matt were training together, of course, we'd have our hard rounds, we'd have our technical stuff, but then we're spending... Tons of time Tons. on feel and experience, and just like no, you need to get the reps. It's reps. Yeah. It's reps. It's reps. It's reps. He would he would he would hit the pause button on me so often, be like mm, we we have to go do this, and he would like take me out like out out of the out of the work and be like, right, we need to get this done because you just don't have that feel yet. Yeah, and then I was like, there's seven, holes in your game. I was like seven years deep in the game, and he's yes. like, mm, you don't have it yet. So we would go over there, and he would just be a practicing dummy for me, and just like literally like let me work on stuff until he felt that I had the proper pressure. And if I yeah. didn't, we'd go back the next day. No, I mean, experience is key, man. It's so key. And there's really, it, it's it's tough. And I, I've, and you never know. I what? feel for Greg Hardy because sure. it's tough to get experience in the UFC. For sure. Like I was, this, you were, me and you were the same where yeah. I was learning while I was in the UFC. So you're basically in the NFL trying to gain experience. You're right. fighting no like gear and Crow yeah. Cop and well, Gonzaga. I mean, hey, you know, like, being in the NFL, that's another example. Once you get to the NFL, getting to the NFL really isn't, that isn't, isn't the accomplishment. That that's not shit. Yeah. You need to be in the NFL to be an NFL player. Yeah. And that's it. And a lot of times there's plenty of guys that could that could have had all kinds of careers at the NFL that for one reason or the other, generally arbitrary, oh, they didn't get to stay because someone made a choice here or there. It's like, oh, you know, but I have to choose between these two guys and this guy's two inches taller. So it's like, well, but, yeah, come yeah. on. Really? Right. Does that really make the, you know, make them fight yep. and then pick that guy yep. if you're asking me, but. All right, we got Spivak and you know what? I like Hardy going with that low kick right off the bat. Yeah, he's athletic, and, and this is the thing. You know, obviously Hardy has a lot of hate because his you know the, he came with a lot of baggage with his domestic well, violence stuff. Yeah, he yeah. had a bad past. That's just true. But you know, and, but what, what I do hear from a lot of people that train with him says he you know in, he's a sponge. Like mm -hmm. he trains his ass off. He's a change guy. Well, as much you know as the what? media, and, he's there, not with America. There can anymore, be redemption. Right? This is true. I mean, it, it coming back from from the, the things that that got people so hot at him mm -hmm. in the first place, where he where how he generated all this heat. It's pretty serious stuff. But a person can be just as serious about redeeming themselves and becoming a better person. That's how things and, should work. And you know, fighting, yeah. sad, strangely enough, can be. A venue for that because Ooh, oh, there you go. beautiful tile Toshi by Spivak. That judo background now. is so cool. Not, now he's locking up that side choke already. It looks yep. like, but he's up against the wall, so it's gonna be tough to finish it. Very tough. Uh, but look, he's, he's taking those posts back. apart. Taking those posts back. apart. You know what's amazing to me? You got Rashad Evans in his corner, but you know what's amazing to me is Greg Hardy. For the fans that don't realize this, Greg Hardy worked I don't know eight weeks. And they're like, don't get taken down early on. Yeah. Do not get taken <laughs> down. <laughs> we are a minute like 15. You, you, you know, yes. You, you know that. And it's so deflating, <laughs> too. Like, yeah, wow. yeah, if your whole strategy <laughs> is don't let this happen. Yeah. That's there's nothing worse. You're like, well, and, and you I'll do my best. And as soon as you get taken down, like, get up. When you're thinking, it's like, God, don't rest. All right, I'm gonna rest just for a second. And you, you know what? He's in the back room, like warming up. He's like, I just, you know, don't get taken down early. And then as soon as that hits, Spivak's just all over. But now Hardy's up against that wall. He's able to get back to his. He got up. Yeah, well. no, no. Didn't take much of a beating. No, here's here's the there. thing about Hardy too. Like NFL wise, dude, he no, was nice. all pro, dude. Oh yeah, no, he was a serious stud player, man. Like super stud. 
Dude, that is the worst when they block that front leg and uh, just, just start sagging. Well, oh, because the guy the starts leaning forward to not get picked up, right? And all yeah. of a sudden, you just take him with their weight. But oh. uh, Spivak's just all... Oh, he's he's, he's riding like a backpack. He's going to be killing The other thing, too... Uh, running because, a half oh, <laughs> from that position? Oh, wow. Right in the mouth. Uh-oh. No, that's not going to Hardy's uh -uh. ground. No, Hardy's in bad. serious trouble yeah, right I would now. assume they cut Hardy He's been hurt because he's not moving. No, yeah. He just didn't know what to do. The first shot, I think, when Spivak turned him after the half, it hit him clean, buzzed him up, and he just was, it's like, uh, you know, someone, you know, had him close his eyes and stick his head on the bat and spin around for yeah, 20 yeah, times, yeah, yeah. and then it's, he's, he's, he doesn't know where the hell is going yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, and I do really Ooh. love, whoa, he just woke up? Oh, yeah. yeah. Concussed. Well, what? He saw ghosts. So he was like, ah! Oh, my God. That's that's rough. <laughs> um, it's it's tough. to you know, you gotta, For Dana, it's tough what you do with Greg Hardy because, you know, obviously there's a lot of baggage with him, even though he's getting better. He's lost a bunch of fights in a row now. Yeah. You know, well, tough, I mean, man. their heavyweight division's pretty thin. Pretty thin, yeah, man. Yeah, it is, uh, which is odd to say about a bunch of fat guys fighting like us. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good job, dude. Yeah, he was too casual. In. Once he got out of this, he was too casual. Well, this yeah, he, he really needed to aggressively get out of there. Spivak using the glove to pinch was able yeah. to keep him in, in control and that underhook had had Hardy lifted up. Even though Hardy's six five, Spivak's tall enough from from his hip to 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 shoulder ratio. And then that half Nelson took him over. And you I think, think the job. first left hook that Landed. hit him just but yeah. also for Hardy, it's like if you know you're dealing with a guy who's good at those throws and the grappling like that, you don't want to rush in. He's gonna use that against you. And, and, and that's what Hardy's doing. And what's funny is judo will often be a a completely different problem that can be more difficult for people to deal with because one, where do you find a judo guy to prep yeah. you for it? Two, stopping a double, especially with a cage, is easier to train for. Yeah. And you see it a lot more. The judo, like I, yeah. I, I trained with Ishii, who's a gold medal winner. Man, well, when before, he was at range. Yeah, yeah no, he he was my student for years. Was he really? Yes, the nicest and guy of all time. Great guy, and he had a decent single, but that Osotogari of his, bro. So that's like a he, wrestled, Rampage, he wrestled. He right? wrestled Frank Mir. Yes, uh, he wrestled Frank Mir in quintet, and when Frank gets, and I'm coaching Ishii right. <laughs> against him. So when Ishii hits his Osoto, and when the match is over, I, I talk to Frank and I go, "Nobody really stops that." Yeah. I mean, I, I tried to because I have a judo background as, a little bit as well. I tried to Osoto Ishii all the time just to see if I could do it, and yeah. I, he would Osoto my Osoto. He's, and it's he's built like, like a fire hydrant, and then. If you knew it was like once he, because he was at rain like, like three, four times a week, so we knew kind of how to negate it. Yeah. But if a new guy came in, I don't care who you were. Yeah. All American yeah. wrestler, Penn State, whoever. Yeah. We would literally just stop and watch him because Ichi <laughs> was taking him for a ride. You just see him go, strong as shit. And his judo technique, I mean, he's a gold medalist. Yeah, really? Gold medalist. Oh, yeah, legend <clears throat> in Japan. You yeah. know who else? Uh, so when I fought Yoshida, Head like I used pimple. to train with him all the time at, T at Tsuyoshi Kosaka's gym. And I remember seeing him on these new year's eve shows in japan where they would have all these different athletic competitions and they would have even some some people from abroad come and show up and they had different segments well one of them was strength based. there was a couple of them actually that were strength based right yeah and so ishii would or not ishii sorry yoshida competed in a couple of these right, right. like there was this one that was a um, a tug of war thing where they had a harness on them and a rope and the rope was coiled up between the two and they're 
facing away from each other in the in the the, the launch position, right? Well, it's a squid game. Boom! They run that. off. Yeah, squid And then games. you got to get to right. a button. But you're right? facing away, right? Ishii won, or, uh, Yoshida won every single strength competition Jesus against him. <laughs> yeah, no, he he beat like a football player, rugby guys. It didn't matter. Like right. he, oh, he beat every single one of them. And I remember training with him, trying to finish a double wrist lock on him, and just being like, "How is this guy this fucking strong? He's so strong. <laughs> this so is strong. insane." And like, he fought. He went on to fight Fedor, Crow Cop. Like he had a great career. Yeah. Man. Really? Yeah, I think he, I'm the only guy to ever submit him. I was, really? gonna, I was just going to say that. he no, it, He's impossible to finish. What'd you catch him? He, oh, everyone he always... Did you really? Yeah. You're a fucking monster. You're a um, monster. Now, he wouldn't tap because I had him in other shit earlier. I had these little nasty like stopper toe holds and stuff where I'm like crushing on the ankle and pulling it up from referee's position, different things, and uh, he just would not quit. After the end of the fight, uh, I went to the back to to give him respects and stuff because we were the main event. You know, he was part of the promotion itself. Where was this at, Josh? This was at uh, not wasn't Yokohama. It was uh, no, no, no. We were at uh, it was in Tokyo, um, and we did a we hit a record for attendance. I was going to say it must, been a bi- must have been you and him must have been a big. It, it was it was huge. What are we and, so dope and uh, like eighty. What's that? Like 80,000? No, saying? no, no. It wasn't quite that big. Gotcha. It, but it was, I'm thinking it was like, like 20-something, but in a place that had never seen, like, yeah. it had never seen that kind of attendance. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, there, there's, there's two gyms to it, now, two venues. There's a small one and a large one. We did the large one. But I, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Anyways, uh, I go to the back to pay my respects and everything. Mm. And, you know, he's a friend as well as a training partner. So it's like, I, yeah, you know, him. I like part of fighting friends. And, and Matt will tell you when – bellator tried to match us up and i'm like if you want to make money mm. i don't i'll i'll make you money and if you beat me i don't whatever like uh-huh. I, it's my buddy but i really i'm gonna give this to you because i'm not into this nightmare yeah. and matt's like me neither i'm like well they already knew yeah i already fucking told them from the jump they and but i'm like the same but, thing but, like we're, uh-huh. we're in the but at the same time i'm going i'm not going to steal money out of matt's mouth yeah and i don't care if matt socks me in the face because one not new yeah. <laughs> and yeah. two if you love your buddies like you can't take you're, you're here to help them out yeah you know no matter no matter what it's dicey so though, it is dicey it's and i get it and like I, I completely understand you know, you can't. So i'm also a psychopath so i don't care about these things yeah. but but i i'm considerate to the people i give a shit about you, you are know? a psychopath and i i'll never the, the and I, I mean that in the most endearing way because i remember i was with my i was in the ufc at the time i think i was ranked in the top 10 and I remember you were fighting somebody in the UFC, and Stitch was your uh, mm-hmm. my corner your guy. Your corner yeah. guy, and uh, as as he spun the Vaseline on, you go, "Let me die in there. Do not throw in the towel." And my coach bumps me. and goes, "Dude, you believe that shit? That you have the same mentality?" And I went, "No, no, no, I don't." <laughs> I went, "No, no, I don't." And I, remember, I had so much respect for you. And I went, "Oh no, I don't." I said, "Dude, there's so if Josh Barnett's here." I'm here. He's going to die in there. This is what he does. He's the war master. Right. My nickname is Big Brown. If I get in any trouble, I got so much other shit I want to do. You throw that towel faster. I won't be mad at anybody. But I, I remember I was like, like I, there, there were certain moments in my career, and that's one of them I will never forget. That's one of the reasons I want you on there. I sure I had so much respect for you. I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not like him. Like I'm, that's you would die in there. I would never. It's funny. It would never cross uh, my mind. This is, we're, we're segueing a little bit, but I'll get back to it. Um, we were doing this call. Uh, you know what they used to do, where they do the press junkets on the phone, yeah. and you have multiple guys on there. And it was like me, Benson Henderson, and a few other guys. Uh, 
and we're talking and I don't know why it came up about the old days or other stuff and I'm just I started in on like yeah, well when I started there was almost nowhere to fight like the UFC was a thing and there was some play but you, how do you get into any of this stuff yeah. so you should just did it was all like ad hoc put it together however you could a la carte and everywhere you'd fight we would figure out the rules when you're there like right. oh do we headbutt or do we not headbutt are we using gloves <laughs> or no so and so we would just show up and go yeah. go at it and i'm just going he said that so casually too. I, I just said <laughs> well you know i didn't do this so that i could be famous i did this so that i could smash people right. so i could walk look up uh, at, at somebody across from me and I'd go you think you can fucking take me out yeah that's enough what were you Let's like go. growing up man like were, were you like you grew up in california no where'd you grow up i'm from seattle that's right you are from seattle i'm ballard that. yeah, yeah. So what was it? What was what was growing up like? Did, did you have siblings? What was your? I have a eight year old sister, uh -huh. eight year older sister who used to beat the shit out of me. Okay. When I was younger, uh, but not for long. <laughs> and then I had uh, dad, mom. Uh, they're great, but they're all like ultra blue collar folks. Uh, my my mom came from a, more of a, a, a higher standard upbringing because her her father was. Uh, a big time lawyer and okay. was the estate uh, assistant attorney general at one point, oh, all wow. this kind of stuff. And then my oh. dad is the was the the result of an, an affair. Grew up in the backwoods of Southwest Washington, mm. uh, street fighting, logging, good dad, longshoring, good dad, great dad. Yeah, but uh, I'm trying to think where you're. But he, crazy. you know, that's, when, that's when, no, no, that my I talked to my mom this one time, and I was going, you know, there's a part of me kind of wishes that i could at least like go back in time at a similar age whatever and fight just my fight dad. my dad yeah <laughs> and she goes she just looked at me and went uh, he's really mean i go i know how mean he is i inherited it and she goes well i i know him and he he just says, well shoot you is talk to you sometimes and i go oh, no i, I know right. that you know, my dad tell me a story like, oh, the time he got, you know, busted for a knife fight for stabbing a guy Jesus and, you know, getting a, a couple days, you know, a day in, in jail for, you know, to, to give him a lesson or is, like is your his dad buddy, big like you, he was like six, two and two forty. He's a big dude. I mean, well, yeah. he had That's a stroke, small. right. And recovering from that, his left hand could squeeze the, the stroke side could still squeeze like, oh, like 140 pounds. And his right hand could could top off the meter over two hundred. He's a savage. That's wild. And he was he was really quick and brutal. Like uh, the stories of him fighting, and it's not just him telling him. It's like everybody I'm like, oh no no no, yeah. yeah you don't. That's where you get mm -hmm. it from. Well, and, yeah. and he would tell me stories about hanging out with his buddy, whose brother was called Otto the Blade, and his dad was like some PTSD World War II guy who right. had a full automatic. 30 carbine that would sometimes just lose it and start shooting at them when they're running you know and they're like running across the yard as this guy's taking shots at him and they're just like whatever that's insane yeah so my dad head. grew up in a in a very interesting did scenario he, did he see did he see like the evolution of your career he did and you know what the first time i ever got knocked out because my dad eventually became a uh hazmat instructor for the union uh -huh. so he had all kinds of training in first day and different stuff so he was the first person back there at the trump taj mahal i don't know how he got there but he did mm. and he's checking me over for different things and he's he's keeping an eye on me and it's like all right you're good oh, so you guys were close yeah yeah no he's one of my best friends now did you he's, wrestle he's, coming up how did you get into catch like how did you get uh into i started wrestling in high school and then i got into catch when were like you big I, coming up were you your size were you always i was always dude? big i was i was like 260, 250 in high school, okay. running a 4940. Hmm. How did you not get recruited for football? I did, but I was really just like, one, I got really bent out of shape about dealing with football because I would go to like the 
um, University of Washington football camps and stuff, mm. and I'd smash up on kids, and then I'd see, and then when it came down to it, it's like I saw they got scholarships, and I'm like, right. why are you giving this motherfucker a scholarship? I smashed yeah. this kid, you know, mm. this guy from Denver or whatever. Like yeah. I crushed him, like whatever, and. Well, you know, we like our linemen to be at least six five, and you're yeah. six three, and I'm like, yeah, but I'm, I'm like, but I, I, you know, and, and I get it now because the thought was, regardless of wherever they put me, I'm a Seattle kid. For mm. me to pay tuition was nothing. Yeah, it's like correct. Twenty eight hundred bucks yep. or something. It didn't. It was so. It was easy. Like, why why spend a scholarship on me it's when business. you could get some potential Out six foot six, mm. three hundred pounder? And we're like, oh yeah, he's baby Huey, and, and you know whatever. Some but we could Texas. probably train him into something. And and I remember it I sucks, told though. the D coordinator right then and there. I go, line anybody you think that you're going to give a scholarship to up across from me, and I'll fucking beat the shit out of them. Mm. And they're just he's just like, well, not that's not what we're doing. Like, but I'm just like, I'll. <laughs> fucking punch him in his face mask i'll tear him apart like oh, fuck a, that guy i'll make sure i'll make sure like, he doesn't make it down right you know what i mean and they're just like uh all right <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta tell bob the war <laughs> mask <laughs> yeah. well, let's go get him out of here man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, i mean I, there was a kid so i used to wear little fingerless gloves and you know i was pass blocking I, I they put me at guard for one point i usually played tackle on both ends but uh we're, we're playing this this school called o'day who is fucking national champs one year and yeah. we're from this we have a shitty school but with great athletes but it's couldn't put it together so i'm pass blocking this kid and this kid i'd wrestled against him before and, and beat him every time but uh you know he was a pretty solid football player too a big kid in high school he was like 280 right yeah. so boom we come off the line i stand him up on a pass block boom come back boom and just reel back and punch him <laughs> right dead in the fucking face mask we and, can't have that. and he goes <laughs> he's punching me and i go what are you talking about? <laughs> Who would punch a guy? Josh was a liability. Now I understand why. Well, I used to, I used to foot sweep people on, on outside pass blocks. So I'd, I'd hit them, pop them, pop them, pop them, guide them, do, 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 whap, and right. send them like cartwheeling onto their heads. And I'm like, the foot sweep? There yeah. was a um, penalty for sure. There was a, <laughs> there was a, uh, a move that we used to do um, back in the day. That like uh, if we we're playing D line, you get it, you get out, and if they're like grabbing your face or like face jacking you, know, um, like so if people don't know, like when you when you come off a of line, if you're a defensive lineman, you come off the ball, um, uh, a no lineman can face check you, right? Like yes. they'll, they'll take one of their hands and they'll jam up in your face just, mask, which you will jam you your neck up. back. And if you go up, then you, you're not you're not. And it driving, stops your, right? it stops your momentum, right? You were a tight end, uh, tight end H back. Yeah, yeah, you seem like a Full, tight end. Fullback in uh, because at well, what did you weigh when you were tight end? Uh, I graduated about 240, 245. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to be enormous, but you're big enough to block, yeah. but also tall enough with big enough hands to catch, you know, all He's your shorts, all your flats, all that stuff. Strong, yeah. Yeah, lower um, body, upper body, or both? Both. Yeah. But then when I was at CU, they wanted me, I got to 260 my senior because they moved me to fullback. Uh -huh. So I was like oh. the starting fullback. Tell me you hated that. Just collision to collision. I, I remember. Also, they're constantly there. Oh, a 260 fullback? Let's take his legs out. It's like, For real? really? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I'll talk about punching people, whatever, but. You sock a guy in his face mask. I, He's gonna live. Dude, you, I, you, 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 fucking you submarine are, him in the knees. That's dude. So bottom this head, is dude. some more war master shit. Uh, not as tough as him, but this is listen to this. Not out of the and you'll stuff, respect right? this. I'm ready. I was the wedge buster on kickoff, <laughs> and then oh, the fullback. Right. Yeah, right. and then wedge I was buster the wedge on kickoff <laughs> return. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I. <laughs> but, but when I think back, yeah. dude, when I think back on it, if, after a game we play like Texas or SC or Miami, yeah, they would. We'd have like I was the fullback. We'd run like 98 power. Uh -huh. Me versus their linebacker, 
and it was just a straight concussion. Yeah. And they would just highlight it every Monday. Yeah. And now I think back, I'm like, hey, assholes. <laughs> like, I right was in. your sacrificial lamb, dude. <laughs> I don't think you had to hate that. I wouldn't want to play that at all. I was sore. Not, I mean, dude, the I'm amount of imagine, ibuprofen dude. I took was nuts. I, well, oh, that's of course. What, yeah. So Mike Allsott's a, a good buddy of mine. Um, oh, he was a hell of a fullback. Oh, dude. Or he was like a 250 pounder, right? Yeah. Oh, dude, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So legend, athletic, dude. Legend. Yeah. But like six bananas. foot, though. And he was, yeah. like, he was talking. Yeah, he's not very tall. Um, and he was talking before, and he's like, um, he was like, dude, he's like, I loved my job. He's like, he's like, but he's like, I didn't mind blocking at all. He's like, but he's like, if they gave me the ball, he's like, I would just, he's like, I would be he fucking did elated. I mean, yeah. he was like, and like, and that's why I asked him, I was like, I was like, how do you feel that Chris Berman? Affected your career because remember Chris really? Berman was so high on him, right? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Every when time he'd that he run, would, yeah, he like, do the, he like you know he would talk about everything, like, ah, yeah, the yeah. hardest one yard run, yeah, you know. Whoop. And he was like, he's like, I feel that Chris Berman built my person up so much, my persona. He's like that. Tampa was almost forced to give me my third contract, oh, they have keep to. me there. Ah. He's like because I he's was a such a staple, and he's oh, like, he was, I was such a. Position. He's the face of the. And he's like, but I became. He's like Chris Berman had such a role in that because he built me up so much because he loved the way he's I worked. It's a hell of a pair, right? I mean, oh, him and sure. Warren. Oh, uh, no. I mean, they're just they were so good. Opposites in terms of running style, clearly, Nuts. but perfectly paired. Oh, so dude, good. Um, he was. Um, what's his? What was that? Uh, the tailback he just brought up. Oh, uh, well done. Well done. done. I, I think State. I told you this. He was the hardest runner I ever, I ever played against. That's what you said. Yeah, hardest runner I ever go, go through a hole. Constant energizer Dude, bunny leg. I thought he broke my damn arm. Like, it came through like, boom. Trying and I was to like, arm tackle. I, like, I was like, oh my, well, I was on, I was on a block. And I tried to come off a block. And boom, and it hit my arm. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, I thought my arm broke. Have you, have you seen the fullback? You, it's rare they use fullbacks these days. But there's a fullback for Baltimore. He's 6'1", 300 pounds. Oh. But not fat. Not fat. Runs Wait, like a four seven to so forty. So he's not Ironhead. He's him. not Ironhead. Uh, dude, dude, that dude was huge. He's him. Yeah, he was huge. Dude, this guy is insane. Insane. He's so Craig, fun Craig to watch. Hayward? Was that Ironhead? Craig, yeah, that's right. His son plays for the Steelers, and he's all pro. Is oh, this he really? is, oh, this yeah. is the mouthy dude. Yes. Yeah, he, I kind of like him. He's a stud, though. He, he feels I know like there's something sincere. I like about him. I agree. And, he, and I know it the people are like all this chatter is 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 you know hey we don't need that but it's like ah. Yeah, he's not harming nothing. And it's also, but to, to me, it's like it's it's organic for him. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you can you can tell when it's manufactured. When these guys get on the mic and do those where's he out of you know? and shit, he's out of uh, Texas. Yeah, Kevin Holland's out of Texas, and he but he went to uh, AK to work on his uh, wrestling. Right, Chin? Yep. He went to AK to work with, with DC on his wrestling. Yeah. Oh, really? Probably. So, so, he, so he cares. Oh, you think Cormier knows a little bit about wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> oh, smidgen. Yeah. The um, you know what's crazy is that that he was. He was an auxiliary pick for that um, tournament, right? Oh. The one, the, the one you guys were in in Strike Force. Oh he, yes, he was. He yes. was an original. Eight. No, no, he no. was. The, he was the alternative. But, yeah. but I mean, think about Someone who got he had hurt. to replace Alistair Overeem. Correct. You know, was that Fedor, Fedor lost in round one. Yep. It's like this is bonkers. Yeah, Nuts. yeah. yeah. Nice. And that was the best performance of Bigfoot's career, bar none. Bar none. For sure. Everything. Well, and and it, was, it was really masterful. Like that's a, a Bigfoot fucking spinning knee bar attempt. And like, Nuts, man. Sick. You, DC talking about fighting Bigfoot so funny. I just did a show with him, the Mike Tyson Super Bowl show. Yeah. And off here we we're talking. He goes, I, I don't. Get, he goes, I don't get it, man. He goes, you can't miss. He's like Bigfoot's head. <laughs> he goes, Bigfoot's head's like this. He goes, everything I threw was landing. He just dude. He's throwing like, punches he, at the drive. That's what he said. He's like, <laughs> he's like, dude, his face is this big. Not not to dude, bring up a, a sore name between the three of us. I felt that way with Ben Rothwell. 
Like I felt uh, like my hands were. I felt the, like the, I felt like <laughs> the ben, ben would just eat those, man. He, I mean, he, I, well, I, I felt like, him one and he was I like, felt mm-hmm. like it was, his face was magnets, and I just kept sticking him in his face, and I was like, I'm about to knock his ass out. I'll fucking take him down on this. I beat him in his own game. Uh, Not so much, dude. I wobbled him with a spinning elbow. <laughs> I faked the the low single yeah. and came back up with John Jones style. Wobbled him like, oh, I got him. And he's like, dude, I have sixty. Fights yeah. of experience, young buck. Yeah, slow and down. You him. have to, uh, yeah. you have to overwhelm him with punches. You can't. It's not. Well, maybe now it's different. Yeah. But if you want to knock out Ben Rothwell, you got to hit him with a, success, a su- successive series of shots, nonstop. That pop, 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 yeah. pop, that was how alliteration. And then he'll, the he'll one stop is impressive. Do, yeah. huh? Conversationally, that alliteration was impressive. Oh, yeah, I'm impressed by your vocab, successive series of shots. That's pretty. Dude, how about how dude? Obviously, three man. Obviously, everybody knows what's happening with with Cain Velasquez. How crazy is that man it's you know what you know what's, what's crazy your take is on it, josh I, I feel like he should have hit me up so we could have trained him up at mm. Terran tactical <laughs> no i'm just kidding are you boys just with, kidding. are you boys with Terran? yes me too yes. me too yes, i'm there yes, all the time yes um but, but honestly josh here's my thing you, you don't have kids right no before you answer me and matt have kids hmm. if someone no, but it doesn't it doesn't matter no it no could be other people's kids 100 i'm with you dirtbag's a dirtbag but when you have kids it it's is, this it is literally societally like society um Cannot allow for you to mess with children. Cannot, cannot, because it doesn't start or stop there. Never. It always continues it's a sickness. on. It's so a sickness. You cannot do but it, Josh. My thing is with your skill set. If someone were to harm, say, a cousin or a nephew or yours, whatever, the, and I don't know what rage Kane had or the premeditated sure. stuff like that. With my skill set, I'm not reaching for a gun. No. I'm gonna do it with my bare hands. Man. I'm, 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 I'm thinking the satisfaction. Either. I'm thinking about that. I'm killing everybody. Oh, you're not. What are you doing? What are you thinking? I'm doing whatever it is that may, lets me do it and get away get with away it. Get away with it. Get um, away with it. Yeah, there you go. All right, so check this The premeditated so this, thing, you, I, you know, I have a buddy who's a lawyer, and I go, and I go, dude, you know, he's obviously pretty upset, and he goes, you got to understand the law's black and white here. It's premeditated. Nope, it's premeditated. He goes, it's very that, black that and white. He goes, he goes, if you're a Kane fan, you got to pray to God. This goes to a jury, and yeah. the jury has sympathy, sympathy for him. Sympathy for leniency. And, yes, yeah. which they will. Oh. He goes, a jury will. I, I don't think there's no way a prosecutor can let that go to a jury because I don't think there's any way that the, any jury would be I like, almost feel like, you know, among all kinds of problems with the way our, our legal system is set up. Especially in California. Uh, don't get especially in California. Gosh. But, I mean, it is it was legitimately broken. Okay. But uh, <laughs> there has to be, I really feel like there should be some sort of carve out, some way of structuring a way that you can kill pedos. Agree. And it's okay. Okay, so, so check this out. So, first of all, Hundred percent. I'm good with that. No problem whatsoever. Yes. No. This, it's it's not allowable. This you is going to take like, a, children. Just cannot understand this, is going this to sort take of an thing. If you or us or any of us get involved in some sort of thing and and whatever it, it runs to, we're grown adults. It's, it's different. Yeah. Kids right. are, are are they really are innocent. This is going to take a, a very very dark turn, and we can pull it out of the gutter. It's already dark. I like dark. It's going to pull it out of the gutter. His name's a war master. So let's get dark. So I have a good friend of mine who was a corrections officer, right? And then he said that. They started moving all the pedophiles are getting raped, right? Like all the rapists, pedophiles, blah, blah, they're all getting raped. They get destroyed in prison. Yeah, so Good. They, they they started a protective wing. So they moved everybody else oh, out Oh, this of one where the guy gets shot leaving the courtroom. That, yeah, that's the, that that's the father pretending he was on the phone as the guy's watching. Yes, yes. him, yeah. Exactly. So my friend sent me this, and it was a, hopefully this is the same thing that happens with Kane. The father was like, and And okay fight guys, oh, Holland's in trouble right now because Olivier is quite a deep, well, no. Boom. All bam. right, yeah. Uh, so- um, so, so they moved, they moved all the, jab, they moved all everybody out of one wing and moved all the pedophiles into another. And then I started doing raids 
on those pedophiles, right? Because they were all in there. They had no, they had no, no enforcers. They, were, they could do whatever they wanted to do, right? They started finding trading cards. They made toss-off material of trading cards. Of kids? Of the addresses, of the oh, kids, no, 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 no. of the parents, no, no, of the no, siblings, no. of the no, stories no. they did, the things they did to them. No, no, no. And they would pass them off no, no, in no. the prison as toss-off material. And he was like, he's like, that's when I had to quit. He's like, if, he's like, if they were doing nothing to make those motherfuckers suffer and die the worst death possible, and they would let that shit go around, he's like, I couldn't do it anymore. You gotta go and rush that, on Like I said, it, it got really go dark. It got really dark. I'm sorry about that. But no, that's super dark. But for, for, for Kane, I just... I pray to God it goes to a jury or the the law has some sympathy. When you're talking about a, a, a family member of his who's four years old, molested over a hundred times, and this guy's molested you know, other why kids. Why was he there? Why, why did the parents let that guy be around? Because this is the fucking world we live in, where nobody, where everybody's off working, everybody's pulled out of the home, no one builds a home, no one has their relatives around them. What, what happens when your when your when your mom and dad get old? Or you stick them off, you send them off somewhere. You know what do you do with the with the family home? You sell it and you take mm. the money yep. instead yep. of thinking like. Oh, and then you want to complain about, oh, the Rockefellers or this rich family has all this stuff. Well, you know how part of the reason that is? Because they, they fucking kept their land. Because yeah, yes. yeah. they, oh, you know how much, even even when you could say like, well, it's cost so much less to own a house at, 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 at earlier points in history. It's like, yeah, but you don't fucking let it go because land is a limited resource everywhere in the world. But, but I don't care when it was. It was still really tough to of acquire course. land and, no matter and, what yeah, time. I, look, I saw my dad's pay stubs from working at Boeing for when he was a riveter on 727s. He was making like $3 an hour. Nuts. It's just like, look, don't be in such a hurry to just go ahead and fill your ass with cash uh, to yeah. do with no purpose. Yeah. Cash is simply a tool, yeah. right? If you don't have, if you have a hammer but all you have is screws, then you're fucked, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, I'm not saying that having cash or having money is a bad thing, not at all, but for what? To yep. do what? Yep. Why? And, um, you know, people are so quick to discard their parents, discard their family members, you know, oh, well, they're old now and I'll let this hospice take care of them. Like, why would you want to do that? Why yep. would you want yeah. your family to die in the fucking bed that they lived Ooh, in? Oh, like, people they don't. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. That, that is fast. quick was, and nasty. Why is he? Yeah, his arms in there. Oh, oh well, he's nice. fine. He's fine. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought it was around the neck. <laughs> that was awesome. That's pretty dope. It looked like... Kim you see a little Pat from Oliviera with yeah. a smile? He I like this. This is, this is two consummate professionals, no animus, yeah, just fighting it out. My last bare knuckle match, people were asking me about it yesterday, and I just said, "When, when was well, it, Josh? Yeah, where you going?" Poland, twenty uh, twenty. I went to Poland and Did fought this really? guy at a bare knuckle boxing Why match with I elbows. It was bare knuckles, so boxing, and you could throw elbows. elbows. Really? And who did you fight? Uh, Marcin Rosowski, monster. Completely covered head to toe, his face covered in tattoos. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, walked to the ring with a biker gang with cuts. <laughs> really? Jesus Christ. Good dude, though. Oh, my God. And Holy the shit. guy is as respectful as it comes. Really? Good dude. His Great face guy. would say otherwise, Josh. Yeah. He, he, he was, was cool as dude, shit. Huh? And, and, you know, by the end of it, I just remember thinking, I'm so proud, and I, I love this guy to be in the ring with me because he's on the same wavelength. We're here trying to bust each other up, and that's great. Yeah. But, but we have a sense of honor behind it, There's and, and, and no one... It's like, well, I had to say, like, you know, you do your interviews, your post fights and stuff. It's like, I know someone has to win or lose, but I feel like regardless of the outcome, we both became better men this day. Mm. And that to me is, is, is something that oh my speaks God. to That's something so more intense. transcendent and higher. You know, um, I, I really despise, I despise what the fight game turned into. Um, you know why it turned that way. And it, it's hard not to. Wait, wait, me, meaning? Um, 
About entertainment? <clears throat> like uh, the Conor McGregor yeah, effect? Yeah, the, 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 uh, oh, shit. the shameless. Holland dropped him. What happened? On top he, of him. he dropped him and now he's following it up. He, he, he dropped him bad. Yeah. The, the shameless hoeing of yourself. Yes. Um, I hate the fact that the promotion stopped promoting. Oh, shit. oh <laughs> nice. That's a big win oh, under Holland's belt. That's huge. That was a great finish. Massive. Uh-oh. And Olivier is as tough as they come. Oh, I see Cam Haynes in the back. You know Cam Haynes at all? Uh, I don't. Hey, I is, don't. That, is that the cowboy? Yeah. 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 He's a cowboy. Huh? He's tough. Did he drop weight? Because he's 170? He, once, no, he's, he's, at, at, he's, at one, he's at 170. Holland went up. Holland dropped weight. Yeah, Holland dropped weight. Oh, that's right. Oh, he was an 85 He was 85. Holland needed that. You know, when he uh, look at this, man. These, are, these are good dudes, man. Good for him. Good both guys. Great people, that cowboy yeah. seemed good dude, man. He always did. I like I like seeing mm-hmm. stuff like this. This is this is exemplary. All right. Hey, all right, Matt. Oh, wait. Before you tell the story, did you win that fight, Josh? Yes. So they stopped him between the second and the third. What happened? That's awesome. Uh, I think that he had taken too much damage. He couldn't really see anymore. And yeah, no, I dropped him twice in the fight or three times, two, yeah. two or three did times. It pay, did it pay okay? Or you just did it? It paid, it paid, paid well. And, but also it felt like why I got into fighting in the first place. Mm. You know, I wanted to like live the do. street fighter two kind of aspect of life where I traveled the world and like, Oh, here's a tie boxer. Here's this, here's that. All right, yeah. let's go. And, um, yeah, I mean, I literally fought a guy. From the, I met on the internet and the Washington Athletic Club in downtown Seattle in a judo room with a clock, a locked closed door. We agreed on rules and I fought him. <laughs> why? Because. Because you can. Because he, he wanted, he wanted the smoke. Right. Or was because it? that's what it was. Like we used to, on AOL, we were chats on <laughs> MMA on, and No Holds Barred. You're old, And we would bro. talk it up. And people are like, oh, I'm, I weigh about this much as my background. I've had this many. F- All right. And people just make fights. Yeah, like, yes. I started, I needed more experience in between. Uh, well, actually, Washington Athletic Club is like high-end oh, fucking nice? baller type. Oh, it's like it LA Athletic Club stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. Where I, so this guy's a Harvard attorney. This guy's fantastic. Now, He's an I, awesome dude. Now, was the rule, right, if whoever tap, taps out, it's a, no time limit? Yeah, we didn't have a time limit. Jesus Christ. That's so dope, dude. And, I went uh, back as my attorney. And he, 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 I ended up submission wrestling him in a tournament later after that, and it was cool. The guy's great. Oh, I love wow. the guy. That's so dope. So um, um, I needed more exp- – I, I fought – the first guy I fought, I already had fought pro in Hawaii from AMC, and I got called on 11 days notice from my old wrestling coach. Like, hey, I know you've been training, whatever. You'd be interested in fighting Chris Charnos? I go, oh, yeah, he's already fought pro in Super Brawl. When? Sure. I'll fight <laughs> him. I'll dope. be there. Right. So I figured out like whatever I needed to get. I started training with my old, an old martial arts coach when I was in town and just went out there and fought him and won by front choke in two minutes or so. And then Matt goes, that's awesome. We what, want you to come a, back. What, what do you call front choke? Guillotine. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, um, Matt, go, Matt, Matt, Hume, Matt, Hume. Go, Matt Hume goes, hey, we want you to come back in the summer and fight again. Okay, so I'm training with Jim Harrison over in, uh, in Missoula, Montana, and I go, okay, I, get, I need more experience because this next guy, Bob Gilstrap, is, you know, he's got more pro, he's got pro fights and all this, trains under Maurice, I'm like, all right. So I just would find people on these mats in, in the rec center area, and they're doing martial arts, or it's like frat boys talking about getting into fights out, right. in, out in, like, Stockman's and whatever in Missoula, and like, oh, so, you ever watch a UFC? cool what do you think about it right. oh yeah you're into it all right well hey interested to fight <laughs> no and people are like, like no absolutely okay. not. okay so yeah. i went and i would just go and fight whoever i could get a hold of that's so dope and what well, the crazy thing was so there was like a little room box thing that was in this giant gymnasium that was like the girls workout area and they had mm-hmm. these little 
windows where they could do a, be on the stair climber and they could look out to see what's happening. There was a rock wall. There was these mats. And then there was this giant cargo net that separated like these four full court basketball courts from the mat area and the rock climbing wall too. This one time I remember I look, I, I look over and everyone's hanging on the cargo nets cheering Shut up, dude. as I'm fighting Watch people. It. Hell yeah. They stopped playing basketball and watched us watch fight. fight. Of course. <laughs> but of so course. Dope. And then whoever's around the rec center, and there had to be cameras to this, like, whatever. I just had a conversation with the boy. Me and Matt Hume have never talked, and then uh, a business opportunity came up, and uh, he got my number for somebody and texted me. He goes, hey, it's, it's Matt Hume. We'd love to talk, blah, 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 about some business thing. And uh, we've never talked, and we probably talked for 30 minutes about being a dad and kids. And I was like, wait, hold on. Why'd you call? Like, literally, right. we just Matt hit it off. loves yeah. being a dad, Me which too. is dope. And yeah. we both oh, just, I, you know, I, and, and this is, I've been practicing a lot, but yeah. I'm really, the intention is to, to make one. I really want to have a kid. Yeah. So that is full on. A cool. little I'm, war master. I'm under, I'm under the, the gun right now from Kayla. She's trying to put a squeeze <laughs> on me. Is she, is she saying to untangle the, because yeah. Oh, I love yeah. it. I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. She's like, give me a bun. Yeah, yeah. for Give me a bun. A little sourdough. Well, I already had a vasectomy, so I'm like, oh, honey, it's going to be some work. Reverse. You know? Oh. Yeah, they're gonna get in there. But she's this happy, guy's dude. gonna be biting the side of his tongue. <laughs> she's <laughs> for real. I think that's uh, uh, best deference. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that is. <laughs> Wait, but you were saying you hate the fight game now. I want all your jizz oh, to like we spill out that. of your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> the wires are all messed up. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean you, ever get, you ever get a house? Get you know, get your car stereo done. All of a sudden, your blinkers don't work anymore. Yeah. That's gonna that's be your fucking yeah. dick. Lucky me, right? Um, I uh, you hate the fight because turn the entertainment aspect a little. Yeah. Before you, I know where you're going to go uh, with it. I, I think a lot of the change in the fight game came from, for good or bad, came from Conor McGregor. Uh, take, it was take, before that. It was a before bit that. Too. A little bit, but, was, but, 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 but I think now the game's really changed because Conor McGregor, because right. he made so much money, yes. he became so famous. Every fight, I went, well, I want that. But I, yeah, I want but the fight. You got to also. But he also did the work. Well, you got to be clever did the work. to say the things you're going to say. And then I think that part of Conor's gimmick, we'll call it, was that he, because you watch him after every fight, win or lose, like all of a sudden the, the rhetoric is, uh -huh. is like, wow, oh, fuck, man. That is really poignant stuff that you're saying there. It's like Some harsh super shit. respectful and, and lovely and just like the Sometimes. nicest stuff, uh -huh. usually. Yes. But um, um, I think part of that shit talking is to put the pressure on himself to have to perform to live up to mm. the, the things that he said. And I think it's more about putting it on him. Yeah, Some of it has to be... It? you know, um, mental warfare. But yes. I really do think most of it is about... Putting the pressure on himself yes. to get him out of bed to do, go through the training camps. Like, I agree. Oh, man, I said this guy, you know, sucks dick sideways and whatever, and mm. he's, yep. he's terrible, and which is, you know, to some degree, it's like, well, if these guys all suck, then what does that mean when you yeah. beat them? Yeah. Right. But, you know... Right. He, he just called out uh, Makachev yesterday. Did he really? Kind of. Which and it, it, he it, hasn't been anywhere near a ring in how long now? No, dude, he hasn't I'm, been I'm fighting this a tiger hot second. Yeah, 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 me he too. Hasn't, you know, it's, it's not often I can say that I've... I've uh, Popped the top on a tiger thick, poured it in a glass, and shoved it down my gullet. But yeah, man, let's do this. Um, so my, my thought is right, which you know I'm going to go. You, your whiskey's amazing, though. John. Yeah, Thank you very much. it's really so good, man. Good. Uh, yeah. I love by the, the way, label. How do we everything. order it? Because I want to order that because I, I can't take any home. Warbringerbourbon.com uh, sells we, out though. It does sell out, and so if you want one, yep, then you just hit me up. Yeah. Okay. 
Josh Brandon, knows the guy. Brandon wants one. Yeah, he's got to go. I definitely the do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go the. I'm flight. only sitting here drinking his shit. <laughs> yeah. you know, promoting promoting, promoting all my stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what were we gonna say though, Matt? You can't stand how. The, well, the business. I, I don't like how the promotion stopped promoting. Right, I don't like how they put the onus of putting butts and seats on us. Our job, right? Well, they don't if, now, though, right? Well, well, now it's ESPN. I, yeah, for sure. But I think that for a long period of time, like I remember when after I beat Kimbo, they brought us into the summit, and they kept X amount of people for the third day. Right, and the third day was, hey, look, we think you guys are going to be the next. When I almost got in a fight with Tito, yes, like they're like, hey, listen, I think you're going to be. Uh, wait, this, you the, I, I cannot wait to hear what you almost got into a fight with Tito about. Yeah. <laughs> well, I. I, I <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. so I, uh, so I start, uh, we go to this thing and they're like, listen, you guys are gonna be the next big personalities, whatever else. And then shortly there afterwards is when Rhonda came about and then obviously like he chased that all around the, uh, around the planet. And then Rhonda realized how much juice she had because he was chasing her so hard and that she could do kind of, she could finally say no, or I don't really want to do that. Or, uh, this is what I want to do instead. Right. So she had a lot more juice. And then I think that was the beginning of seeing the emperor, uh, wasn't wearing any clothes. Like where the, like, like the, the. There, I think the UFC realized that they were like, hmm. They're giving too much power. Yeah, but then Conor came, right? And they wanted to get a hold of the European market. And then Conor came along, had a hell of a personality. I, I knocked out Phil DeFreeze in 15 seconds and they gave Conor the knockout uh, for Marcus Brimage. And then once he got it and he all of a sudden he took off and his personality took off, they were like, this is our key. Because remember they wanted tattoo Ross Pearson they wanted Ross oh, Pearson to yeah. be the dude but he well, just never became the guy because great fighter though yeah. great, great fighter. To, fun to watch right like, amazing awesome to watch yeah. great technical striker. but he didn't have the personality but he then also remember yeah. there's a huge gap in the European market because Bisping was out right because yeah, he's yeah, getting yeah. older so they yeah. needed someone to and that that's where McGregor came it definitely made a big difference for the European market with McGregor but he also would make bold claims and then follow up on them for sure and he did know, the work it, well, well he was Mystic Mac he became Sort of, he, he took the Mayweather pathway, which is you talk, 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 talk. But the problem is, and Mayweather has never experienced this, although Mayweather's really bright. So don't agree. Don't Very think smart that guy. you need to understand that not only is Mayweather, if you ask anything about boxing to Mayweather or any of his family members, I've, I've talked to Roger, Roger before. That guy knows he's a walking, talking encyclopedia about boxing. They have their PhD in it. Yeah. For, for sure. But, but, be, uh, but even to your but point. But when you lose. Yes. You've built up all this anticipation to see you lose because of the shit you say, yes. or to um, continue to deliver in these astronomical claims. Well, people yeah. stop believing. And as soon as it ha that loss happens, they're like, "All right, cool, that's it." So yeah. it's always a struggle with that sort of thing. It's like a it magician showing their magic trick with McGregor. It's a little bit. People are like, "Come on, dude!" But he's so massive. Now, was that was that what happened with Nate when Nate beat him? Like, and Nate was in Mexico that, that, on vacation. It made a difference. I don't think it, it. I don't think it really took him out. I think bigger. it's the, the last Nate was one. At one seven. It was the last fight that really. The fucked last hurt fight Connor. fucked him. That that one hurt Connor. Yeah, Habib. No, no, no. Well, no, that no. didn't. That Dustin didn't help. But it was Poirier. Poirier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Habib like rubbed, but, but, his, rubbed his face in it you know yeah. but, but the, the even with the Khabib fight if you look back like at the time you're like Jesus Christ Khabib beat the shit of Connor if you go back and watch that fight which I've done. Probably the best outing anyone's had against Khabib besides Michael Johnson. But like Connor didn't do yeah, terrible. I mean, and, and he rocked him, right? Rocked him. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and, and Connor's he, great when he's he on his game. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean he he he's a savage. I love Nate. I love the Diaz Bros are mm. are awesome. Like yes. those dudes, I am fully in their corner. Me too for everything. Yeah, uh, but Connor had him sorted that first round. Yeah, yeah, and he Lighten got him up too cocky and yes. arrogant. Um, and 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 of course. 
a Diaz is not going to sit there and go go back to the corner and just push harder at the same thing. He's going to make a ju- Those kids are born and bred fighters, not just in terms of their their will or their guts or their durability, but in terms of their fight IQ and their mm. science, right? And they know and where the their strengths are. And so, yeah. uh, sure, if they end up in a position where they're overwhelmed in, in, a, in a sector that they're not able to compete with, that's fine. They know that. And they know that they have weaknesses. But those dudes, you can't hardly find better fighters in the entire world. Agreed. Period. Especially Agreed. mentally. Yes. Um, I, and but, so, yeah, Nate, Nate made his adjustments and then won. Yeah. B- back to your point about the UFC. To me, the fighters have the least power that they've ever had right now. Correct. You think so? Yeah, because of the UFC deal. Because, okay. uh, I'm sorry, the ESPN deal. Because now, the way ESPN works and the, the UFC model is not driven off uh, stars anymore. It's driven off delivering forty six. Uh, but it's, it's kind of wouldn't you, wouldn't you argue that it's been that way for like the last five years, and that the stars became stars almost in despite of that. Agree. Yeah, I agree with that. But now with the UFC, really, now they're not. They're never going to let another Conor McGregor happen. They will never because they're like too much power. That uh, kid, you know, ran us dry. So, so you want like money. halfway between the two, so that yeah, they can drive just not the play because Ronda. Um, her initial outings as the the linchpin on a pay per view didn't succeed. No, correct. Uh-huh. I mean, I say that only, and it's like, oh, she only got four hundred thousand. But like, compared yeah, to like a Connor, yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. No, she was or John not. Jones. But, but in enough time, then it started. And part of that was not the the pay per views themselves, and fantastic, incredible. Like when when Ronda hits Ronda shit. Nothing. It looks like that person didn't it's, belong in the ring. It's with beautiful. Her. Like, it's, it's so amazing. You yeah. know, Ronda's skill set. At its apex is jaw dropping, and, and, and her, it's and her mentality, her uh, IQ, and her yeah. mentality. And, and shout out to Travis because I love that dude. He's a good dude. Took super great care of me and my fighter when she had to cut weight for a, a, a state title match and hmm. MMA. And it was Thanksgiving, and I brought her over. They and Rhonda was right there with water and yeah. all. Like, oh, I know what it's like to cut weight. Yeah, Travis so, and me got to drink beers and hang cool. out and eat a full meal. That's and cool, man. You know, beautiful people. Yeah, and, and congrats on having a kid. Yeah, man. Like we're talking about, oh, kid, I want to have man. a kid. Yeah, you guys have kids. They got kids now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, step it up. Awesome. Man. So, are you saying yeah. you're just traveling the world trying to find women to put babies in? Is no, I have saying? a beautiful, lovely woman. Okay, oh, I tend to put a beautiful. I tend to put a baby. You've been together for a while. Um. Yeah, a little while. Yeah, oh, and boy. we just moved in together. Oh, uh, congratulations! Yeah. I mean, this, this was and this is. Uh, she was giving me shit earlier today, and I was like, you know, this was my idea, right? Like this whole moving <laughs> in, like, no, I'm yeah. not. I'm not fucking around. Yeah. Like, I, I have. Okay, in, this buddy. is stage one. This is two, three. Like, I'm not. There's a plan. Here. If we're we're doing this, we're doing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not looking for. A room, now, how old are you? Old enough to know better and still young enough to do it. Uh, 44. <laughs> All right. Well, so we're the same age. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'll be 44. I'll be 43 this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we're the same age. Is there anything that in you it's like, because for me, I get a little bit worried about, damn, man, my body's falling apart of right course. now. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So like, I, so I get worried about it. That's Dick one of the biggest works. things I'm dragging my feet on <laughs> because like, I get worried that I'm going to be so old that I won't be able to go play and like hang out with my kid. the kids. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going yeah. to yeah. But here's the thing. You need to realize that as you get older, you get more dirty tricks. Yeah, you're wiser. You know how to cheat at everything. <laughs> you wiser, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, have to, sure. you, have, you know how to <laughs> you cheat know the shortcuts. everything. Yeah. My dad used to whoop my ass as a kid. Like, yeah. it was just so easy for him, right? <laughs> right. You know? And, and and even my brother-in-law, uh, he, he would handle Edson? me too, but... Uh, that is Edson, right? Yeah. yeah. Edson Barboza. Wow, yeah. he's still hanging in there. Dude, I love he's it. been in a long Spin time. Spin hook kick knockout is legendary. Yeah, yeah for sure. Terry but, Adam? Uh, yeah. Oh, God, that poor yeah. dude. Yeah. One of the greatest knockouts of all time. home dude from ATT. He needs to win this, though. He, uh, Terry Adams, been, you know, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Barboza needs to win this one. 
He, he's been on a tough. Who's this, Who's the guy from ATT with him? I I know that fella? dude, but I'm yes. Uh, he's a good dude. I can't remember. Um, I'm forgetting too. Aaron Riley, I think he's a train with him. Um, dude, it's, it's, Aaron Riley, by the way, Evansville. Is he really? Yes. Hell yeah. How do you not know that me and Mr. Indy guy? Didn't you train with Godsey and all them? Oh, so Godsey, Chris Lytle, Godsey, Godsey Cobra. Right, right before. I've only trained with Godsey twice. Did you, did you train with Cobra Compton? Compton? Uh, no. Cobra? Cobra? Yes. A great name. No, never. So I, I, I trained with Godsey twice. He came down from, he lives in Hawaii. He's hilarious. Oh, dude, way. he's a, a trip, dude. Yes. He's a, a no, real well, I mean, a, Stiebling? Uh, no, never. Oh, Alex Stiebling. So like Chris is like the Love last you, of the Al. Mohicans, man. Love you, Alex. You're a good dude. Like Chris is the last Mohicans. Like Chris is like the only one. No, and Chris then like, is so, solid. so Gatsy comes around and like, dude, so I've grappled with Chris my entire life. Right? Chris uh, Lyle Lytle, yeah. is like, is my mentor. Yes. Right. Um, and uh, every day um, he comes in, he works, he works his ass off. He grapples. He has a great time. I have, I've never seen that dude be in a situation that he couldn't figure a way out of. Like I'm talking like he has a, a so trickle much of blood. Dude, it's incredible. So a fire axe and a big hose will get you out of there. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's his mentality for sure. Mm. So, so what, how what, did you what's, find, what's he do now though? Chris, Chris. he's a firefighter. Oh word! Yeah, this is this is pretty good, by the way. Thank you, sir. I like it. Um, I can tell it's young. Yeah, but it's it's, a, um, it's, a, it's the first like uh, Japanese whiskey blend. Sure, American bourbon, and and uh, it's really easy to drink. Yes, it's not overly complex because that can sometimes actually drive people away if mm -hmm. they're really neophytes to whiskey. Mm -hmm. But it's 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 got like a nice kind of malty finish to it, which I enjoy. And I, I read the the mash bill on the back. Yeah. Where's the Japanese coming from, though? Can you even say or no? No. Okay. Yeah. But it's it, uh, aged 10 years in a barrel from Japan. There's not... How, how long? 10 years. Well, then I know exactly where it's got to be coming from. There's only a few... <laughs> there's only a few you would know if you're in the from. business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and getting a 10-year stock from any of those is... It's not just about whatever it costs. It's about... Whether or not you have the relationship, they would actually let you have it because Japan is hurting like mad for age stocks of whiskey. Really? Josh, no, it's, no. They, it's been three years just trying to get that done. Three years before even, but and literally, th this is the, the. Why don't you go with multiple K's instead of C's? I mean, more than three, clearly. <laughs> 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 I mean, I think we the, marketing, the marketing for it would it would stand out to have a little a little hood on it and everything, but just probably not a good look. I'm gonna counter the whole big brown theory. <laughs> um, hey, by the way, is that that is that, that dude who wanted uh, well, you're part, you're, you're part Latino, right? Yes. No, it was Why don't yeah, we yeah. say it? Yeah, I know. He's, my, no, his his grandfather's from Zacatecas. Yeah, <laughs> Aztec <laughs> warrior. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you want to hear about Aztec warrior shit? So um, there's this guy, uh, Tony Lopez, and he's yeah. still fighting. Dude, the f yeah, dude, I know he's, Tony he's Lopez. tough as fuck. He Savage. is tough as fuck. So tough. We used to train together. You guys, sweet did? guy. Is he really? Amazing man. He's been iron worker. Is he an iron worker? King of the Cage alumni. Crazy dude, I remember strong he looked, for his he looked, size. He looked really? like the dude from um, Till Dust Till Dawn. Like, I remember he looking at him. Or, or, like or, or I imagine there's, like a, there's got to be someone from Apocalypse. 100%. Like so <laughs> I, I would always fuck with Tony and go, you know what, Tony? He's like, what? I go, you're the reasons why the Aztecs are dead. Like, you took them out. <laughs> <laughs> you just were like, ah, I'm sick of this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to cement my legacy so that everybody's uh, airbrushing me yeah, on their fucking lowrider. Yeah, he's a fucking, fucking dude. Yeah, man. no, Tony dude, Lopez seeing, is a sick Seeing dude. his face after 
after him and Joey Beltran fought each other was like Nuts. what? Oh, he and that? you know what? He couldn't give two shits, man. He's and you know yeah. what? He's such a beautiful dude. Dude, really? that's so that's cool. A hard, I didn't know iron that, like iron worker, blue collar, sweet cool. guy with a karate background. Oh, really? Like, oh, he's got a great sidekick. He's love Tony Lopez. Um, so he was also the king of the cage champ for a long time too, wasn't he? Which is like, like a two, he's a two, Mister King, king of the Cage. Of the cage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like all over the place. Like, yeah. oh, I'm the Columbus King of the Cage champ. Now I'm the. I'm the Worcester Mass King of the Cage champ. You know how it goes with Such Curry. A, you you, uh, you fought Beltron, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, Beltron's and no, a great no, guy nobody, too. By the way, Dude, here great. even probably knows who Terry Treblecock is. Who I'm talking about the promoter of King of the Cage, but we got Barbosa here. He's you know Bryce Mitchell, a pure grappler. Now Bryce Mitchell was the, in the interesting headlines. thing is he's been. Uh, we're watching this right, and Mitchell is getting Barbosa's back to the wall. Yeah, because yeah, Barbe- Barboza going backwards usually struggles. You can't let him take. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, Shocking. couldn't 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 make that any more perfect. Wait, now he's so he's under the butt. That should so be a, a, be a double if he. Oh, I see. M- M- Mitchell's got that a pure yeah. grappler, a grappler? Te- technically. Yeah, he's been the headlines oh, lately. A good left hand though. He's What's been the headlines lately because he has some you know um, opinions on. Um, a lot of certain stuff. A lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. COVID or different stuff. Give me an example, Chin. Of the Ukraine stuff for sure. Oh, oh, what, what, really, what do you yeah. say about Ukraine? It's oh, all a ton planned of stuff. Like it was planned or some shit. Yeah, so it's, it's more. It's like conspiracy. Conspiracy. Like more of a conspiracy yeah. guy, right? And then but, the, but he's right about a lot of stuff too. I think I agree. But then some stuff is yeah, a little broken clock, right? Yeah, Ukraine's a, a tragedy. Yeah. Period. Like yeah. there's Russians yeah, and horrible. Ukrainians it's being horrible. put in the middle of bullshit geopolitics <laughs> that have been actually that didn't happen yesterday. That have been happening for at least the last ten years, if not longer. And it's trash and. You know, I've got many beautiful Russian people that I know that I love a lot. I, I'm sure I've met many Ukrainians that are also awesome. Uh, I don't like to see these innocents and these lives and these, you know, Ukraine, Ukraine has its own argument for its own sovereignty 100%. and everything. It Join the sucks. GOP. It yeah. fucking sucks. Yeah, and, it's, it's, um, it's crazy it's happening in 2022. It's crazy. And like, I clicked well, on this, is, this video. Is I don't know why I did time. it. Well, and, and you know... It's not like things haven't happened in Europe. I guess there have been skirmishes in Ukraine. There was obviously the whole Crimean thing, but before that, you had the uh, the Balkan wars. Yeah, they've uh, had the, like as recently as 2014. It's yeah, not like this. I no. guess to Americans, it's new. But if you know the history of it, like this has been an ongoing type of you know animosity for quite some time. It's true, and it sucks. It's just terrible. It's just yeah, I clicked on this video today. I don't know why, but uh, it was Russian sh- soldiers shooting down innocent Ukrainian civilians. Well, the one thing and, you know, to I keep watch in mind like, is whatever propaganda happen? we're getting right now. Oh, dude, don't buy into it because we just there is something that's called the, worst. the fog there's, of war. Like we really can't truly know what's going there's on. There's no way. That's the worst thing. There is no way to know what's no. really happening in the world because everything we, is such a propaganda machine. Well, there's, like, there's a lot of no fake news. There's no way to find. There's a lot of fake news. Something without a slant. Well, of course is it is, but uh, under war. It's a necessity to use fake news if you if you want to you know give a colloquial term. There's also no better at fake news than Russia. I mean, actually, I would do. say well, it's yeah, us. yeah, it might be we're us. way better. <laughs> we're we better. are the supreme kings of whatever you want to call fake news. But 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 at the end of the day, whether it be us or anyone, it could be fucking Timbuktu. Sure. As soon as you're in the middle of conflict, you want to control and put out the, the kind narrative. of uh, narrative that you think is going to best serve you, uh, and that is. That's, that's just, you, you, I, I think in Russia Good they job. banned. Uh, it took him a long time. They, they, they banned. They banned BBC even. Yes, because yeah. they don't want the narrative getting out. Because 
for the long, you know, it's been going on like 10 days now. The first five, it was all about Russia's not doing well. well there's like They're the ghost of Kiev and all this stuff. And it's like, well, that's not real. This isn't real. That's not real. And yeah. I, you know, as far as I can understand, Russia's pushing quickly into ukraine but what they're doing is they're they're, they push in they get resistance and they back off and they surround the cities yes because it looks to me that they're trying to capture ukraine to some degree maybe institute a puppet government and not demolish it i don't think they want to demolish it all right so i so did you see that thing about um about biochemical laboratories that America funds. Yes. You see this thing? In I Russia? haven't, but in Russia and Ukraine. They do them all over the world. And, and those, was and those got blown us. up first. Uh huh. Did you see that I've thing? That, yeah. so that's what I, I don't know. I don't that's know. Part. I, I, I have no idea what to believe. What's legit and what's not. But like, there's that's a, a good nose, by the way, too. Thank you, sir. There's a, a good the Josh Barnett approval. I'll fucking take it, man. Yeah, we just got distribution 30 cities. I'm on tour next Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Nashville. By the way, we'll get into this. So, because. Well, not so much you. Mm. Tyrell. <laughs> but but people will, will bring you up to me, but in a confrontational sense. Really? Like, With you and me? Because that's how fucking people are. Yeah. And so I'm always like, I got nothing but no. love for you, man. Yeah. And no. I say the same thing, and they're like, no. really? I go, why would I? He's never said a single Boo. bad word yeah, to me. Not. He's always been super fucking kind. In fact, I had to yell at a girl I knew because she fucking kicked you for no reason one time where we were at this, uh, uh, this, like, this uh this uh, remember remember, remember at the the um 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 fucking what's his face is uh ford um why am i my blanking on this uh willard ford's like opening ceremony thing for his place that he was doing that's right and dude. i'm leaving and i'm i've got this person in my arms just being goofy and you come by and like, hey, well, I'll see you later. And she's like, fucking kicks you that's out of nowhere. Right. And you're just like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I was like, bye. okay, see you. And I'm like, why like, the fuck are you kicking that's people? Right. Like, Brandon Shaw didn't ask you to just like fucking yeah, boot him. It was the opening of, of yes. a store or something in the Hollywood. Right. And I'm yeah, like, you right. can't just Dude, that was fucking like kick random people. Yeah, come on. <laughs> and, uh, but people are like, oh, well, this, that, and the other. And like, why do I have nah, to have a problem I, with this I, guy? Yeah, I, I want like, no Are smoke. you fucking kidding yeah, me? Zero. Like, he's always been yeah. cool as smoke shit. Smoke is overrated, yeah. man. Yeah. Smoke is overrated. No, Wait, I, I but my whole whiskey is smoke. No, no, no. Just, <laughs> you know. Oh, you know. Oh, the dagger. What, 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 what were the, what were, what was the, the Bryce tweets though, Chin? Did you get those? Uh, so I, I it's looked pretty for far out there, right? Uh, I also like, it's like, you know, to if, if that's listening. just political views, who gives Arkansas a Arkansas native, para- bar- okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we don't have much for journalism anymore, but all right. No, are, uh, like with an undefeated record, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, fighting is, all right, that doesn't say anything. Hold on. It says yeah. nothing. He had a slick takedown. I want to talk about things that are I think they're political. I want to do it in a respectful manner, not to make people, other people think that they're stupid. I want to share my beliefs and hear other people's beliefs. This is all good so far. And maybe their beliefs can sway mine a little bit. Maybe not. Also good. Maybe I can out-debate them. This is all good. Because this fight shit is so minuscule in life, you think, yes, it's great for me in a small circle of people that I can help. But Mm. this shit is so minuscule. This is also true. You know, people out there being oppressed by governments, we fall into that category, believe it or not. If you want me to get real political, the Federal Reserve is a corrupt institution. There, I went out there and said it. These people control our dollar, brother, and we didn't vote for them. Think about it. You got 13 board members. Well, I mean, he's telling the truth. Yeah, he's not wrong there. How corrupt it is. You can even argue about that. No, we don't. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. We don't vote for that. For me to actually be able to talk about something greater than fighting is more purposeful than anything I could talk about related to fighting. Now, by the way, most folks that are political activists would say this is the proper slant. Correct. Except 
if they don't like what he's saying, then it's right. then not he's acceptable. the enemy. Then he's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's a hardcore right. conservative. Well, what does he say about Ukraine? I don't. No, see no, I might have been conflating because just all the uh, data a lot of was like COVID yeah. and other. So yeah, shit, right? so Mike, our guy, Mike, well, he's definitely like the anti-vax stuff. He's drowning Barbosa and telling him about Ukraine right now. Or he's drowning him and he's talking. He's like, you know, Barbosa, some of the the ghost of Ukraine, the ghost of Kiev stuff is is was actually a video game. And then you know, no, the Snake Island guys aren't dead. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, he's, or, or he's like, I think you'd be doing a lot better if you didn't get boosted. Yeah, I, I didn't have the booster. I would be whooping your ass right could, now if you didn't get the booster I can hear shot. by the pattern of your breathing that you've had a third booster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's affecting yeah. your... Yeah. It's, it's you might you have myocarditis. You should yeah. check into that. No, wait, no, Eddie Bravo. Look, look into it. Look right, look into it. Yeah, I didn't see him open up Barbosa. It must have been a number, huh? Yeah, Barbosa's trying to work a butterfly, which is good, but... Just having, you know, oh, good, nice good, wizard, good, get yeah, up, now, now start hustling off the cage. Yeah, now he's not, sure. see the thing is, mm, now you it's, it's one thing to use the cage, Agree. but the, the main thing about it is you got to hustle your feet. Now he's in danger of getting his back taken. He stopped to, to take a breath. Yeah, then, you got to hustle your feet on the wall. Yeah, that's where you it's one move. thing to stop the takedown initial, but if you're not moving your feet, you're not separating their head from their hands, the closer their head are to their hands, the stronger their grip is. Now, like, know, try to lift anything like this. Yeah, yeah good luck. Yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, except, for, except for you, Mitrion. You lift he a lot of things this way. You're yeah. like, ah, oh, smells like dirty diapers. Yeah, I do. You probably yeah, do that. Like, now, Bryce Mitchell is one of the only UFC fighters who's not champion to get his own signature shorts. Oh, because oh, those, those, those camouflage shorts. Yeah. Good All for right. him. He has a good personality, too. Uh, you know what's funny is, oh, so yeah, I have Victor Henry too. In, in the UFC now. And it's been yeah, a long time dude. coming. Hell yeah. And, uh, you know, he had like significant strikes for a debuter and greatest 135. One of his dudes. Okay. And uh, and he's got he's got a world title in Japan with Deep. He's got a world title from uh, LXF out oh, here. Stud. He's he is a stud. He was twenty and five a, when I got him in there. Oh Jesus! Yeah. And uh, and he and he it's lit a up experience. a beautiful dude. He's a really good kid. Too, um, What's um, his name again? Haoni, Victor Henry. Victor Henry. Victor Barcelos, who is Pedro Hizo's protege. Oh, okay. Is he really? So it was, it was me and Pedro Does with our with like our him? little students. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Yeah. And I met Haoni in Brazil training with Pedro and Master. Um, 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 Alberto Leitao Sr., rest in peace. And I'm like, I fucking met you way back when, didn't he? He's like, yeah, no, I did. And I go, I remember them telling me about you, and they're for real. Like, regardless of the loss, hmm. Howney is a stud. Yeah. Howney is a fucking killer and fighter. That and that was his first fight in the UFC? Th that was Victor's first fight in the UFC. They threw him yeah. to the and, uh, and he man. comes out on top, right? Unanimous decision. But, um, uh, and Victor didn't go to the ground. Nope. No, it didn't even. Yeah, you know, we the, well. The whole point of this fight was to actually keep it on the feet and pick away at him, pick away at him, pick away at him, try and take away his conditioning. Yeah, uh, st stab his body as many times, and then the jab started working so well. We just mm, you know, we cut him up, busted him up, and and it's and, you know Howney to his 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 benefit is just tough as nails, and you can't can't sleep on that guy in any way. You make a yeah. mistake, that dude's so you're you're still around. pretty active working with guys, coaching yeah. guys. Oh, wow. I'm sparring in the gym. Oh and shit, training. you still yeah, spar? Yeah. yeah. I love it. Do you really? Yeah. I, I see no signs of CT, your vocabulary, your recall in history. I think you're good, man. So far. Yeah. We'll see. I'll figure out some other way to fuck it up, I guess. Yeah. You, right. you know what I was uh, thinking about? I was thinking about today. I don't know why. This is so random. I was thinking, what's Fedor think about, you know, with the Russia shit? Like, I was going to ask about, you about, I was about Fedor. How salty right you never got a Fedor fight? Like that was well, they were yeah, they were I'm pretty salty about it. But to, yeah. yeah, yeah. We were supposed, we're supposed to fight an affliction, but that, boy, that turned into a shit show. Yeah. And then that was going to be a Bellator thing too, possibly. But like, weren't you? Gonna I, I, put, I put myself you? out there, and they're like, "No, no, yeah." Well, we know why, yeah. I we 
I, I could speculate. We know, but, right? uh, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm not you, gonna I'm not gonna put anything on anyone. Uh, and and to be honest, he didn't he didn't have to fight me. Uh, he didn't owe it to me. No, if I, if I'm Fedor and I'm his team, as much as I love Fedor and you know have him in high regards, my last fight in Russia, where the hell it was, isn't gonna be against Josh Barnett. And I was like, yeah, I'll fight him in Russia. I don't care. It made I thought oh, yeah, it, I thought it was a shoe. I thought it was a shoe and deal. I'm like, oh, now, two legends. With, uh, Tim Johnson. Tim Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Who, who's what not, is that? Uh, what is that? He knocked out uh, a killer wrestler. Who's that? Um, oh, uh, what's his name? Tyrell's boy. Tyrell Fortune. Tyrell. Yeah. Uh, who is uh, that's Chael Sonnen's boy. Uh, well, Sonnen's boy. You know whose who's boy he really is? Huh? Todd and Trevor Lally. Oh, really? People you have no idea. Yeah, but they're old say. school Matt Hume students that I used to train with. Oh, interesting. Little redheaded Irish fucks, and I love them. But, <laughs> really? but yeah. Um, and but Terrell is, is fantastic. Yeah, he's a I, stud. I train um, what uh, a Tony shot. Nelson, who's Jeez, not even looking to get into fighting, but you know, he's, uh, he was fourth on the Olympic ladder. He's a lot, one of the last oh, guys wow. to beat um, Gable Stevenson. Oh, super Stevenson. stud. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I just thought with that Fedor fight, his last fight, and the, I saw the names. I, I think people were kind of upset with the Timothy Johnson. They were, but it's, you it's, know what? It's, it's no it's shape right. towards Timothy you know, Johnson. Yeah, yeah, but I was thinking JDS was out there. You were you would be the number one pick. JDS, you, Alistair Overeem, all three of you. Yeah, are I'm like, old. Let's and beat do it. up. Yeah, Fedor and we. It's it's even. <laughs> but, I mean, you and Fedor have been was a long time coming. Though. Great, My problem is a long time fucking coming. It is. Man. It is. But uh, it is what it is, and it's fine. And I'm I'm actually glad to see him get that win. I even uh, thought Matt. Uh, the, the other name that was in there was uh, you. Uh, Overeem, JDS, and then Mitriona, because he talked about he wants that fight back. Mm -hmm. He he always says that every chance he gets to, he says I'd jab. love to have that fight back. Dropped him with, took him out with jab. Yeah, a little ba a baby hook, little, baby little, hook. little check hook, little wah, yeah, wah. little something. I, it was just a distance finder, <laughs> little range finder. I had no expectations to drop him. Um, He's just taking too many shots. Uh, you know, your chin is your chin until it isn't, mm -hmm. and that's no one can get around that. You you know, know, Pedro so is the rock because he could just eat shots like yeah. nobody's business. And then the day came that he couldn't take him anymore. That's just what it was. Even yeah. Mark Hunt, who's yeah. had a granite chin, then yes. finally Roy Nelson. You know, yep. well, Roy, finally, Roy, when did Roy knock him out? He no, he knocked out Roy. <coughs> yeah, he knocked him out. Walked off. Yeah, he went oh, walk off right. on Dos Roy. Santos, Dos Santos. No, hey out. Chin, bring up Marcut. No, who who walked off? Uh, Dos Santos knocked him out with a spinning uh, spinning heel kick. Right? Th th that, there was that. Yeah, but wild, no, right? No, and he, also him he, and him and Bigfoot like just killed each other. And you're like, <sighs> well, both of you were supposed to. You know, Bigfoot's not supposed yeah, to have a chin anymore. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I couldn't believe how many shots fucking Big Country took. Jeez. I'm like, how how are you not going down by now? I've I've socked you up all night long. Oh, no, I know I'm, I got you on on Wobbly oh, Street, but I couldn't get you to. Fall. You talking about when you fought when you fought uh, Roy Nelson? Yeah, dude, He's such uh, a badass. Fighting? I'm, I'm thinking of Overeem knocked him out with that knee. Oh, oh right. yeah, Grant, it was a fucking knee. Yeah, when, when and Derek Lewis. No, no, he won't beat he, Derek, he beat Lewis, Derek Lewis. Knocked out Derek. Then he lost Curtis, Curtis Blades. Blades. Okay, that makes Curtis sense. Curtis kept taking him down Olenek, in Australia. That makes sense. Justin Willis. Justin's tough. He, he's a gamer. He's a um, grinder. Yeah, my, I was uh, referring to that Alistair Overeem knee, which was, you know, that was the first, like, horrible knockout for him. That was tough, man. Stipe um, knocked him out. Stipe was more of a barrage. By the way, that? Stipe, I think Stipe has declined so rapidly. From the wars? He's he just, yes. When he fought Cormier, it's like, where's the jab? Where is this? Mm. Where the, you're standing in front it's of him. The, the first time, the first the time JDS he loses, fights that did him the in. first time he loses to Cormier, I'm like, why did you let the wrestler sock you up and knock you out? Yeah, right. in the clinch. And then the second time, he figures it out and starts body shotting him, and Cormier won't stop the liver shot, yeah. and he takes him out. But yeah. I go, but you took un all, all kinds of unnecessary punishment yep. 
you can't keep doing that. Then of course he fights Nganu again and gets not, it's like come on, yeah, man. Now, now, now they're they're thinking it's gonna be uh, Steve wow, versus Mitchell John Jones. Is just he's on just him like Brian, Brian, his team, by the way. I think John Jones takes that. They're, they're thinking Steve Bay John Jones next. When is when does he get the ankle bracelet off? I think he's gonna fight with the ankle bracelet. Did you see that? I think he's gonna throw head kicks with the ankle bracelet. Did you see that? that video? You see some triple A's falling yeah. out across the yeah. across the ring. Yeah, dude, yeah. That, that video of him. Oh wow! Uh, getting head, head, head button the, oh, the, the car. car. God, do you see head button the car? John Jones. When he got what? arrested for beating up his girl. Oh, yeah. you, know, you know she left him. Was she got in the Toyota? Did she really? She finally she left jumped him? in a Toyota Corolla and he wanted to take her out. Probably something like that, dude. Yeah, he yeah he got arrested. It's weird. Granted, those domestic violence charges, and you hear the kid asking security. I mean, look. It's horrible, but we uh, all know that women can push our buttons to the utmost degree. But you don't fucking talk. Well, hold on. Well, first never. of all, no, she, never, as far never. as I know, like no matter he what, asked for no, 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 no. You just you just like you know what? I'm gonna leave the house. Yeah. You're also gonna follow me and keep fucking with me the whole time yes. I'm leaving the home. Yeah. But I'm not gonna never. fucking touch you, especially if you're the toughest man on the planet. Yeah, dude. you know, all right. You just, you just can't do that, man. Only Sean Connery can. Yeah, yeah. Here, give him a little schmuck. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. he's just in that interview. Yeah, that's right. A little bit. Yeah, just straighten him out. And then. He was getting arrested and like there were a bunch of cops around him and he's like, he's like, I didn't do anything, I didn't do anything. And then they, they were like, listen, you gotta go sit in the back of the car. He starts hopping up and down and headbutts the fucking saying he hates him. And he was yeah. like, I challenge the five of you. you. Yeah. He's like, the five of you, come get this. Yeah. Start calling uh the cops yeah. are like, pussies. we know better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, That's not gonna happen. Hi, I'm I'm Joe Smith. Right. I'm here to get a pension. Yeah. And not have some fucking jacked up, pissed off, best in the world fighter yeah. kick the shit out of me. I'm also Joe Smith with a taser. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to grab it. That's yeah. not going to go. I'm going to get a baton right here too, buddy. I, and I, a part of me is- I feel know, like Matt Mitrione uses a taser as a sex toy. That's what I thought. That was a really good chance. That's been in my bedroom <laughs> before. There's a good chance yeah. that's in my bedroom. Yeah. You know, throw that out there. there's a Oh, you know, there is a toy, by the way, that has multiple tips that's all about like static electricity I'm shocking. Out. I'm out. Uh -huh. My dick does not agree with that. I mean, I'm not into we, it. Yeah. Unless I'm using it. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> if I'm not getting fucking like hey. rubbed on the carpet and shocked by yeah, this fucking yeah, thing yeah, in my sure. dick, then I'm okay. I'm proud of the shit out of Kayla. Who's RC? Who's RC with these? That's Ryan Clark. That's Ryan Clark. He, we're, we're rookies together. Who's the He's a fight fan, but he was a uh, Pittsburgh Steeler great. Are they just doing um, the goatees? They he should would, just line him up? We were both undrafted free agents with the Giants. Yeah, he's a and stud. From, from LSU. Why did you get drafted? Why did I? Why did I not? Yeah, because um, you're all Big Ten, yeah? Yeah. How did you not were get you, drafted? Were you D-tackle at that time? I was D-tackle, yeah. How did you yeah. not get drafted? And I ran a, I ran a 481 at 295. Nuts. Um, you, your chubby face at 295? Oh, I, I would love to see oh, that. Oh, shit. My rookie year, I was so fat. <laughs> Pull it up, Chan. <laughs> I've seen this What a beautiful was, baby boy. Yeah, he <laughs> is. He is bad. thick. Yeah. Um, like, I, I didn't get drafted probably because I was Bryce Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. I was a problem. He's a big fan. Wait, it's like NFL. 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 Gi Giants. And, uh, Matt Bidjohn, NFL Giants rookie pick. Yeah. Oh, you'll see it. His um, face is. It's uh, good to see that Joe one? up no. here, man. No, you look fit Love it. Love it. 275. Love you, Joe. Keep going. I'll tell you. Yeah, Joe's back, yeah. Uh, back. You can't do that. Oh, hey, sorry. by the way, I was 71 in high school. Were you really? Yes, I was. Yeah. And you know who else was? Who's Santana that? Dotson. Really? Talking about Tampa earlier, weren't we? Too, yeah. 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 Um, keep going. It'll go. It'll come up here. Where's Greg Hardy? Everywhere. Oh, uh, that's okay. Oh, it's my not, Travis Brown eye. It's all MMA my stuff. My Travis Brown eye. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. I'm so proud Brown of that. <laughs> um, I don't see where it is now. Yeah, it's all MMA. Yeah, it is all MMA. All my, my NFL life is all done now, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's all done. It's not there anymore. Oops. 
Interesting. That was us. Did you see us down there facing yeah, off, Brendan? Yeah, that, so that, that picture with you with the Vikings, it's like, that's too, that's too nice. Yeah. It's like, no, this is my, this goes on my MySpace profile. Yeah, you did look like it. goes on your Friendster. Long hair. Your that hair was, was long. Yeah. Practice. Oh, look at me all smiley and, hey. oh, I'm friendly hey. as I run these bleachers. Right? <laughs> Trying to do a little something, you know? Isn't it funny, like, when it's you so look at pictures from how long up. ago that was, man? Oh, like, I know. I mean, hell, you, how long you been in the fight game, man? 70 years yeah it seems like it um my first fight was at 19 years old um so you're 25 years yeah good god brother you see that math good math That's on you know the, 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 the university did good i'm saying who says common it? core doesn't help <laughs> <laughs> i wonder what kind of wild shit he's saying right now he, right now he's probably going all off. i want to know is that the grays and the lizard men yeah. combined and they <laughs> have decided <laughs> that they're going to take Ukraine because they're going to use those nuclear reactors to launch the spaceships. There's this flat. I'm out. And throws a mic on the ground. <laughs> and Eddie somewhere smiles. Yeah, Eddie's like, excellent. <laughs> Pays him $5,000 for a bonus. Uh, but anyways, uh, listen, if you're looking for uh, the best stuff in below-the-waist hygiene, you got to hit up my friends at Manscaped. That's right. They're turning men's shower dreams into their favorite routine with the all-new Ultra Premium Collection. This is an all-in-one hygiene skin and hair bundle. It's designed to upgrade the every man's shower routine from head to freaking toe. Your skin, your hair, your balls deserve this. Save by Michael big. Irvin would buy it. He'd definitely buy it. That guy would buy it, too. Uh, <laughs> save big by going to manscaped.com for 20% off hey, Chuck. and free shipping with the code CFC. Step one, lather on the on cologne infused ultra premium body wash. Step two, it's a hair care time. Apply the two-in-one shampoo. Uh, step four, you have tattoos or dry skin. Cool. Let's hit your skin with some hydrating body moisturizer spray. Oh, I like how the camera okay, is trying I'm to not find mad tits. at her. Oh, yeah. that's, um, oh God, he used to date Carol G. Anyways, the Elite Trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. This is an all-new bundle. Change your life and want all the viewers and listeners of Cowboys' Fight Club to live their best lives, man. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code CFC at manscaped.com. That's 20%, 20% off. and free shipping? Dude, and free shipping. Right. Master. <laughs> that's the code CFC at manscaped.com. It's time to get wet and clean with a new Manscaped shower routine. So with these clippers, right? Yeah. If I use the on my coin, you know what? It's yeah. basically like those little those little deals for taking pills off of sweaters. It's yeah. kind of like that. Yeah, it's got well, the guard on it. And so everything. I'm saying, so if I, so if I use this nuts. clipper on, on my coin purse, like I'm not gonna get like the little like little cuts no. on my nuts. No, and no, no. Like he's that, all that's the worst, dude, dude. I'll put it on my face. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I'll do both. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what? It's straight nuts to face. That's my face. That's the face. Face to nuts. That's how good. I don't care. I mean, there's a I don't there's a light on it. Although the stuff in the face is gonna dull those blades quicker. Then your little, little yeah, rosy, little, rosy yeah, reds right. down below. Yeah, you're right. That's the way it yep. goes. Yeah, I think right. that's the worst. Like once you like you, you shave your junk and then like you start smashing all of a sudden your dick's like ah oh, burning. Yeah, it's like yeah. God, the worst. Yeah, it's not. I, good. I think that has nothing to do with the manscape. It's a chlamydia that's, again. Yeah, isn't generally. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, <laughs> it's chlamydia. That's that UTI you've just yeah, inherited. My kids are like, Dad, did you really just say chlamydia yeah, again, Dad? Could have called it the clap. Right? Could call it that. You know, that's how it goes sometimes. yeah, lovely times. <laughs> Josh, what do you th- what do you think happens with uh, Francis and Ghana? Are you aware of what's going on with him? So he, so he's, he's the heavyweight champ, right? He, and now he's, he's trying to McGregor this. And you know when I talk about McGregor, going back to something, um, I say the 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 most beneficial thing about Connor was him fighting the contra- contractual elements so that he could go out and box. Mm-hmm. That opened up a lot of doors for us potentially. Um, and the boxing model pays way better than the UFC model, for not sure. because. It's not just about the amount of money that's available. It actually is 
they're leveraging their earning potential against ticket sales, pay-per-view sales, in a way that the UFC generally it doesn't allow. Mm-hmm. It's not that the money doesn't exist. It's just that the fighter in the boxing model is able to access it. But now, it's also two different models though, right? Because boxing, you have two fighters who make the line share of the money and the rest card gets paid well, shit. Uh, trust me. UFC, the, the, it's top to bottom. Uh, sort cards, of. You know, right? so like when the argument is UFC fighters need to be paid more, I'm like, actually, the starting off guys are making great money for uh-huh. what they're doing. And I, and I would say, Until my argument themselves. is, right, the UFC probably spends more money on lower level fighters than, the mon- than those fighters ever bring the UFC directly. 100%, for sure. 100%. And so, it's not all bad. No. Now, I'm not a fan of the UFC contracts scenario, but they didn't create it. They're just basically, it's a WWE contract, which I would know because I manage athletes in WWE also. Oh, you do? So it's, it's a... Is it a similar contract? Well, somewhat. Actually, the WWE's one is a little better, to be really honest. interesting. But um, it's, it's a totalizing contract, and that's the, the, the argument against it. Totalizing mm-hmm. meaning it's a monopoly. Well, right? no, not that it's a monopoly. It's just that, the one, unless you have enough leverage to create any bargaining posture, there's not much you can do about it. Mm. Number two, uh, it covers every aspect of, of compensation. Now, in some sense, it, it has, you could say it's improved or it's gotten worse. And the fact that they've got what's called a 360 deal, which also includes merchandising and things like that. Yeah. But that the main thing about it is that why people will complain about some guy making X amount of money going from, like, like let's say McGregor going from the this to the boxing. You have to understand, one, he didn't just box Joe Schmo. He boxed the most. The greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah he boxed yeah. Floyd Mayweather. So, of course, it's a different scenario but altogether. also remember the ufc was in cahoots with that they were a business yeah, partner right with mcgregor right. and so he didn't and, go off on his own that's also somewhat acceptable in my opinion right so if if the ufc is going to get a five or ten percent cut on the end of that yeah okay then you'll lease them out they deserve and, and, it. and i think and they deserve it they could especially if they're promoting the bout as well because right. when their athlete goes and competes somewhere else it's still an advertisement for them, yep. Like it makes yeah, it's sure. making everybody, and that, that's why I really money. hope and Francis comes to terms with the UFC because he's going to get that Fury fight. I'm telling you, he's going to get that Fury. He's fight. He's going to get killed. It's a tough fight for him. I think Fury's the best. I mean, of his, all his time. hands are are heavy as all shit, but Fury is going to be out of the way. Yeah, not Deontay, Deontay Wilder's hands were heavy, and he yeah. beat the well, right, shit. right. He's like well, a Deontay's right hand. It. Maniac, right. and yet couldn't couldn't really get it going. Couldn't yeah. touch him really, yeah. except for that first fight. So, but so I think I want Francis to sign. A, by the way, super fucking impressive that you got to uh, <clears throat> go out there and call Showtime Boxing before. I was yeah. like, how dope part of me was like, God damn it, Sean, <laughs> motherfucker! I would have loved this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and and by the way, back to when uh, how I was talking about people always trying to put us against each yeah. other. You fucking got up on stage and done stand up. Yeah, yeah. I don't have the guts to do that. Yeah. Oh, dude. And people can like run their mouth whatever they and want. And it's like yeah, big it's audiences, like, but, not yeah. like little kid but, audiences. But whether whether big. you get a chance to complain or to cheer rah, 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 yeah. you fucking went up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've no, never no, done no. it. Yeah. And so part of me is like, you can say whatever you want about whether you think he's funny or not. Yeah. Uh, I ain't got to talk shit. I can't yeah. say fucking dick all. Yeah. That dude's balls are bigger than mine no, I in this area. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't have I don't have the courage. I I the first time I ever went on stage to do anything other than like fight or present or like do um, commentary or anything of that nature was my buddy Carl Sanders, who's the main dude behind this band called Nile, this death metal band. Mm-hmm. He literally calls me out in the middle of the audience, spotlights me, and says, "Oh, he's going to come up and sing Black Seeds of Vengeance with us." Oh, I'm shit. like, 
okay so they fucking grab me before the song's gonna go on no time and to get i'm like yeah. i'm losing my shit my yeah. i'm getting sweaty as fuck my right. heart's going crazy and and I'm the just biggest thinking, fights in the world and yeah. i'm thinking oh my god my throat's gonna close up and i'm not gonna be able to say anything right. like i'm just gonna get up there and squeak and everyone's gonna be like what the fuck why is he here and and i tell carl afterwards i go that was one of the most fucking nerve-wracking moments in my entire life and he goes what you go out there and fight grown-ass men right. i go different That's, not Different the same thing tool, yeah uh -huh. how'd you do though okay the first time the second time i fucking killed it yes. yeah but the first Experience. time was like oh my god <laughs> yeah this is gonna be uh, watch my fly will open my dick will <laughs> pop out at its worst moment it's all like turtling and it's gonna be yeah. everything you've ever dreaded in your entire life your dick's never been so small when wrapped, you're wrapped up into one little discreet yeah. one little nice package yeah and so people will say shit i'm like Brennan Schaub's got more balls than me. For sure. Because if motherfuckers gone up there and called fucking, he did stand up and went up there and killed, died, didn't matter. Yeah. He fucking and like, did it. And yeah. on top of that, like he did that, but also like went on stage with like, with like uh, Coco and, and, and Callan. He had and, to follow and, and, yeah, like, other fucking like, guys. These fucking names, follow, you know? Like, like, yeah, like last, that, last how night do you I had do to that? follow some monsters at the uh, Laugh no, Factory. And you know what? Yeah. And, and I've said the same to Tate. I should have went because I didn't do anything. Tate Fletcher, like, you know, he's gone up there and done, hey, Cheers, oh, cheers to fucking Brendan. Master. Thanks. Hey, Love you, man. Cheers to Brendan. Good job, brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've always loved you, man. From a distance, even though people think we hate each other. That's all right. At least seven inches away is fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, this fight was supposed to be Dos Anjos versus Fazeev. Fazeev tested hot for COVID. Ah, uh, bummer. And so he's out. Hope he's okay. Yeah. Hope he's okay. Oh, we found out on Aerial's show. Found out live on the oh, show. Oh, okay. really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, See, oh, I got to get back into I got to bring some McCorkle love into here at some point. I fucking love that dude. Oh, Sean McCorkle, you are a fucking brilliant little dude. piece of shit. Dude, his, he's so witty. It's like, he it's, is it's funny just as like fuck. that. Dude. What's he do I, now? Uh, lives a dream. It doesn't matter. He yeah, out yeah, he doesn't matter. He'll figure it out. That yeah. guy, you can't keep him down. Oh, he's a cockroach, man. For yeah, sure. Yeah, really? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Where does he live? He lives out in the, in the middle of nowhere in Indiana. I is think he, he has like 20 acres. Uber driver in Indiana. <laughs> he's he's got to be, dude. He's, he's <laughs> such a trip, man. Like, what's he do? Uh, I, I honestly I don't even know. I talk to him every once in a while. Like, I'll hit him up. Like, you, hey, yeah, man. that motherfucker will always land on his feet. Oh, for sure, dude. Like, and he's like, he's like genuinely like a concerned person. Like, he like cares about. Like, yes. Like, and like I think he feels like the fight game like really abandoned him and kind of left him behind which i no, i didn't appreciate any of the nuance about oh, sean oh, and then the great. deeper level of who he was as a person he didn't give a fuck yeah well, the fight fight game is very black and white of yeah. course it is it's very black and white. Well, all, it, i mean all professional sports is the nfl is yeah, very black and, white. And, and you got you got more black and white over time yeah more black and white over time yeah it's a Cause business because corky came around at the time they wanted to have personalities and like and for some Can't reason like more of a personality than corky holy shit dude he's so money like and the stuff he would say would be just golden like like I remember we were doing like the, the Metro Minute and then it started turning into the McCorkle Metro yes. Minute and I was like dude I can't, I can't have you on I can't compete with you dude like he's so good and like he would have these jokes that I would never have the balls why, to say why doesn't he do something with it um, I think that that's a good question actually um, you know I think that he would be he's always talking to me about hey let's do some writing let's write some stuff and like you go on stage and like do whatever he wants me to be the, the, the does he have the, stage fright or something um, I think he's got really bad back issues man bad but bad. you just have to st you can you sit, can sit like Mark Mayer um, he could sit like Mark dude, I'm, I'm telling you like he is he is probably one of the wittiest people I've ever he is and, he's, and he's fucking I wrote him a he had a fight do something with it. in Brutal. Seattle coming up and I go hey if you want me to help you set up a fucking uh, an after party for this I know I have all these connections I'll do this and later on in life he goes 
yeah, I, I didn't know that that was really you. I thought it was just some bullshit. And yeah, you were I just ignored it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, if you, but if you want to try Stam, I get them gigs in Indiana. I, well, I always I tell know people all too. I go like, no one wants venues. to be me. Trust me. It's yeah. only going to be like, no one's trying to pretend to be Josh Barnett. Yeah. They're like, nah, not fucking interested. Yeah. There's, there's way better fucking, there's way, way better uh, playoffs than that. He, um, he's, uh, so, so, you know, uh, Makachev asked to take this fight on short notice because he just uh, beat up Bobby yes, Green. Yes, Bobby Green. And then I guess the UFC offered to him, then he, he didn't take it. No way, really? Oh, yeah, so really? then Dana White, Dana White was like, he has to fight Dariush next because he turned this yeah. down. That's okay. a great way to get in the, in, the, in, the, in the shit house real quick. Yeah, if you put it out there. Oh, wow. Because he, 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 he was getting on his back fight. right away. He was going to be the next title. Ah, nice. Dos Anjos. Showing that experience. Dude, Dos Anjos came skill. around. Like, he fell off a little bit and all of a sudden just boop. Dude, he, he's fought probably the toughest schedule as far as uh, competition goes. He's fought Such a ever. Guy. A nice ever. little foot sweep would have helped him. And there. it was at 55 and 70, pushing right? into him. You take all that energy, driving him to the fence. Nice little foot sweep would have put Moicano potentially. Dude, right I, on his I back. love Dos Anjos. He's the only guy when I fought Noguera in Brazil. He's the only Brazilian that would take me to certain spots where they wouldn't poison my you food. You fought Noguera in Brazil. In Ataro. Yeah. Dude, wait till you hear I this. I wanted story. a rematch with that guy so bad. You beat him, right? Uh, once. Yeah. And, then, and then they gave him what I would call a. Gimme decision the second mm -hmm. time. Where was that at? Japan. Oh. Yeah. I really feel like it was like uh, that's not -uh, that dude didn't beat me that yeah. time. But you know what? My my argument guys. is always this, and it's to my fighters too. Up. If I don't finish you, then whatever happens, out of my hands. Mm -hmm. Yep. So whether it be bad, good, neutral. Yep. Nothing. I did. didn't do my job yeah. by taking him out. Yeah. There's a story. I don't know if it's. Oh, oh shit. That could have been oh, bad. Oh, that would have hurt. Yep. Nice. Um, two inches follow lower. Up this too. Thing's over. There's a story that I don't know if Brendan wants to say on air or not about a sponsorship that came about when he fought Noguera in, in Brazil. Oh, no. I'll tell the story. It had oh, to be dude. acai. Oh, dude. This shit was bananas. <laughs> I did have bony acai. It's either, it's either acai. I got acai's, it from Belfort's dad. It's either. It's either going to be acai's or brothels. It's either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was a brothel. No, it was uh good shot. A, a, oh, a, nice. A, apparently, Noguera's tied to this soccer team out there. They call it football, I guess, but we call it soccer. He's tied to this soccer team. So I was the favorite going in the fight. And the night before the fight, my uh, Amal Easton, who's uh, fluent in Portuguese, this, these, this guy, guy. Yeah, Jesus yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, he's who I got my black belt from. Um, this businessman sat down with him in Portuguese. Like, I don't speak Portuguese, clearly. And then uh, Amal goes, okay, they're going to give you, I think it was 50 or 80 grand in cash. And when you knock Noguera out, you got to put on this jersey, and it's the rival team's jersey. I go, cool, give me the jersey. So they give me the jersey. You said cool in Brazil? Yeah. I said, cool, give me the jersey. They go, Even okay. Mitrion knows that's a fucking I, well, I didn't know. <laughs> I just wanted the cash. You know, at the time, I need the I, cash. He had smarter than he looks. Yeah. Trust me. So Friday night before the fight, I'm in my uh, hotel room in Brazil in Rio, and uh, these two henchmen, like, you know, dark arts dudes come to the room. They type in the code. Probably buddies of mine. Yeah, probably. You probably know him. You probably <laughs> leg locked him. He, he, they typed in the code, put the money in, and then told my coach, was like, when he wins, we'll call and give you the code. If he loses, we're going to come get the money. So they put like 80 grand in cash in the thing. So I'm like, sweet, that's my money, man. I'm going to destroy this dude. Obviously, it didn't go that way. I'm all concussed by my, my fucking hotel room after the fight. My dad's in there. These two mafia henchmen knock on door. Goes sorry for your loss. Beep boop boop. Take the cash. <laughs> but, and then and then they said something. I'm like, what they say? He goes. They said you could keep the jersey. It's like okay, cool, cool. Yeah, right, right on. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, thanks for the jersey. <laughs> I think my dad framed the jersey. By the way. Yeah. Brendan, welcome to the real fight world. Yeah, right? Yeah. This well, is the one I grew up in. This is the one I grew up in. 
Those are pride days a little bit for you? Yeah, sitting at the top of a, in a private room at the top of this building in Tokyo in a Chinese restaurant, completely surrounded by Yakuza and other officials and being told, oh, you and Bob, the church, the, 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 your outfits at the, the weigh-ins or the press conferences, that's unacceptable. You look, you look sloppy. We're going to take you out. You got to take them out to go get suits. Okay. I'm assuming Bob Sapp. Good luck yeah. getting that guy a suit. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh, they get, there's they a spot. Oh, what? I'm sure. Sakuza has anything. Sakuza's right. big and tall in Tokyo. I mean, the biggest and tall. Yeah. <sighs> they, they suit up sumos. Oh, And shit. so me and Bob go. They build him a suit from scratch. They give me, they set me up in off the, off the rack Versace's. Yeah. Sick. Tailor us up. Yeah. And so when we come back to our next pot, uh, our next uh, press. press conferences, we look fucking legit. Right. And, would, and so Ramp, Rampage talked about they would give him a briefcase of cash sure. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Just get, get, leave a briefcase and they'd be like, all right, thanks. That could happen. That's <laughs> that could happen. Yeah, you know what's interesting is none of the Pride guys really talk about it. Yeah. Like, it's like this Pride was fight still club. Great we, we, it's like this the, fight the club thing. thing. Though, like, yeah. you don't, like, we, between the three of us, we have all kinds of shit oh, in yeah. our lives that we're just like, nah, keep it to the best. It's not for public consumption. Yeah. It's not the way it's been, meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just it. Uh-huh. And... Look, the, the carnival roots of professional fighting, wrestling, all these things, they're, they're still there. Yeah. And I've never had a bad experience dealing with the underside of these things because they generally have a lot of high respect for fighters, especially ones for that warriors. show yeah. you know, gumption yeah. and, and will. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I'm not trying to get involved in that kind of stuff. No, I'm not yeah, trying to be not. Uh, no, like no, no, some no. part of the underworld. But... No, so I, someone sent me this uh, documentary, like, you got to talk about this on the show. You got to highlight this. And it was into the the promoter for, like, Fury and and Connor and Till, like, this guy who had this. You're thinking, no, I don't. He has, like, <laughs> yeah, he has, like this, you know, mafia background. I'm like, oh, oh, no, I want no part of this, dude. This isn't what I do. I'm not changing whether you talk no, about it or not. I, like, this is my dude, fucking deal. I, I like, like these guys. Dude. I'm out. Yeah. I want nothing to do so with it. So last time we came up here, uh, it was during the Super Bowl. And we ended up uh, going out after after the show, <clears throat> and we ended up r- running with this uh, really connected dude in an Asian mob. And um, did you guys go out with Brian? And you, were you shilling? This is uh, this is after this is after Brian split. Okay, so like we went to like some some joint, had a couple beers with Brian. Um, I think he had a glass of Chardonnay. Yes, that's Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, and so so we so uh, that split off, and then we ended up at this club with this Asian mob, and these dudes are all all inked up, like full like to their jawline, their skulls are tattooed, um, everything across the board. Yakuza style. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it's like my opponent, Marcin yeah, Van Poland. For sure. Um, and then so we get we get the spot. The, the club closes. I don't know two o'clock, three o'clock, something like that. And then we end up at this um, after hours karaoke bar that was just popping, dude. And it was like it was jumping. I have an idea where this is. Do you really? <laughs> it was jumping so hard, and I was like, "You guys were out all night." Oh, dude, it was. Dude, there's it was a, a karaoke go. bar. It was a go. I'm, I left this izakaya in this mall. Yeah, <laughs> to go to the bathroom. You had to go outside. Yeah, and I'm like, why are there? all these fucking women in like hoochie outfits just walking around this place. This is you weird as shit. This is a mall. And then on the way on out, you know we walk past this this uh, karaoke spot that has private rooms. Yeah, There's giant posted up signs everywhere like, no prostitution. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen these girls coming in and out and I go, 
Uh, <laughs> we, we might have been to the same spot. Yeah, no one, I don't think anyone reads English. Yeah. Seems yeah. really prostitute heavy. Yeah. Seems really prostitute. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We might have been in the same spot. So check this out. I got a story for you about about the the. We were in Cancun. It was my buddy's fortieth uh, birthday party. He had us come down. There was like I think four of us were down there. Five of us. And we go down there and um, and the first night we're walking around in this club and uh, he picks up a couple of different hookers. Where's right? this at? This is in Cancun. Oh, he yes. must be pretty strong to do that. So I do. He yeah. he's, he's a massive dude. So he picks up a couple of hookers, right? And he's like carrying them on his shoulders and he's walking out, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, so he goes in there and, he, and he, they, they smash whatever. And then the next morning, he calls up the credit card company and he cancels his credit card. And he's like, hey, it got stolen. I didn't do this. It was like four G's or something like that in and 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 night. Like for like partying. So did he stiffed, did he buy Tijuana? He four G's in Tijuana. So yeah, he cancels the credit card. Oh, so that, that's like Manscaped ball. So we're yes. so we're there. Well, you know, this is like Manscaped 5.0 yeah, whatever. So that we're comes out. so that's we're supposed to be idea. there for four days, right? So the second day. He does the same damn thing again, again. And so the third night, I was like, dude, I can't be around you. You're going to get shot. I cannot be around you. The cartel runs that, yeah? uh Uh-huh. So the third day, and he's a a big dude. He does not not blend in any crowd. And so we're we're going out there, and and all of a sudden, this really fly chick comes up, and she's like, hey, big fella. Hey, blah, blah, blah. Why don't you come over here? We're going to be partnering over there. I was like, day. You think some random, really pretty chick walks up to you and brings you, like, tells you to go to some spot for no reason? Like, you're going to get... That's no, that. That's I'm, that indie. I'm not that's going. That's that Indianapolis <laughs> like, fucking mindset I'm, right there. I'm not I would going. Say common sense. I was like, I was yeah, like I'm not. Indie. I'm not going with you, man. Like, absolutely. If you guys go, that's your fault. I'm not in that, dude. They got locked in a room. They got locked in a room for like 36 hours. He deserves it. And they were deserve oh, they, it. They had, to, they had to have like four different people up to wire money. In by the way, plus by juice. the way, like eight, ripping off, <laughs> ripping Hotel? off a stripper is fucking low. Agreed. Oh, dude, That's a, dude low. a prostitute in Tijuana. Oh, dude, you know she oh, needs the money, dude. Oh, you know it. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was, when he did, Low. I was like, I, I, I was like, uh, dude, I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't go. Where are you from? Right now. Where, by Denver, the way, where are you Denver from? Denver originally. You're from. You're a Denver kid. Yeah, Denver. Like, actual Denver. Aurora. You seem like an Arvada guy. Oh, okay, I'll take that. But I see what you're saying there. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, thanks for the backhanded like, compliment. Okay, well, yeah, no, no, Aurora. you're not coming back on my show. No, no, <laughs> no Aurora. You're like, oh, no, I'm just like uh, fucking Chili's and, and yeah, Arvada. Uh, yeah, way to go. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, my lady. My lady is very. My lady's from Evergreen. Oh really? Oh, Evergreen's nice, Evergreen. man. Uh, even Evergreen right next to Lilton, and where uh, Lauren was coaching. Uh, Lauren. Well, now Lauren's the strength yeah. coach for the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. Evergreen yeah. is next to fuck. Uh, I can't recall. There's Evergreen. like another. It's like 7,400 elevation. Uh, Evergreen, Colorado. Chin, can you bring on a map? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, it's really this, nice up there. Well, well, uh, why, is beautiful. This, why is this oh, a five round fight? Oh, I've been oh, there many times. I've met, I've, I've met her fucking parents. Oh, I've this met is, oh, it's, you're on the full. It's gorgeous. Yeah, why you go to Little Bear, fight? all that fucking that, area. Why Little is this Bear, a five Colorado? round fight? It's a five round fight because uh, Dos Anjos uh, is a stud. They, but they were it was originally planned for a five round fight before. Uh, what, it was Fazeev. not a title fight, and it wasn't the main. I know, event, but it's it? supposed to be on a fight. Honestly, night, right card, now, Dos Anjos also got canceled twice. Yeah, it got canceled. He's been and then such they the driver's this. seat this whole fight. Oh, for sure. Oh, he's, he's been he's been he's been doing a hell of a job. People were really upset. There's that double wrist lock. You'll know that, Mitrione. Oh no, let me see the map, Chin. Where's it at on the maps? On the maps. Yeah, Evergreen. That's it. That looks. Oh, that's not. Maybe that's not it. Uh, no, those are like pictures. Scroll down, Chin. Uh, yeah, go, click on that one. It looks like we're going to be able to see it. Evergreen. I mean, it's right outside Denver. About uh-huh. 30 or 40 minutes. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, right in the mountains. There's a fucking lake out there. Uh, you ever think about leaving LA? Oh, yeah. 
I want to go back to Washington. I say, you and also, I want to split time between Evergreen and Washington for me to look after skiing. my mom and look after her mom. That's cool. You know, to me, it's very important that you, you, you respect and you take care of your elders because they did so much for you when you weren't Agree. capable. Agree. So do, it, do the same when, when they get in their elder years. And look after all these things. You know, I'm really you. You do a great job about your parents. Like you involve your parents oh, in yeah. a lot. Like yeah, yeah. like you become successful, and it's 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 never been you've be, you've become less. You become more humble the more successful you become, which is a very unique situation. I think a stand up stand up so hard to do. Like my mom, I flew her in on yesterday, and she came here today. Came to the studio, and she started crying. Yeah. She's like, look at all you've built, and start crying. She's like, and she's never told me this. Well, you ever. know, part of this has she's to like, do. I can't believe I imagine you did this. The fact that I said, well, let's relax. We're only at one hundred thirty thousand subscribers. Yeah, you you get you get humble by realizing how much effort it takes to get to this point, mm. and how quickly it could be gone. It can be gone very yes. fast. And then, well, I, shit, but, you but got also, two really good friends that had it gone just like that. Correct. And also, but stand up so tough. Like I don't have time. It is tough. It's so tough. And like my special's coming out, so I have to write a new hour. So it's like. It's so challenging and takes all my effort. As far as like, you know, I don't listen to social media. I don't listen to naysayers. I don't have time for it. Oh, I've, just, been, I've been I getting go, bombarded man. with people who hate you yeah. from yeah. from tweets and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not paying attention to this shit. Yeah. Like, it, but, it's, but it's just I like everyone it, wants man. to either love you or hate you. But to me, and I've always explained to my fighters, it's the same thing. Loving it's your being loved yeah. or being hated is an emotional response. Just, don't be indifferent towards me. That's all yeah. I care about. Yeah, no, yeah, that, yeah. People that's, that's don't care. You you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. If you oh. have an opinion, you're screwed. I think don't wow. try to go in for a shot, huh? I got yeah, it kind of looked like that. Moicano stopped, took his own shot, off balanced him, but uh, Dos Anjos is really he's hey, working jabs. behind his jab, hey, and he's being really patient. Moicano took it on short notice, man. It's tough, dude. Especially five rounds, man. I think that the physique fight would have been so fucking nice. Low kick. The low kick is doing doing good for him, but oh, he's getting touched a bunch right now. He needs to stay behind the legs. Just and then when Moicano steps up with the shots, yes, go to the takedown. You know, go to the takedown. I was gonna say, I think Brendan, with you, you've been in two extremely humbling careers, right? Like fighting, like for, uh, we were talking about Connor, right? Yeah. Connor was getting out on uh, Habib to start and then he got, or Nate Diaz, yeah. was getting out on Nate and then started and got a little too cocky and got, got done right. up. I was getting out on uh, Ben Rothwell and I got cocky, I got taken down, mm-hmm. right? And I, I, got, I got choked. Like, I think there's so many things that our sport is so Oh, head oh, kick. Whoa, 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 whoa. That head kick land that we were talking about. Oh, shit. That head under kick the, Oh, it's over. Back of the head. Under, oh, it's over. It's, oh, over. it's over. He's wobbling him. He's oh, wobbling him pretty good. Uh, if he can get to his guard and... Uh, I might have hurt uh, now. Uh, he, he didn't hit the back uh, of the head. Hard that was to say. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Might be at the end of it now. Um, anyway, so it's all instantly humbling, right? And it happens just like that. That um, with I fighting, think, yeah, yes, uh, but also in, in 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 comedy, right? He's he's on. Oh, he's bad. News. Oh, he's he's hurt quite yeah, quite he well. Know, he's yeah, not yeah, no, well. he's really hurting. And RDA he's just shouldn't on, have jumped on. back in those guard. No, he should not. That guy's on autopilot. He's letting him rest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but but with with fighting, you there's you get humbled very. Um, What's well, physically humbled? Right? Physically humbled, it's also very embarrassing. It's easier right? to figure it out. It's hard to figure out if you got humbled on stage. It's yeah. not though, because it's pretty black no. and white. Because if when you go on stage, they're either laughing or they're not. Yeah, like, last true. night to follow monsters. But can you and can like, you figure out why they're not laughing sometimes though? It, it, yeah. Sometimes it's the the rearrangement be? of words. Sometimes it's the topic. Sometimes in L.A., like why do you want to even get into stand up? I've always wanted to do it. I grew really up, like, okay. My mom. That, that that's one thing I was talking about. Me and my mom are talking about today. Like. 
you know, she, me and her to watch Saturday Night Live every Saturday, and she was always the one that believed in me to do stand-up. So she was, like, really the main driver. That's and then, you know, you know, coming to L.A. and meeting Brian and then Rogan, you know, pushing me into it. So now, it was perfect. Now, you on your own, right? Because I remember when you were like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this podcast. We're, we're going to call it this. Yeah. And I was like, who's Callan? Who's yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I met him because I was a coach on The Ultimate Fighter, and they brought Brian in to make the kids laugh. Ah. And then I was Trevor I just did? moved to L.A. Uh, Nate Markart brought Brian in. They okay. met once, and he was like, hey, the kids... Nate Markhart, fantastic fucking fighter, <laughs> crazy. Legend. I watched him. By the way, though, you know, and not trying to be offensive to the other dude, but Nate Markhart's beating Genki Sudo, I believe it is, and then whoever's coaching him at the time tells him to see some dumbass shit and gets armbarred. I'm like, are you even here? You talking about Markhart? Tell me, Nate. Yes, and were, Pancras. Were you Pancras champ when Nate yes. was out there too? Uh, no. Well, sort of. Sort like of, Nate, right? Nate, So it's funny because... Didn't they call him the king of pancreas? Well, here's the thing. So yes. I've been the one person to be like, Nate Markhart's not the king of pancreas. Uh -huh. He's a weight class champion of pancreas. And they're mm -hmm. like, oh, he's a seven time. I go, no, he's never been the king of pancreas because the king of pancreas is an open weight title. Everything uh, else is a weight class title. Oh. And so I'm, I'm the one guy sitting back being like, uh, no, yeah, no. I'm not trying to diss the dude because he's fucking sick and I mm. love watching him fight. It's not about that though. It's what I'm like, just, he did not fight open yeah, weight. Yeah, yeah. And you can't be the king of pancreas if you're not fighting the open, open weight, weight title. You know, yeah. You're not fighting Boss Rudin, not fighting fucking Funaki and Suzuki. Yeah, and Boss Ken Shamrock. Be considered the king, yeah. He was the king of pancreas. He, he was the king, was he? yeah. Yeah, he was the original king. Yeah, me, you know, Nate's Boss, and Funaki are, I think, tied with mo most defenses as king of pancreas. Oh, geez. Are you really? Yeah. That's dope, dude. Yeah. That's dope. But, you, know, uh, you know Nate's still fighting. Yeah, oh, he's training true, down true. in Florida. But, but you know, his, his win over Tyron Woodley was like, oh shit. Oh, he like, Mortal oh, Kombat. That's Mortal Kombat, yeah. dude. Yeah, it was. He it was, it was brutal. Champ and brutal. UFC. No, Nate, Nate and, and the thing that'll kill me about Nate is like, I watch him and go, you're such a sick grappler too, but you oh, won't amazing. fucking employ it. I know, he never does. You it. won't employ it. He's and I, it's like, high level black It's just like, what are you doing? Super high level No, he's really sick. And he lost one fight to a Carlson Gracie guy. I can't remember his name. He was he in was Pankers? no IFC okay which no one watching this knows about yeah but uh, it was a guy that was from um, Diaz's uh, Gracie coach oh, why can't I okay. remember him um, boom he was a Stockton dude or Stockton or Sacramento or from that area so this guy from the say he was training with Nate and Nick and all that this guy beat Nate Markhart in this fight through control metrics, whereas Nate's going after submission on his back and going for everything, and, and the guy was oh, shutting him down and managed to beat like him. That. And then after that, it's like the submission aspect of Nate just really did, he didn't really, he wasn't chasing after he the stuff anymore. It. He got really into boxing. He got really into striking and boxing, but the thing is, he's got such a sick ground game I know. I know. That, that, you know, incorporating these things all together and making them blend, to me, would have made Nate Markhart a UFC champion. Agree. And, and then he talked about, you know, when he fought for the title, he fought Anderson Silva, and it was just the moment was too big. And it was and know, Anderson, Anderson. At, his, at his best. It's just so hard to deal with. If you can get him on this back, maybe you had a chance. Like Chael. But like, Chael. like Chael and also Travis Luter. Yes, that's right. But um, don't blow your nose. You know, Anderson at his best is fucking, oh, he's on, goat, on, on he's goat stuff, you on know. Real. What do you think of this YouTube stuff, Josh? You pay attention to it, like the Jake Paul stuff and Logan uh, Paul? I can appreciate the benefit that it's giving to other fighters. And the thing that gets left out of the dialogue is that um, Jake Paul is building up 
um, Amanda Serrano. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I go. No one else is. You know, and, he's doing a lot and for he's, other and he's people. He's battling Dana White, where he's not in business with him, so he can kind of release the hounds. Yeah, uh -huh. I mean, there's a, there's there's a few things paid. he said, and I'm like, I get where you're going, but you're fucking totally wrong. You don't get it. Like, there's things you're missing, really important key points. Yes. To um, economics that you just don't fucking understand. You know, I quit talking but about fighter pay. I quit. I used to be yeah, super advocate of it, but then. You know, I guess with the experience, she's getting older. I'm like, I don't know what I, I don't know their business. The thing about fighter I pay, as far as like I, I did a documentary with Bobby Razak about okay. about this stuff, and he asked me about the unions. I'm like, not a fan. I'm not. not I don't support. And I go, mm -hmm. well, why? I go, well, look, all this stuff is generally built around like um, fighter pay and all. These. I go, but the real, the only people that really are suffering under fighter pay are once you make it. Uh -huh. It's those are the actual like the main event, semi-main event, co-main like th those are the guys and gals that are the ones who are actually have the issue. Yes, everyone at the lower level, yeah. not at all. Care right the now. lower no, levels, they're, get, they're paid their work. And and, and uh, let me yeah. tell you, the way they took care of my boy Victor, his fights coming up, they're giving him free nutrition, meal plans, all this stuff. Oh, like wow. they're great. fucking doing great stuff for him. That's so I good. was so like blown away yeah i, I stopped hating on him for it because i was like yeah. i don't i don't know you know i don't live in their house i, I, have, I have no idea what what their overhead is you know mm -hmm. what it, what it costs their marketing all, i don't know their over i don't know that it, stuff yeah but and i've i played i've been on both ends i promote i've i've been i've been involved in promoting in, in the mma sense i run my own pro wrestling events i i'm involved in all kinds of stuff on both ends mm -hmm. so i understand where the costs come in where the margins are and to just simply say like, well, UFC makes a bunch of money, so X, Y, Z. It's like, that's really a stupid way of approaching yeah, it. Yeah, it's not as black and white as that. No, yeah. Yeah. it isn't. So I, I literally <clears throat> stopped going hard on the UFC about it. Um, we were talking about grappling, Nate Marquardt. There's, Nate, Nate, Nate is sick. There are two um, of my reason, favorite yeah, I mean, submissions my that I learned from watching videos of you. I never told you about these before. Was this one like the, the cock grab? Uh, no, I don't think. <laughs> Might be. Also, it's usually it's your teeth. I mean, it takes like a while. Football. It takes a while for that one to come to effect. Uh, like but when it does, career, also legal. Yeah, they're yeah. debilitated. <laughs> they they get real sleepy real yeah. fast. Um, it was um, it was you're in, you're, you're in crossbodies. You're in side control. Yeah. Crossbody on them, and um, you you switch to the backside. Like so, you you turn your back to him, so uh -huh. you're facing his legs, and you reach through the inside of his leg, hook his leg, and turn it into a hip lock. Yeah. And brought it in and, and and drove your shoulder down into it. And I was like, I was like, oh my god! I was like, that is such a dope submission because you did it in some catch tournament. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, that's so dope! And then like, so I, I started trying to hit him on people, right? But I realized you fished on the inside of his ankle versus the outside because he's strong enough to kick out if you do the outside of his ankle. But on the inside, you're he's going into your. Form. I think you're actually thinking about the reverse outside toehold. And what I'll do is I'll reach up and I get the outside of his in, the, his big toe. Yeah. And I lock my elbow and then drive it <laughs> sounds, into his own hip. Sounds awful. And then he tries to straighten it out and he can't. He can't. And it just makes it worse for him. Yeah. Sounds awful. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's incredible. It looked it was the dude like screwed like a pig. I mean, it's yeah, incredible. I bet. And then another one was you were uh, you were crossbody again, and um, you blocked his elbow with your right hand, and then you were starting to fish around, and he thought you were going for a kimura, and I think like and you, and you he was like he was proud of himself because he was like isolating he was he was protecting himself from you bringing his elbow your elbow across his face so he thought he was doing a good job, but that just fed into what you wanted to do. And then you trapped you trapped his wrist, you made him think about it, and you blocked it, and then you put your hand in his armpit and put him in a neck crank. From that position, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I think I do. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was so dope when I watched it. I was like, I was like, oh my god, is that, that was... why you sought out Josh? It, well, it was one of the like first things. Like, but I always heard about it. I knew who Josh was, and I was like, yeah. I mean, honestly, Matt just 
literally got my number and just started hitting me up. And I go, well, if you're this dedicated, like, happen. yeah, absolutely, yeah. come yeah. out. I'll help you any, t- any and, and, way I and can. And what fight did you start working with, Josh? Shit, I don't even remember. But like, we yeah, I, in the UFC, yeah, yeah. I was out there. I was out there for a while, like for like weeks at a time. I was out there, like I was. I was staying in a place where I was renting a room inside of a house of a family. They kicked the kid out of the room, and I was, they were sleeping on the couch. And I was like, I can't do this. It's really weird, man. <laughs> like, oh, dude, I was like, I was doing. I was trying to do as much as I could to try to come out and, and train with them. And he always made time. He always yeah. made it like available. And like there was like I never felt. I never felt anybody so dedicated to hanging on my neck. Like I was in spots, like I was up against the wall, we were scrapping, and, um, and I knew that he wanted to get me to the ground. We were, we were doing some stand-up work, and it was full in May. And I was on the wall, and, like, and he, he couldn't get me down in a position, and he was on my neck. Because I'm sure if he freed his hands up, if he let go of my neck, he'd have been yeah. dropped into a single, switch off to a double. He stand heavy on the else. neck. And dude just stayed on it. And I was like, Warrior dude, he's, he's got to be. Yeah. It was probably like two and a half minutes. And I'm like, he's, there's, he's going to give up and go yeah. to something else right now. How'd your neck feel? Nope. Yeah. How'd your neck feel? Oh, brutal. That's what he's doing. And this, was, this was Mark Coleman front headlocking the death out of me <laughs> and going like, I'm going to I'm gonna steal this. I have, a, I have a thing with fucking Coleman because I, I trained him for a fight and worked with him and cornered him. And I just what was fight? like, uh, he fought Nogara. It was a really short notice. Yeah. And then he got triangle armbar. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. But, uh, <laughs> um, but Coleman, by the way, incredible storyteller, beautiful human being. Mark, I fucking love the shit out He's of you. He's the best. Yeah. Um, but his fucking front headlock was like, get me on the Olympics kind of shit. Right. Like, oh, fuck. Really? And so I tell Mark. To this very day, and I'll tell him on Twitter, I'll tell him on, it doesn't matter. I'll tell him to his face. I go, motherfucker, you could be in a wheelchair. If I knock your ass over and I score my two, I'm taking it. Fuck yeah, you, Coleman. <laughs> Fuck you, Coleman. And, and, I want to fucking get it. To, to, I want my takedown against Mark Coleman. I'm going to, to the end of the days, I'm going to do it. And to your point, Mark Mark can talk, man. Oh, I sat next so, to him at a Pelotor fight. Oh. I can't tell you who fought on the car. He talked my ear off. And I was like, dude, you, and I looked down. His story. I go, you should amazing. do a podcast. He goes, really? Go, You've literally talked oh, about three hours. Incredible. I mean, dude, he's, he's Now amazing. you got Don Fry and Dan Severn, which is great. You got Don Fry. It's like, listen, brother, this fucking guy. And then you get, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, the, the persecution yeah. of the, the excellence of this. It's like, fucking How's, Dan? How, how did how did Don Fry not get cast in 1883? For sure. 100%. Absolutely. What's 1883? Just, the, it's the prequel to Yellowstone. You probably don't watch it. You know, you don't, I you don't, don't have TV. Well, it's it's great. It's I read great. books like an ass wife. I, 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 I just started reading. I've just started reading right now. What you're doing. Like I'm probably I'm on my fourth. <laughs> yeah, book I heard this it's year. fundamental. I'm, that's what they say. I'm on my fourth <laughs> book this year, but it, I'm reading. Um, you just got into books. Uh, yeah, yeah. J- uh, Grisham, John Grisham. You, you know what's interesting? Okay. I'm in a John Grisham book. Okay, right well, that's what I'm into. There's better books, but well, I'm sure uh, there are. As long as you're reading, you gotta get your toes in the ground, baby. I mean, you could read like Gaetano Mosca or I'll read something else. Listen, man, you gotta just that spoke that. You gotta have one C before you have three. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to work. Just that's why I'm not hitting on your John Grisham. A little weird, but whatever. The firm and shit. Like, I think I'm. I'm on the judges list right now, but I'm starting out, but that's all right. Isn't it weird as you get older, you want that knowledge, especially when you have kids. I'll, I'll never forget, I went to dinner with Brian when I first moved to LA, and Brian hangs out with some very smart people, like very well-read people, and we went to this dinner, and they're having this conversation. They might as well have been speaking fucking Chinese, dude. Uh, I was like, I have nothing. Complex goes, language. Brian goes, you're quiet. And I go, I, I don't I have well, nothing. Say, it was I, like I, me when you guys were talking about gears. I was like, like, I, I, was like stuff, I have nothing to offer, dude. And then he's like, you got to read. And since that day, man, fucking. Are you, are you reading? Oh, dude. I, 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 I go through a book. He, I mean, he reads them. 
Yeah. No, yeah. I, I went because I'm on the road so much. I can't read at home because of the kiddos, uh -huh. but I'm on the road planes. I finish books. Nice. Yeah. yeah it's, it's an, you yeah. know what? I enjoy being on a fucking plane. Yeah. I'm alone. I don't know. Phone's internet. off. Fuck yeah, that. man. Pull the book out. Pull the book out. See, I've, yeah. I've been. That's why I read a lot on, on airplanes lately. Yeah. Like and like, but the kids are gone right, and I don't really do a damn thing all day long. So like, like I sit there and I read like during the day instead of watching TV Get, or doing uh, whatever else. I will suggest a very heady book, but a good one. Um, Crisis of the West by Rene Guinon, written in like nineteen twenty nine or seventeen. Yeah. What's the? Uh, what's it about? It's about the, the the declining aspect of Western culture. Oh, that's cool. Really? In 19 fucking turn of the century. Right, it's dead This guy's already writing about it then. Right. And then if you get through that, then go to the reign of quantity. That, that, uh, I, I love, I love hey. world, world War II stuff. I love all World War II stuff, Nazi stuff. And you got to start with, you got to start, well, I mean, yeah. Serial killers, you know, killers on balls. I, I, I had a podcast on Fox for a minute, and one of the breaking points was I said, I want to bring someone on who's about the, who can talk about in depth detail the nazi occult shit like it's uh -huh. bonkers like it's the, the formation of like every fucking wild movie we can think of yeah, that'd right be fascinating they said no and oh, they're like, oh we don't have nazis i go no, no, no i don't no. want to talk to a fucking nazi <laughs> right. i want to fucking talk about this crazy shit from history yes i don't know this isn't pro-nazi you morons well, and Fox. they just did not fucking they, oh, they heard of the nazi part oh, they, they blew it but yeah, yeah. yeah, i was already having trouble with these guys like yeah. not delivering and i'm just like well, and you don't do a podcast now josh no uh-uh because because guy, because you know, it takes so you know. much effort mm -hmm. that I don't want to deliver a subpar product and knowing the kind of research it'll take if you want to talk about anything current Correct. politics Correct. or anything you, 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 you got to really be game. thorough because there's some I, experts out there that's right. why I tell him I'm like dude like you do, you have five podcasts like how do you find he's like dude he's like, I, he's like I used to be worried about material and everything else he's like and now I just it's just become my life he's, sure. like, he's like I just. Yeah. I have this grasp. And well, I and it's good when you have good producers it. and people around you. They help you out with this kind of stuff. I have some brilliant people around me. And then, yeah, yeah. you know, and then most of it's comedy. The, the only podcast where it's like straight, like I got to do research is the shop show, which is fighting stuff. So I'll do okay. research on guys. But outside that, like King the Sting, it's well, I've been Chris asked Leo a bunch Thiel, to do you know? stuff about fighting. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. And then they're just like, no, there's oh, so much more to you than fighting. No, no, I I go, no, I don't want to fucking talk about fighting at all. Yeah. No, as a guy who's... Basically, has his black belt and podcast. And your idea should not be on fighting as much as you know, I mean, you could allude to it, but dude, well, with like your every of, podcast of on history, Rogan has nothing to do with fighting. Yeah, like we might talk about fighting for 30 minutes and then the rest of it's like no I, civilizational I, philosophy, like all kinds of shit and like that. that. I, I yeah. called Rogan before you coming on here, and uh, like because I went back and listened to your episode with Rogan before he came in here. And uh, I was talking to Rogan yesterday, and I go, dude, the thing about Josh is he's so fucking smart. And Rogan goes, smart, smart motherfucker, man. He's a smart motherfucker. Well, there's there's not a lot of, you know, as far as the fight game goes, it's, it's no disrespect, but as far as like your knowledge and like knowledge on history and, and sure. your vocabulary, like it's, it's rare, you know? And, then that, and you know what? There, there's, there's plenty of folks I've come across that maybe, Dose say, on, on the vocabulary level aren't, aren't on the same level. That's fine, but their intelligence is still there, right? And but so, articulating it in an entertaining way, which makes a successful. The fact podcaster. that I have these interests that that bring me into these these forays is one thing. Um, you know, just like Dos Anjos here is getting stupid. You know, just is tagged with up? all kinds of dumbass shit. Why? Getting beat up? Why, why is he standing he's in the hurt? Right but I mean, it's 13 seconds left in the fight. He's I mean, been you winning won the every fight. round. Move around. Artie has been winning. But Mokano's uh, going out. By of the right way, Mokano is touching him well. Is Joe furious Logan? at me? Oh, yeah. oh what'd you do, dude? Let, let, what did you Josh, do? Listen to this fucking story. He <laughs> he went to a, a Rogan stand-up show, which you know Rogan does fucking giant. He theaters sure does. Arenas. Sure does. 
and that he, guy he had to take job. a piss so he walked out when rogan got on stage he's like dude oh. i know he saw me walk out i'm like i'm as a comic who's done big venues i can't see shit dude the lights are so bright i can see the first three rows after that yeah dude. it could be sold out i have no idea For like what's going on four or five years rogan i was like rogan not, fucking i don't even need to ask him i'm telling <laughs> you to like, see it yeah like, oh, he hates me, not dude, to no mention about it. he has a dick and a bladder too yeah so he kind of yeah. understands yeah, that. he wouldn't be mad at you if he if he if he had a thing he would be like matt we were like Matthew. We were like Matthias. <laughs> why did down. you walk out on my fucking what, set? And you go like, what if in the middle of the Whoa, whoa, Matt, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I give you fucking front row. My pee Kayla's had got a to dribble. Yeah, Kayla's got a poop. What do you yeah, want yeah. to do, dude? How about last night? I put my mom at, at the <laughs> laugh. I just seen me do stamp like six years. So I go. I was second to last. And it was Chris D'Elia. Halfway through Chris's act, I'm I'm in the green room. I see my mom pass through. I go, Mama, what are you doing? She goes. I, I swear to you, she goes, I gotta take a shit. I've had, <laughs> she, she goes, I've had six coffees. Floating she them. goes, you think yeah. Chris knows I'm gone? I go, no. And she goes, we're going to get going. I was like, what the fuck? That's happening right now. Yeah. Like, I'm motoring, bro. Yeah. I'm That's motoring. Story, story I, I got stuff right happening. There, I got things in she motion. Goes, I, I just, she goes, I have six coffees. Can you order the Uber now? I, like, <laughs> I guess, mama. Yeah, I guess. Sure, mom. Sounds yeah. good. Oh. Sounds good. Fucking good scrap between these two, and, and you from know McConnell what? From McConnell on short big, notice, big, big, five rounds. Know, from McConnell is tough as shit, but uh, the Makachev our RDA just fight. had way too much um, uh, in terms of alternative aspects to attach to attack Moicano using the double leg. Well, he's been in there with everybody. Yeah, he's, he's great, well, and, and you know what? Big respect to Moicano. No, I agree. Oh, for sure. And he did, he dude, did damage. Look at RDA, man. He's been in a fight. It was stupid. It was stupid for 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 um, Dos Anjos to stand there at the at the last minute. I of the can fight. agree with you, and I'm a I'm an expert on stupid, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like I understand, like you don't want to bail out, but why would you put yourself at risk? You won everything, Josh. Money, how, I guess. How, how long before every champion is from Dagestan or Russia? Oh, what are we three years hungry out. Hungry as fuck. What are we three people? years out? Yeah, it's and they're all way, they're yeah. all so well versed in wrestling. Yeah. Dude, Hamzat, even though you know he lives in Sweden, trains in Sweden, but he's Dagestani. No, his 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 beard just goes across his chin. You know? Dude, <laughs> he, he's a scary. Mo- and they just announced he's on the April 9th card uh, against Gilbert Burns. After he beats Gilbert, who's ranked number three, it's off to the fucking races. Dude, By he's way, a scary dude. Speaking about bladders, I'm yeah. gonna go empty mine real quick. Go get a buddy, do it. Yeah, man. No, we, we'll I'm it glad I've got that support from you guys. Yeah, we got you. We're not Rogan here, we're not gonna shame you. Yeah, <laughs> not that Rogan does. Sit down. Th- Rogan has the bladder of a camel. Have you never done Rogan's show? No, never, dude. It'll be, and he's like, oh, You want coffee, whiskey? I'm hydrating, and I'm like, right. oh, I'm gonna piss my pants. And he just, I've never seen him take a peeper. He just ever. gets up and goes. We we'll do companions, they're five hours. Yeah, we talked so long, my eyes are like, I can't, you know, when he talks so and so long. Your eyes get all fucked up. I was like, dude, I have to. How do you not pee? He's like, I don't know. He has the bladder of a fucking camel, dude. For, like forever, how old he is? That dude is a fucking killer. Like you watch his workouts, you see what his body does, how he eats. Like that dude is a fucking machine. Physically, yeah, sure, you're a monster, savage. But as far as you know, comedy and uh, his podcast, you know, he's doing five shows, three hours long a day. And you're talking, he's such a work Monday through. Yeah, you know, I I pride myself on being a workhorse, but compared to him, I'm fucking, you know. I mean, well, there's no better mentor to have. Like in, in your game and what you're doing, there's absolutely no better person to watch his work ethic, watch how he succeeds. And he's so hyper successful. And yet at the same time, he still works like he's a peasant. Correct. Like, I mean, it's, it's so dope, man. And like, and like there's, there's so much you see of him that is so admirable, right? And the way he conducts himself and the way like he's humble as fuck. And if like if something came up and he's like, hey man, like if you got your feelings hurt, that's my perspective on something. Like, but he's, he's also never, he's like the thing I love about him most is he's so open minded. So yeah. if you came in with one perspective and he had a hard stance on something, and you go, "Well, you never thought about this and this," he's like, "Yeah, fuck, you're right." Yeah, like that's the way 
intelligent people work. You're not going to die on a hill when someone's giving you facts. For, yeah, if you do, you're just stupid. That's it. Yeah, but also the with the way the media has treated him. Mm -hmm. You know, I have this art my my boy R. Baines made here. That's dope. Yeah, Public Enemy number one have all these guns pointed at Rogan. It's yeah. fucking. That's great. That's awesome, by the uh, way. Dude, the guy uh, posted it, and someone's like, you see this art in Rogan? I hit the artist up. I'm like, dude, I want the original. Give me the one of one. Yeah. Fucking ship it. Whatever it costs, send it to me right now. That's dope. We just got it in. but uh, That's great. Is that pencil? Yeah, uh, I don't know how he did it. Paint? I don't paint. Fucking dope. paintbrush? I don't Whatever. know. Whatever. Whatever. Fucking awesome. savant. Hey, good job, Baines. Yeah, he's a fucking mo monster. But <clears throat> after seeing the way the media has portrayed him and treated him, mm -hmm. I'm out. I'm yeah. out. The way social media and all that stuff has done him, I was already out and to begin <clears throat> with the social media. But as far as the way like the mainstream has portrayed him, well, I'm dude, out. like it, it, I, I, I firmly, but we I can't remember if we talked about this before. But like I, I really firmly do believe that social media was the beginning of the end of the world. It was the beginning yeah, of of good. the of the drastic polarization of the world, and it was the beginning of of everybody becoming negative and and critical <laughs> for sure. Like ne negativity and critic and and and, and, right. and, and the, everyone a voice, whether or not they should have one, whether they should be expressing it at that time, and whether or not that they had the foundational understanding of any given situation that they should weigh into it. Um, you know, really, it became more about getting likes and retweets. That's it. And, and just like but, trying but, to dunk on things. But it's also what gets likes and retweets is negativity. If you say it. Joe well, Rogan's you know, the best comedian of all time, you're not going to get towards that. So our brain are, well, well yes. they've, they've done studies on the media that sh and, and studies on human beings that, that negativity will get a more positive neurological response than positivity. Yeah. That's so, so, the, so we're conditioned runs, to Of course we're conditioned because look at, think of it evolutionarily. The things that are dangerous to you are the things that you're going to be more aware of and more and give more care, more caution, more uh, interest to. But, that, the that, that but that, that's what the mainstream media is too. Like think about all the the stuff that they want clicks on. So it's you would think right now like we're so divisive and everything's terrible and the cartel and you know war and all this stuff. And it's so divisive when really it's not. It's, it's, it's not. not that polarizing. Well, yeah. I mean, the world's it, not. Really it, it only like takes a little bit America's not. of people being in the actual personal presence of one another agree for that to change when you actually have to look you know it's it's like the uh the, the car theory right so you're driving around a car someone does whatever and you, you're cursing and swearing you're saying everything about them and everything about their ancestors you like could ever think of and then all of a sudden age. you actually have to see that person someone does something in your person a totally different animal no yeah, yeah. You, you probably won't even say anything nope yeah, yeah. although for sure there's times where i've been like I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. It's like, yep. okay, yeah. are we going to have a problem right now? Right. Does no. it, does anybody fuck with you, Josh? No. Never. No. And, I, and people are like, it's oh, they know beer. who you are. I go, no, it's the beer. I'm, I'm D-list. So uh, nobody knows who the fuck I am. Uh, but, you are not D-list. But I think the difference is, is that if I speak to someone in that tone, if I approach them about something that could be, Volatile. lead to violence because uh -huh. all conversations have violence at their at their base violence is the golden rule violence is the thing which all human interaction is stems from that's at the base of it interesting because you can have you can well that's I mean, a, that's a, a really loaded take well you can communicate to all levels right everyone but, 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 everyone but in terms violence. of as soon as i say a you say b uh, we can find no common ground uh, at some point there is an understanding that violence could be the only solution settles this 
The, the issue is that all courtesies, all considerations, yeah. all like historical societal courtesies built from whatever society you want to come from across all historical time, yeah, even built built into religious tomes. Yeah. All right, it's an understanding that violence is at its root. Is, a, is an option. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate what you're saying. I just never thought of it before. So in any Super case, when I speak to someone, and, and, and that's potentially where we're headed with this, I do it in such a way that I say, well, you know, I'm fully engaged, <laughs> and that's fine, and I don't mind. And that's, that's the thing terrified. where they're like, no, because most people, they don't want to actually engage in violence. What they want is to save face in such a way so that whatever that confrontation is being in a bar or whatever it's like well you see i told him i could fuck him up and mm, blah, yeah. blah 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 and then we get separated and you know if we'd really fought it's it's because at, at 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 the end of the day even an animal knows that so when people like to go on about like alpha wolves and all this kind of stuff well you know alphas don't fight right unless they absolutely have to yeah because if you get you know a fight as an animal you get maimed hurt injured whatever that could take you not only out of the gene pool entirely because die. you could die yeah. from infection or all these other things or you could be so lamed that you're no longer alpha and now some other beta is going to come up and take your spot mm. and so even we're not any different from any animal all that much besides you know will and consciousness but we still have some of these internal instincts ourselves and that is look if we go out and we get into a fight and we get injured. And even you can even think of societal pressures. Like, well, if I get into a fight, maybe I can get arrested. Maybe Sued. There's all these other mm. things. Suing is fun. People get really mouthy about, well, I'll just sue you. I go, well, you'll be suing me from a fucking, if you're going to sue me over this, then you'll <laughs> sue me from a wheelchair. I'll break your spine. I'll make sure your dick never works. If you're going like, to sue me, your I'm going to take, yeah, take, take your eye out. And right. I'll leave you one so yeah. you can see the wreckage that you become. Yeah, enjoy your lawsuit with yeah. one eye. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm so you can see yourself you. in a mirror every day to see what a pathetic little sack of shit I've turned you into. <laughs> Could you imagine if you heard somebody say that to you? I'd be like, holy shit. I told a guy, I told a group of people once. I told a group of people once. I said, you don't have, you better call some friends because you don't have enough people here right now <laughs> to save your ass. Or I've told people like, well, I can call a cop. Like, go ahead. They'll never get here in time. They couldn't stop me anyways. <laughs> They're not going to make it in time, man. <laughs> yeah. By the I, time I'm done with you, there's not going to be anything left. Yeah, and when they call show some up, friends, he's all... If I still want to keep going, they're not stopping yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. if yeah, I'm going yeah. to jail, I'm going to earn I, it. I got, I got fucking booked on some dumbass shit once way back in the day. Like, totally stupid nonsense thing. I didn't even know you could go to jail for this. And I remember I'm, I get up out of the car. I'm taking my jacket. And the cop's got his taser ready and all this. He's like, sir, sir, sir. And I, I just turn over my shoulder. I look at him. I go, that's not a good idea. <laughs> and I just took my jacket off, put it in the car. Jesus Christ. I'll tell you what is a good idea. Use in Manscaped. <laughs> what a doing killer these in front segue. of the War Master. Like, that was such a smooth Thank segue. Thank you, sir. Though. You have been doing this a while. It's a I'll great idea because <laughs> when you're in the pen, dude, and the smoothness of your pinch, nuts man, sack, When you're in the pinch, and by pinch, I mean the shower, you need our friends at Manscaped. They have the routine for you, the all-new ultra-premium collection. They this would is approve all-in-one hygiene uh, skin and the, hair bundle. The non-natural cork. Yeah, man. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Is designed to upgrade the everyday man shower routine from head to toe. Your skin, hair, and balls deserve this. Save big by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code CFC. We got it all. The lather on cologne infused ultra premium body wash. Ultra the, premium. Yes. Aloe vera and shampoo, sea salt. Dude. That sea salt is exfoliating. Dude, two in the one aloe vera shampoo. Rubs you up. 
Dude, we got uh, body order stuff to protect you from. We got uh, freaking hydrating body moisturizer spray. Uh, apply the Manscaped lip balm. Yep. What? You got ashy lips. Not aluminum today. free deodorant because aluminum reduces your testosterone. True fact. There True you go. facts. That's in most. Good uh, thing I don't wear it. Oh, you don't wear deodorant? I don't wear deodorant. Oh, you're yeah. you're the uh, uh, Henry Rollins type. Oh, that's like, He go. wants his natural pheromones yeah. out there that's influencing the women. Hey, listen, I'm trying to find... Trying to well, put no wonder I'm already half here. chub right around you. Yeah. 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 I've been rock hard this entire show. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Really, uh, that's all those little somethings you got there. Yeah, yeah what's up, like, man? Uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code CFC at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code CFC at manscaped.com. It's time to get wet and clean with your new Manscaped shower routine. All right, main event, boys. Oswald, Kobe Covington. I can't Kobe. love both of these guys more. Yeah. Totally. Uh, I mean, I know that people have their opinions on both these guys for things that they say outside of the ring, but honestly. I never care about that. Uh, me neither, because I never met Covington, but I must. Gr- great guy. I, I, you would love yeah. him. George is my boy. Yeah. yeah. And I think against, against Col- Masvidal been solid from day one. And when he was in strike force, I would say this motherfucker is no one to be fucked with, no one to treat lightly, no one to. Uh, and isn't it to great overlook. to see him? You know, he's the third highest paid fighter in the UFC now. Good, is he really? Yeah, That's good. good. Signed a new contract. Yeah, good. You know, um, you know, anytime you can make fifty bucks in a hundred, you know, it's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just fucking with UFC. Don't no, get me. He, Don't get uh, mad at me. This fight, you know, people always ask me what to bet on. This one's tough because they know each other so well. You know how it is when you fight yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. It's well, just, I'm Kobe like, dude, Kobe's such his a rage, good And wrestler. he's got to stay on his bike yeah. until, because Kobe is, uh, um, sorry, Kobe is volume, pressure, intensity, and gas tank. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gas for gate. So it's, it's not a matter of whether or not gaze. George is in shape or not. But if I'm a betting man, I'm going to say, it's not worth putting that to task against Covington. Uh-huh. It just isn't because that's that's where Covington excels. Agree. The bet I liked was I think Masvidal plus three fifty to win by KO because if he's going to win, it's he, he's not winning by decision. Yeah. No, he's not. He, he yeah, has yeah. to finish. And, and he's a one hitter quitter, but not so much. Not so and, much. And, and, and Covington's hard to take out. Hey, one. He's yeah. never happened as far yeah. as I know. And remember, like and, and obviously he has a he's a great wrestling pedigree. Uh, Marty absolutely got out on on, um, on both of them. Yes. Right? Marty got out on both but, of them. But that's what's weird to me is people are like Marty's oh. big and Marty has such a good um, he's hard to take so Colby wants to take him down, right? Yeah. Covington's trying to get that takedown. Marty is such a stud on the wall. Yeah, dude. That he's hard to deal with. And he and he's a solid defensive wrestler. And he started working with Trevor Whitman, with, so his boxing. Yeah, with really Masvidal. Dude, Trevor's killing it, dude. With Masvidal, yeah. now it's the opposite. Now you've got now you've got Usman, you know, uh using his wrestling skills mm. to stifle Masvidal mm. and keep that out of the, the realm of just a pure striking match. There you go, yeah. Jorge Masvidal, KO TKO uh plus four hundred. Nice. Wow. That's that's the bet to make for sure. Yeah. I mean, plus if, 400, if you're trying to make great. money, yeah, plus 400, about 100, 400. Dude, I, I'm, I don't bet on sports because I would Me lose neither. everything, dude. Nah, everything. I'm not, do you? Not you I do. do you the only thing that? I bet on is I'll go, if I'm in Vegas, I'll go to the biggest um Titties. progressive <laughs> no that loses money <laughs> that is that that's is about you to drain your yeah, yeah you don't ever get out ahead on that yeah. one sorry i tried um, yeah. uh, I, you go, I go to the biggest progressive jackpot uh um oh the slot fucking st- slot machine yeah i put 100 bucks in it i run it and i go if i'm lucky i don't i don't want to be lucky for five ten grand like what's the fucking <laughs> no, point I of that right. i want to be lucky go for like three million yeah yeah otherwise yeah, no, I, can't, no I can't, can't fault that logic. But I'll tell you what, you should be the logic master. 
Yeah, the logic master. That's <laughs> you your new name. As you're getting older, the logic <laughs> that's master. That's what we're going to slide down to. Experience master. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you're fucking us up with some truth today, Josh. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's why he's here. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is what uh, what people on, on um, fucking Fight Companion are interested. They're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to get Moldovan Romanian history. Dude, oh, when, yeah. you, when he came out and broke up geography, I was like, ah, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, I was watching TV for a while. Like, yeah, I was, you're talking about gears and and. Yeah. and Carbon dioxide things. I was like, sweet. That's Brian a- and Chris just bullshitting about <laughs> octopus. <laughs> um, all right. So listen, who takes it? Uh, uh, I'm, if, if gun to the head. I know Mazda's well your boy. I'm going Colby. I'm going George. I, the, here's I love both of them, mm-hmm. but I I'm, I'm closer with Colby. I think uh, I think he's the best welterweight in the world. Minus the ice. Really? Then right. add the ice. Okay. I only only saying that. I'm gonna drink it. again. It's gonna get smokier. From the water from the ice. So I just want you to try it without the ice, just to give it a a taste. Listen, I'm going to be totally honest with you, Josh. Um, I got drunk as fuck at breakfast today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, what a surprise. (laughs) What a surprise. It was probably all on the White Claws. Yeah. Yeah. White Claws and and, and, and expired Pimas. It was was IPAs. And I didn't realize. Peddler's Fork, right? That's my spot. Yeah. I get my bikes fixed there. Well, it's a great place. And I got hammered. I mean, I'm fucking blasted at breakfast. And I was like, I was like, do I got to do a podcast? I have to go home and pass out. Picked up some chick, like some chick named Tessa. Like where at Peddler's at Peddler's yeah like at eight o'clock Where's in the morning Peddler's it was it was two Peddler's chicks. Fork is in Calabasas oh okay. they, yeah. they have ten speed coffee there but uh, I I road bike all the time oh. but I fix my bikes there are you just trying to get giant legs uh, you know I gotta do some so I don't fucking no you're you're right you're right you're right yeah you here's a here's something that stage, people won't understand I, I, by the way I'm just gonna speak specifically for these two and they <laughs> they, they can tell me if I'm if I'm wrong or not. They lived a life, and you and you you need to understand this. They lived a life of being a fucking high level athlete. Mm. Fuck you, and about talking about their records and who they won or lost against. Sure, no, they went through football at a serious level. Yeah, they went and took it all the way to as far as it can go. That's a commitment. Yes, that is that is literally a lifestyle choice. Yes. it really is. Yeah, you get on the other end of this. Oh, and then they go UFC. Right, they go yeah. to become professional MMA fighters again. You get on the end of this, and there's a party that wants to go like, so we're done with that, right? I know. Like, we could just kind of sloth around a bit. You're like a greyhound. But you really need to keep it going. You have to. You really do. You have because to find something. Exactly. You have to find something. Man. That's what I'm- You have I'm, to channel that energy into something. Into um, Tessa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, to have kids. Very yeah. pointed. Tessa, very <laughs> pointed <laughs> energy. We got to like, call Kayla for Tessa yeah. and see if that's acceptable. Um, you, but you did say you picked up a girl. I, I picked her up. So I don't- it's a live show, too. Yeah, I mean, we can't edit that out, man. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not I mean, yeah, I'm you want to text? Oh, no, you should check this? your phone no, right yeah. now. Absolutely. She's watching this right attention. now. Yeah. See, we got a text here. Yeah, but, <laughs> but Matt's, oh. Matt's a smart enough guy where he I knows. Literally, knows. literally, I just got a text from Kayla. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like well you know yeah. what you're getting to I'm just about trying to, I'm, I'm fucking around yeah. with the guys yes love you know 9.30 boy, boy you, uh, he's not lying yeah she really. misspelled it B-O-U yeah. and then B-O-Y yeah she corrected yeah. herself yeah, like, yeah. Mm, yeah. hold on yeah. bitch put the asterisk yeah. right next to it that's like, what she did I'm gonna, I'm gonna Correct this. I'll talk to text. You yeah. like, yeah, I was trying to make Josh laugh, man. I'm just fucking around. Hey, it's just a joke, honey. Yeah. Don't, don't check text records. Hey. Josh intimidated me with his big words. Yeah. <laughs> his geography knowledge. It overwhelmed yeah. me. I couldn't help it. His Romania geography fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think Kobe wins. I think that Kobe's just gonna have so much pressure 
um, that it's going to it's going to be frustrating. I mean, it, unless Jorge gets off on him with a knee or something like that and well, knocks him know, out. George is so calm when yeah, he fights. Yeah, I mean, he fights. He's, he's I talked to him and Gil Melendez mm. after they fought separately, and I told Gil, I go, man, if he'd have stayed on the low, low kicks, you were in a you were in a world of hurt. And he goes, I know that, mm-hmm. and I luckily he didn't. He got away it. from it. Yeah. And and Gil was able to get his hands going and get his penetration steps into his and, and the takedowns and everything. And I told George, I go, why'd you stop low kicking him? And he goes, well, I, I, I go, you fucked up. You had him. Mm. You had him. What's interesting about Jorge, too, is remember, if you watch, remember how big Kimbo Slice was with those yes. backyard fights? Jorge's in most of those That's videos. right. Uh-huh. He, start, he started in, off fighting. He was like in 17. Those fights. I mean, he has that's a, a guy that wants tail, to dude. fucking fight. Yeah. Yes. He is, he is. I love he, Jorge. Gamebred is a perfect nickname for him. And I love Dan Lambert and all of AT, those ATT cats. So I, 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 I just Dan love that. great, man. Yeah, he's I, a great I've dude. always liked Dan Lambert a whole lot. Uh, I don't know. Tells you how it is. I know of him. Solid, but, solid guy. Dude, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, it's Do you think he likes America? <laughs> it's fascinating with Kobe. I obviously, he took this hard Trump stance and all that stuff. It's also brilliant, man. Oh, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, being polarizing is going to get you interest, no right. matter Indifference, what. Indifference, right? But he, he's yeah, the best welterweight on the planet, not named Kamaru Usman. Like, if Kamaru was born 10 years later, he's and the last champion. fight was a fucking knockdown Dude. dog fight. Dog, like, oh, no, dog I would fight. watch him fight every weekend, man. Yeah, yeah, Take yeah. my fucking money. And, and Usman, never met the guy, but great seems guy. like a solid guy. He's yeah, a really yeah, good dude, man. Guy. He's yeah. a really good dude. I think that, um, I think that he, got, he got a taste of the machine. And then once he got a taste of the machine, was like, "This is okay. a good point." Yeah, that's a good point. I called, what, but, you know, when when Ronda finally blew up, her fighting was enough, mm-hmm. right? But that wasn't doing it. Mm-hmm. It was getting in what I also I also call it the machine. Once mm-hmm. you get into the PR stuff, you go on Ellen. They just softball you all this stuff, yeah. whatever. It's like <clears throat> that was the thing that made her a household name and put Have, those pay per views out because her fighting capability, yeah, was absolutely phenomenal yeah. but for whatever reason that wasn't doing you had to do the, the personal yeah. PR you yeah. had to be in the PR machine yeah. right? Uh-huh. you had to have these fucking PR girls It'll or gals up, man. guys It'll like doing up. the whole deal yeah, yeah. He- heavy lies the crown man because yeah. a lot of champions love all that PR stuff and then a lot of them hate well a lot of people love it until they have it right until they have to do it well, and then once you have to do it and you get flown around the world well, and you did, don't have time to rest did you hear what Khabib said because Makachev uh, he was getting ready for his main event and they yeah. were like they have a, the camera on him and he, he they asked him to do another interview he's like another one and Khabib goes, hey, this can't all stop. Just lose. Just lose. And you don't have to do this anymore. Just lose. Really? Uh, yeah. It's, it's so true. He's like, just lose. And you don't have to worry true. about this. That, and, and he goes, this is really simple. There's an just understanding lose. of what you, should, what you can allow yourself to give away and what you can't. Mm-hmm. And you need someone by your side. And that, that, for a fighter... And I would say, like, Ronda's a good example of this. And I've talked to Travis about this. I go, she just she needed somebody by her side Agree. to guide her through this. Agree. Because she oh, could sh- get the most out of it. Um, without having to be succumbed to this shit. Agree. And the machine, by the way, doesn't care if when you fall out of it. No. no. At all. Because You're, there'll be another person. A, a, and so the machine machine's will for the use mess. up Rhonda yes. until she's got nothing left and then be like, we don't give a fuck anymore. Uh-huh. Yep, like yep. there's zero love. And all those people that she met. Before that man Nunes, she was like, I'm not doing press, man. No, no. She's smart power with to that. Her. Yeah. No, she's smart she, with that. Rhonda's, again, you know, there's... Few Ron fighters is the Terminator, with IQ. Ooh, and, and, and by by putting hey, he, her into oh, positions uh, without the right that. people to, to to back her up is almost kind of criminal. Like yeah. she's the Terminator, and she's great at it, she's and she and she's just a smart person, very smart. But but this kind of bullshit world 
fucks with a person like that. No matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No who you are. Like, Whether it's Hollywood or, exactly. or fighting no, or no. sports, she, it's going to eat got, you up, she got, she got served up some shit that, yeah. that nobody prepped her for, and she... Well, she was the first one. She was the first one. Nobody yes. saw the machine like Rhonda did, right? Yes. Because she didn't know. Nobody had any idea what, who, what was behind the curtain no. until Rhonda was like, okay, I get it now. And Rhonda figured out after a while how to play the game. Yeah. And she played it perfectly for her. But she went a little bit into the, into, again, the, the Mayweather darkness. territory. The yeah. Mayweather territory yep. where it's like, well, Love or hate you know, her. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. she's got so much more than that. Like, how she, bad she's, is this? She's so much more of a a, a, a person than, than is just a, a soundbite. Yeah, she's a sweetheart, man. She's yeah. a great person. Sweetheart. Too and, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, Grace to ever do it. Fantastic. Yes, incredible. Agree. Uh, this is incredible that Co- Colby has gotten this takedown Early. and is stuck to him. Now, Masvidal's such a vet that I'm sure he's calm as fuck right now uh-huh. and A-OK. But even still, the problem with this is there's only five five-minute rounds. Correct. When I f- was at the end of the deal with Cormier, I'm thinking, if we keep going, or, you know, I can't wait for the next round. Mm. This motherfucker doesn't even want to be here anymore. Yeah. yeah. It was only three. Oh, whoops. That's five. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's won enough rounds. Yeah, that's what he, I've that's lost. Yeah. God damn it, Dan. And that's the sport. God damn it, Danny. Yeah. Danny Cormier, yeah. big old Danny C. You <laughs> God cocksucking son of a bitch <laughs> and that's where the winning? sport comes into yeah, it yeah no I mean when I look back when I was thinking of, when I think back on it, I'm like this motherfucker and all his Olympic wrestling fucking knowing when he scored smart, how he scored what the time is yep. god especially and not then, much now, experience uh, he, and he's tough yeah. as shit yeah, you know what you know? But also, let's talk about this for, if we're gonna talk about Daniel Cormier I feel like every time I talk about him I want to talk about fucking Anthony Johnson and how Anthony hit him with that straight right and literally launched him across the damn cage. Yeah. And he he kept his composure. He, he didn't out. trip and then and just stayed on. He he Cormier is the consummate professional all the time. He's he knows game. He's a gamesman guy. Now he's, he's, he's not an annihilator. Yeah. But he is a games a gamesmanship dude. He like he knows strategy. He knows how to hang in there. He is a guy that will compete with you at every level. That motherfucker will compete with you about anything. Anything. Oh, you know how to do a podcast? Yep. Well, I'll, I'll you do three cameras. I'll do four. Correct. I'll do the. He Ultimate will compete about everything. Yeah. And uh, you know why he's not on the broadcast tonight? Because his uh, mom passed away. She oh her, no, her, her funeral's today. Yeah, so that's that's tough, why dude. things in there. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's yeah. tough. Hey, oh shit, uh, elbow. good elbows, Daniel. Um, Rest in peace to your mom. Yeah, she true. obviously um, put a lot of effort into to helping you and raise you, and you got to be hurting right now. Yeah. But uh, I'm just sending nothing but love. I'm going to send you a text when we leave. Now, think, think about his mom passed away, and then also he's really close with Kane. Yeah. And then so Kane's oh, the whole Kane. So, yeah. It's tough okay. for DC right now, man. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough go, man. I, I called Luke. If um, guys are out there on Twitter, guys and gals, Send him some love. Yeah. Be simply nice. don't nice do, for nothing that you that you yeah. need to get out of anything. Simply do this simply for the selfless act yep. of helping somebody when they're going through a tough time. And it's not about reciprocation either. He will be appreciated. Um, and and you know what? I'll I'll, I'll uh, uh, for my own sake say like for all of you out there when you're going through these kind of tough things. I don't need to say it, but I understand. And I'm with you too. We're all in this together. We're all trying to make it through this world yep. one way or the other. Yep, yep. We all have the same struggles. <laughs> all, all three of us, we know what depression is. We know what anxiety mm. is. We know what all Correct. these things are. Correct. And we know what it, what it means to suffer through things. But the ultimate 
thing at the end of the day is you have to overcome that suffering and yep. it's kind of sometimes it has to come from the the help yep. of someone else Others, from outside yep. Yep. but at the end of the day but but you can do it we can all do it we've all been there trust in the process dc too uh, you know he's, he's gone through some tough times because i think he had a daughter pass away yes. as well yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really tough, talking about a tough fucking um, dude talking about that just it, it reminded me a good buddy of mine, um, when I told him about what really happened with Kane and the situation behind it, uh-huh. um, the first thing he said was, okay, we need to find out where he's at so we can put money on his books. We need to make his life as comfortable as possible. I think Derek Ransom did a GoFundMe. Did he? Yeah. Okay, and all that, that money goes to, to go in the books? Yeah, I, th- right. I think he's raised $100,000. I, I talked to really? a, Yeah. I talked great. to a lawyer and he was like, the, the paying the, the attorney fees is going to help. Yeah. But yeah. He's like, you got to hope this thing goes to trial, man. So he goes, it's going to be expensive. That's what he said. Yeah. yeah. He was like, and I think anybody that's a parent or just has a conscience knows, Hey man, this shit's got to, you like vigilante justice isn't the answer, but you can't send someone to the prison for, for protecting his family like that. I saw someone read, wrote a good article and I, I don't, I can't imagine what Kane felt the rage that he felt, but someone wrote a good article just saying like, Yes, free Kane, but also by his actions, you know, no matter what happens, he's going away. No matter yeah. what. Yeah, he's going to yeah. do his time. Yeah, 100%. Of some sort. Yeah. So this article was saying, I forget who wrote it. I think it was MMA Mania or MMA Junkie. But he's saying that the shame is, is because of these actions, now that four-year-old who obviously was molested or whatever, uh-huh. is going to grow up without a father now. <clears throat> so it's like that molester. And a 13-year-old when she, when she needs her dad the most. is going to miss out on a dad and also have this you know, baggage of being molested. So it's like. Again, it goes back to what I said. Like this is civilizational incompatible. The, yeah. you, you can't fuck with kids. The domino effect is is too much. You fucked their mm-hmm. life up forever. Dude. Well, yeah, you fucked the it's family up forever. Effect. Like you, you fuck don't everything fuck up. Everything. Like you yeah, just like everything. like you the whole family. The whole this sounds terrible. This, God, I hate saying this. But like the whole family dies at that moment. Like the, the kid has issues and will have issues, but the whole family is gonna have like forever. fucking forever. Oh, and that's like that's what I said. Like I would have yeah. I would have I would I would I would have tried to around the pedophile. I would try to be cool. That person would have stuck in and killed that entire. His dad got shot. That's what I'm talking about. Like even. And I'm not saying. I'm assuming that the dad's a scumbag too, though. Probably well, to, to let him be around. Yeah, but, but think about being having your son being a pedophile, and it's your son. Oh, I, I mean, do, oh. uh, what do you do? And I think multiple times pedophile too. Like not just like, hey, Bobby, just. I mean, there's there's no aspect of this. It's already been bad. Yeah, and it just goes bad on so many levels. I, I don't know how you, how you do it, but I, I only let three people watch my kids. No, no, nobody like, watches my kids. Nobody else can. Yeah, grandma, grandpa. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Grandma, grandpa, and well, then we, we have a caretaker. Well, my grandma, grandma, young. caretaker. That's no, it. That's, the reason why I, that's one of the reasons why I stayed TV in. shut off, fellas. I stayed in with my job as long as I did uh, with, with, with fighting. Because like, I, you know, I, I never liked fighting. Like, I love I loved competition. Yeah, you didn't really seem like someone that was like, oh, I love getting socked in the face. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not going to tell like, Stitch, let me die in there? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's not my go, right? I love competing, but yeah. like, fighting's not my thing. Um, but, like, um, there were so much time and did the, did the whole. No, look, it's a ESPN. Yes, issue. Wow, they crashed. Wow. They get it fixed right ASAP. Now. They yeah, got the mouse on it right now. Donald, thank, Donald Duck kicked out the yeah, fucking I'm, BNC yeah. connector. Just, and thank, right. Thanks for your patience. <laughs> also, thanks for eighty dollars. I yeah. know, right? What the um, but like, uh, um, I can't remember what the hell we we're just talking about. Kids. Uh, pedophiles watching pedophiles. kids. So like, I wouldn't let uh, I wouldn't let anybody watch my kids. But the reason I like my job so much, why I stayed in the UFC, was because I was a stay at home dad. So when they go to school or whatever, when they were young. I was home, right? It wasn't a situation. Or I, 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 I like, like Tina at the time. Yeah, Tina would be able to be home with the kids. I love this. Else. I had to think. Like, yeah, Tina. Time like, frame. Yeah, it's 
Tina. Yeah, yeah Tina. Tina. You're going to get another text, Matt. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> really, boy. You know, boy. <laughs> Sometimes I'll screw up, man. I'm like, oh, like, I'll, I'll, like I'll, be, I'll be saying something, and like, I'll be talking to Kayla, like, hey, T. And she's like, I fucking heard that. Like, <laughs> Do you blame my CT? Oh, dude. Like, my CT's flaring I up, babe. I get in a place for a living yeah. place. The, the you know? CT's flaring up, babe. Oh, God, it was bad, man. Ooh. I uh, I, you know, Covington's been landing a decent amount on the feet. Masvidal, it's the volume. It's the Masvidal's volume of Covington. has not really been No, there. he's not being able to get off. And then also, Covington's not shooting from far out where those knees are an uh, issue. You know, he's mean, closing the gap. Honestly, Masvidal should not button. be getting touched Ooh. with right hands from Covington. No, in totally an orthodox stance. No, don't go on to... Okay. Mm. That's not a Yeah, good I mean, call. front quarter, that's great, but what are you doing with it? Get now away from the fence. Get away there. from the fence. Uh huh. Now your feet are stuck. Now you're taken, now you're getting, uh, you're taken uh, down, dude. God damn it. That's what I did. Yep. Oh, Fuck, George. Dude, that's what I felt. I sprawled against Bader, and then, like, I felt him that just kept he, creeping I, I, up. I never felt the urgency of, of a shot like that before. Have either of you ever trained with Bobby Lashley? Yes. Did he shoot from like 8,000 feet away? Dude. And you so went like, ha ha. No, you're down. He was a Denver guy. He was a yes, Denver guy. He, right. trained, he trained with me. That's for my years. boy. I used to train him for his fights. That's my guy. Everything. Yeah. That's my guy. Small set in the no, world. That's my guy. That's my guy. That's my guy. Small set. Small set in the world. Yeah. yeah. Jacked, dude. We had Nate Marquardt, Shane Carwin, GSP. You name it. I've never seen him get taken down. Todd Duffy. Everybody. Yeah. I've never seen Bobby Lashley on his back. Ever, I've I, I've taken ta- I've, ta- I've taken Bobby down. I was gonna say I bet you got him down. I have, with a different and, and, and you have to I do some never shit, though. let it go. I fucking ru- I mean he's got he more Bobby take- down he's got more <laughs> takedowns against me than I've gotten against him. But I fucking rub it in. Have you trained so with him? hard? I, I, I have a scar on my back to this day. It's a long because he had long fingernails, and we were wrestling. He's trying to get me down. I was defending it, and just scratched my back, and I was all sweaty. Like in the moment, my coach goes, "Dude, it looks like Wolverine scratched oh my, my God, fucking back." Dude. My entire trunks uh, fucking were Fucking Bobby. Uh, yeah, this this, Such this a good guy was training, at this, was training at the gym. He goes, I watched him change levels from like 10 oh, feet shit. away. And I thought, yeah, uh-huh. good. Le- oh, God. Yeah, no, freak. he's right there. Freak. I fucking, Stupid I, I knocked his tooth out. No. With a knee? No. He ducked. He, I was fucking tagging him. He ducked into a, uh, he ducked in with his head down. And I changed levels and he fucking caught oh, it head. on the top of my head and oh, popped his no. tooth out. Of course, he guilted the shit out of me. Oh, and I'm like, sure, fucking dude. Bob, come on, dude, man. If, I'm if, just trying to help you out. He's like, yeah, help me into a fucking dental bill. Yeah. I'm like, ah, Dude, if, if, if he started MMA younger and focused on MMA, world champion. I love Bobby. Um, Bobby champion. is, and, and he's a, I've got Great to wrestle guy. him a couple times. Amazing pro wrestler. He's in the amazing, WWE? Yes, amazing man. a champion? Man. I don't know He's WWE. a champion. Yeah, he? no, he's great. Josh, explain this to me. I don't understand... Uh, you're the perfect guy for this job. I don't understand the infatuation. I don't understand why people like grown men are so into WWE. Have you ever watched a Marvel movie? No, that's not my thing. Have you watched stand. any? Okay, name name a movie. But, Have you ever watched uh, Schwarzenegger films? When I was a kid, yes. Yeah, yeah. Not, die hard. As a grown man. You, as a grown you, man? I'm just saying. Do you watch things that have a heroic journey? Sure. That's all it is. It is the culmination. It's it a is, male it, soap opera. It, sort of. It's not. It's just that. Pro wrestling is a is a microcosm of society contained in a ring. It is it is overcoming, struggling, all these things. There's a heel. There's a hero. A face. Yeah. It is basically and and often a lot of external elements from politics and society at large and global mm-hmm. ele- elements will all blend themselves into that. Wow. Dude, Colby, Colby is really in on, on that his single. game, buddy. 
Um, He's putting so much pressure. And you've always loved it, Josh. Like how always, you get in always. WWE? Oh, I watched uh, the WWF, AWA, <laughs> and then started seeing you the UWF shoot style stuff uh, from Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and just got really into it. And, and you love it. Well, and all the catch guys all have a lineage back to professional wrestling that I trained under. Oh. Matt Hume. Gotch, right? Gotch. Yeah. Or Robinson, Billy Robinson. So Billy Robinson yeah. I got to train with directly you under him in, in Japan. Yeah. Fucking. And then with Carl Gotch, I got to train a little bit with him in Florida. And But also Matt Hume trained under Masa Funaki and Minoru Suzuki, who trained under Gotch. But isn't it weird for you, uh, Josh, to go from this bare knuckle fight with this Mongolian savage with tattoos all his yeah. face to faking it? In no, because it's two sides of the same coin. How so? so we're flipping the same coin. I'm either doing a work match or I'm doing a, a shoot. Both physical. Both physical, but both hitting. Is, but one is pre-meditated. Determined. Pre uh. The other one's not. That's it. Um, and when I do blood sport, when we do blood sport, I'm just like, nah, What's blood sport? That's my professional wrestling mm. event. It's called so blood, blood, blood Josh Barnett's blood sport eight is going to happen in uh, Dallas, Texas. As a part of the collective. Hell yeah. Uh, you can get your tickets now. If when you is want. it? Uh, March 31st. Hell yeah. During WrestleMania weekend. During WrestleMania week. And uh, we've got John Moxie versus Biff Busick. We've got uh, John John Morrison now going as John Hennigan. Oh, His is. actual name is going to be there. Uh, we have uh, Alex Coughlin versus Slade. We have a whole lineup of, of killer athletes. Marina Shafir is in it, who's a student of mine. Oh, and, and she was a, a Ronda's training partner. She That's fought right. in the UFC. A judo she was girl. on the Ultimate Fighter oh, on Ronda's team. Uh, she, was on the Uf she was on the Ultimate Fighter with Ronda, but she never fought in the UFC. She fought in Invicta. Oh, she fought go. a few other yeah, things. Yeah, she never made Do it. Do you still mess with Harry? Oh, all the time. Who's Harry? Solid Dubois. Harry, Harry is one of my... I, I've been training Harry Smith, the yeah. son of the British Bulldog, yeah. Davy Boy Smith. Oh, sick. Dude, since he's, he's he was... Dope. Great dude. 19, 20 years old. Yeah. Like, I took in. him into his first strip club. <laughs> Did you really? Yes. Uh, so you're a corrupter, is what you're saying. Uh, basically. Yeah. So his dad's the British Bulldog? Was, One yes, of. his oh, dad's the cool. British Bulldog. Yeah, cool. there were two. They were, they were brothers, strong right? strong as... Well, no, no, not a, no. But uh, there was um, Tom Billington, who was mm -hmm. uh, the British... Who was... Um, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh... Uh, Dynamite Kid, uh -huh. and then you have the British Bulldog, who's Dave Boy Smith. Did you oh, ever? Did you ever uh, right. flirt with actually WWE? Or your, yours, no, yours I've never Japan, flirted right? with going over there and working. But I know Triple H. I know all the main people, and I and I I'm the manager for Shayna Baszler, who's in the WWE. Are you really? Yeah, I do. She's done a really great job. Yeah, and I've said, she was also wait, is she in the yeah, WWE now, or she's on, on no, she's Next or something, right? She was on NXT, uh -huh. where she's one of the longest reigning women's champions in NXT That's history. Do she? And then she moved over job. to WWE, so I'm her manager and still her coach. That's dope. And uh, and that was a conversation where. All right, you seem like you're kind of losing the love for fighting, but you're uh, really into pro wrestling. And you got to help the personality you go too. Into, you want to you go into pro wrestling? She's crushing it. And she just goes, yeah, I want to make that transition. I go, okay, done. So I just started training her. guy for the job. I brought yeah. in Chavo Guerrero Jr. I brought yeah. in Bobby. I bring, I'd make her train with everyone I could, and I trained her up. From, from start to finish and managed her and now we got her to the WWE oh, in like cool. two years. Cool. I saw that she was at a show in Indianapolis and we actually went to the show to go just because she was on the show just to watch and that was the only wrestling show I've ever been to. That's cool. Was to watch it, was, it, was a, it was a hell of a uh, spectacle, wasn't it? Yeah, it was great, dude. I, it was I great. heard WrestleMania is like... Oh, it's huge. I want to go to one. I want it. So, it's insane. 
So the place where my so my wow. buddy, hey, good Col- job, George. Col- Col- Colby's beating his ass. Well, man. George hit a double there, but got elevated Col- over. Colby is all now he's just hanging on oh, the legs a, way too this long. This is not going to be good. Colby's you know, all over. George so, needs to not be wrestling this fucker. A good, just, a good for sure. Uh, a good buddy of mine uh, lives down in Boca, and and the building that he lives in is McMahon's family property that he sold to this place if he could get like a, a, a floor uh, out of this building or whatever and so triple h and mcmahon live in this building um i've, I've never come across somebody here they're there and i hear they're great people like everybody's like dude they're so polite they're so cool i yada, mean yada. personally for me i've never had nothing but but good exchanges with triple h with, yeah. with with trips yeah like he's always been super fucking good to me and that's our nickname for him we call him trips don't trips i don't know him yeah. on that level you laymen don't really know him like that yeah <laughs> i call him triple h no but he he's uh was he the vice president of wwe or is he the i don't know what his actual position is at this point but he's because he's, he's married fucking, to he's Vince McMahon's daughter, he's right? married to stephanie yeah stephanie that's right um so they're they're always like like they're 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 around from what I understand, but I've never come across them. Because you know you know the UFC based their business model off WWE. Of course, I hundred yeah. percent. The UFC Fight Pass, all that everything. WWE. Yeah. yeah. Well, like they were they were trying to get in bed, and then Dana wanted to make sure that he kept a separation because he didn't want people thinking it was fake, right? Right. And that's why Dana came out with as real as it gets. Right. Um, Although originally, like the uh, the promotional material around the early UFCs worked against them, and then a lot of like shit heel politicians that weren't actually you know weren't doing anything for any of their constituents mm-hmm. then use the ufc as a bargaining chip to say oh look i'm protecting you from all this evil stuff yeah they call it like old mccain oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way john mccain john is a McCain giant piece it, of shit well, sorry fucking my brother actually what? not sorry he's the, a piece of shit the day he passed before, away I hear you. the day before we reported for the ultimate fighter i told i, I reached out to my family as i came in let you know this I'm, I'm going on this show called ultimate fighter i'll be gone for you know two months six or whatever weeks, what, six yeah. weeks whatever and he goes he goes, I'm so fucking disappointed in you. Who says <laughs> my brother? My brother. He goes, I'm so fucking what disappointed. Had, in you. Had nothing to do with the UFC. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> I can he's promise like, you that. He's like, that's human cockfighting. He's like, what oh, the wow. fuck are yeah, you yeah. doing? Blah blah. And I was like, sweet man. So I'll see you in a little All while. Right, well, I just want to call you. Know <laughs> I'm just leaving with my right. strong suit. <laughs> so I, cur- I creased my zipper. I WD forded it. It's all good. No, this. I'm gonna succeed at this cockfighting thing. Oh yeah, but dude, he was not happy about that at all. I got um, a big head, but a small shaft. I'm great. I'm good, man. I'm gonna, I got a lot of She'll rotational there, force buddy. on the end of this from my hips. <laughs> Jesus, how about that? They call it human cockfight. Oh, they God, did. Yeah, God, no, it was uh, John McCain. That's what he's famous for, really. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, but you know wow. what? John McCain also Dude, was tied was getting to up. Budweiser, who is one of the biggest sponsors of all of boxing. Boxing. Yeah. Mm. No, he was he, McCain. All the money, huh? McCain's that's trash. Politi- that's politics. Ah, right? McCain's trash. Yeah. Dude, Masvidal is getting his ass beat. No, he is getting handled because he's not working behind his offense. He's not using his strikes to put together his footwork Dude, to keep time, the distance. Anytime I fight a wrestler, I, I shell up. I cannot so let a lose fighting a wrestler. Huh? You, what, so, so worried, worried about, about it. Down? Like if I fight a wrestler, like when I fought Tyrell, I was like, I was in such good shape. I had I'd done everything and my body was great. And I was like, I don't want to fucking open up because who's sure, I do? I'm sure in camp though you spent. But you time have on to your work back. behind your All lead. You have to work All behind your lead. I know. Man. That's the thing because your lead. That was my is mental the thing hurdle. that keeps him keeps him at bay, keeps him occupied. Anybody knows me knows like if, if I get on the ground, I'm going to lose. Like that's the best the best way to say. Even though you know, and no matter how much I strain with yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just time. I just didn't. I never got it, man. Like I know. Plus, why why would you fight somewhere? away from your strengths? Yeah. All right, Covington's all over him. Uh, Dude, front yeah, headlock, socks. And he you switches know, from a double to a is going to the double. Yeah, he's lighting him up. And up because top, even man. staying Shoot. here, now obviously Covington wants his takedown. 
But just by being in this position, creating pressure, keeping him on the fence, that clock is winding down. He's For already sure. been winning rounds. Oh yeah, right. The more he's, he's up stuck at least there. three to one. Well, so I, I saw somebody. I saw a couple people on the, on the screen say that they gave the second round to Masvidal. I, I don't understand how that happened yeah, at all. I don't see that either. Yeah, but 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 at the at the very end, we've got still that's three to one, mm. right? Correct. All this time is chewing down. Yep. Right, and they you ain't getting it back. They're not going to stop the clock and give you and more Kobe's time. And Kobe's just not giving him any chance. To, no. you, know, you know who the best run. guy I ever saw was fucking Thick Boy over here. Thanks, man. The best guy I ever saw at controlling Bike the clock and, and knowing when and uh, when to turn it on and when to take a rest. Randy Couture. Was, well, first of all, yes, Robbie Lawler. Um, Robbie Lawler would come out in the first, smoke somebody to know he got out on him, and then knew that if he just coasted just enough, he might lose a second, but he knew he would have enough energy for the third and come get out. God gotcha. damn, Kobe. Oh, wow, wow. He's no, lighting up Masvidal. Jeez, dude, he's uh, he needs to stick with it. You better start punching. He's gonna shoot. Jorge. He's gonna shoot here. Wow, and, and here's the thing: George is not firing. He's not no, one. He needs up. to be throwing uppercuts. Yeah, in that for tight enough. tight space. Yeah. Uppercuts, elbows, head movement, and then walking a little bit along the cage and letting his offense go behind him, so he can get out of there, rotate without getting tagged with something dumb. Because because the the entrance and the exit is always a big deal, especially when you're dealing with a grappler. How many facial stitches did you get? Uh, enough that I, I I couldn't even like lots lots yeah a what, few. What was the worst fight you had? Were you, were you, oh oh shit. shit! He got dropped. He got dropped. I didn't see it. He, at all. He, he's playing that right gun hook. fight and and uh, Mazadal dropped him. Yeah, right hook. He's still tucking him. He's still yep. touching him. Mazadal dropped him. All right, he's covering. Oh, he's wobbled. Covering. Hey, but that's Kobe's good. Mazadal's not get. He doesn't have a hard on. They go knock him out. That's smartest. That's smartest thing he's done all day. Well, Covington needs to take that shot at some point. He needs to set up. He needs to get him right, the cage at least. stay on his bike. Keep active. Yeah, he's wobbled. He's hurt. What? Um, oh, and he's still touching him though. Oh yeah. fuck, George! I don't, he must be exhausted, man. Um, Josh, what was the worst? What was the worst injuries? Like, what were the, the oh, most shit. beat up you were? After uh, fight? Mirko Krokop, the finals of the Pride Grand Open Weight Grand Prix. Mirko Krokop. I got. Uh, I managed. To, I landed some some decent shit on him, but not nearly enough. He came in way fresher than me. And uh, at some point, I'm just like, what did you fight the day before? Or like, the, was it day before or the night? Night before. The night before. I fought Noguera. Jesus Christ. <laughs> to a time limit decision win. Jesus when I, th- I had him knee barred and he's screaming. And I thought, when they t- stopped the fight, I'm like, oh, well, that's a verbal tap. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Technically, it is. Nope. Oh, wow. And then it was a split win. I'm like, you no. split? Oh. I fucking dropped him and fucking had him in a sub. Like, you got to be kidding me. So the guy, I forget the guy whose name uh, voted for Noguera, but uh, you're a jackass. <laughs> so <laughs> to this day, yeah, to this day, I tell you, you're stupid. So you fought Noguera, split decision. You're right. I go Krokop and I, I fight Krokop after he murked uh, Vanderlei, and things were not going Head well, but I was still in it, and. Uh, I went to scooch under and go after a leg lock. I scooped his leg, started going for it, and he. He, he reacted to try and escape and he went like this and he fucking like two knuckles deep in my eye. Oh no, oh, dude. Fuck. It was an accident. It's not Mirko's fault at all. Yeah. But I remember dudes getting eye gouged and them not stopping the fight. That's a hell of a hook. Oh no. They're going to let Mirko just like soccer kick me into yeah, oblivion t- and I <laughs> tapped out. <laughs> oh shit. And then when I see the replay, Mirko goes, oh shit. I think, oh, I yeah, think he got fucking guy. eye gouged. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, Dumb, da dum dum. Oh god! No, but Dude. I love I love Mirko. Me too. Because that motherfucker. I've never met him. Oh, he's the best. He is as intense as you can get, but also a solid. If you're his friend, 
you're his fucking friend. If I flew to Croatia right now, if I jumped yeah. on a plane right now and I hit up Mirko and I said, hey, I'm in town, he would meet it's all me. good. Yeah. yeah. He That's would meet dope. me. That's you know, I was, in, I was in. Have you seen his son? Jack. I have not met his son. Yeah. Jack. Jack. Not surprised. He's, he's just like his dad, Jack. Yeah. And Krokop had a heart issue where he can't get sanctioned to fight anymore. Oh, damn. That's why he had to stop. I didn't know that. Yeah. No. Anyways, uh, solid dude. Great guy. Took incredible care of me in Croatia. We went out on the town. Beautiful man. Love him. That's Good awesome. dude. That's his son there at 18. Wow. Good God. They're, but it's definitely his kid. Oh, oh, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> definitely. Oh, weird. We're back weird to the floor. Thing, what are you doing there? Jesus, George. Come I know, on. right? Like, why would you... Tenacity of Colby, man. Dude, you see how he, he's, he's, he's that American wrestling? wrestler aesthetic, right? Like that Iowa. I mean, he's not an Iowa wrestler, but just like constant pressure, he's Oregon constant yeah. Yeah. yeah, Oregon State. He's an Oregon State. Yeah. Kid. He's a chill guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's a chill guy, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Chael Sonnen. Oh, I got memories of. Chael. I fucking love Chael. Dude. Oh, me too. God, yeah, I love oh, solid. I know hate him. Solid human being. Yeah. From from the day one to to today. He's never been anything but the coolest, straightest follow through on anything he's ever said. Mm-hmm. Fucking full on Chael Sonnen. Fucking he's on the show on backer. No, he's is he best. really? He's no. the best. <laughs> uh, you know what? Tell Chael like uh, in his corner all the way. Always, like that guy, yeah. I love him. Love Chael. He's one of my Chael, favorites. I get texts from Chael on random, like random things, and he'll be like, "Fired out something." I'm like. Hey man, how's your life? He's like, dude, I couldn't be happier. He's like, but blah blah, and he talks to me about whatever. Like, he texts me, he's like, hey, what stocks are you in right now? And what's going on here? How this? And he's like, it's stuff he's that's about anything other than fighting. Chael will chime in at Good random guy. times. Great guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Oregon State, yeah. Oregon State, yeah. Oregon State. Dude, you know what? He did. Su- Chael was. Chael was so great at being Chael. Well, actually, Chael and it took is him a long an time. Oregon guy. Yeah. He's, he's he's in Oregon. Uh, so Oregon State's the Beavers. He's a duck. Yeah, yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mayor Ch- Chael ran for what some uh, uh, office in in Port- in Oregon. Yeah, yeah did, he, didn't win. But yeah, didn't win. They they brought up his dirt. Oh, of course. <laughs> dirt, yeah, dirt no. Too, yeah. Sure. People, people have asked me like, oh, you have any interest? In, you know, you have all these different ideas about politics. And this. I'm like, no, I am. I no way. I'm not going to. Uh, yeah. You know no what's thanks. tough for for George? George is training with. Um, oh fuck, he's bleeding. Uh, Bo Nickel too. I bet. Uh, Masvidal? Yeah. Masvidal was training with Bo Nichols because Bo Nichols was, um, they gave him an ATT for, right. for Happy yes, Valley. he's prepping. Oh, wow. So, yeah, by the way, Bo Nichols' stud. amateur debut, like, wreck. Just crushed the God, Did he really? Yeah. I didn't, I, I, he fighting? He should just be pro. Though. He's fighting? Fucking amateur. That guy's I mean, yeah. What, I mean, what, no poor, gonna what be able poor soul to. fought Bo <laughs> Nichols in <laughs> amateur? Can you imagine? Hey, we're, uh, how, how do you feel Who about fighting Bo, Bo Nichols? I'm out. Shit. And I don't get paid? Yeah, well, sir. Hey, so yeah, it's going to be free, buddy. There Have was in Oregon this dude, Enoch something. I, fr- I can't I can't. Black remember. dude. Haitian? White. Okay. Wild. Okay. Close, though. Great guy, though. So close. Uh, so close. Wild man from yeah. Oregon. He fights. Um, this dude was like a legit wrestler. He's got this great YouTube and channel, all this kind of fucking stuff. God, why am I, I'm forgetting his name. This dude was like a super stud in college and high school and everything. Yeah. This guy's first MMA fight is against this Enoch dude, Enoch Wilson, Enoch something, and Enoch rides him out. The dude gasses and fucking like dismantles him. Really? Yeah, but it's that kind of thing. Like, oh, your first fight's Bill Nickel. Your first fight is nightmare. This fucking kid that I cannot remember his name for some reason. Josh, have you have you, have you had guys in your camp where in training you're like, oh, this guy's gonna be world champion? 
Oh yeah, and then the lights turn on. 100%. And you're like, what the fuck happened? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Dude. It's oh, so yeah. crazy. I mean, today. there there's gym champs everywhere we yeah, go. It's so crazy. Isn't yeah, that yeah. weird? Like the pressure, like that. Some people flourish, and some people just can't handle that. Man, it's, it's so nuts. odd. Uh, right. We have a we have a guy in Indianapolis that's that's like that. That was so good. He would smoke Lytle. Like, oh, it was great. Yeah, it's like oh, this guy's never going to lose. He couldn't, he couldn't show up to a two hundred person fight. Yeah, like could just couldn't do it. He would find reasons, but like I I can't. My I got to watch my kids today. I can't yeah. come. Is it crazy. strange? There's guys like that in football too. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, by the way, uh, Marcus Jones' name came up in my life the other day. How? Big baby? Um, big, big baby. baby. Uh, the darkness. The darkness. Uh, the self-given, right. right? Maybe nobody gives himself a nickname. Yeah, yeah. He um, called himself the darkness. He, yeah. um, a friend of mine, uh, Aaron Johnson, down in Florida, just took a job with Stryker. Kerry Colat, by the way, is what I was trying to remember. Kerry Colat. Kerry Colat. From first, Indianapolis? First and No, I don't remember where he's from. Okay. I, I couldn't know. Uh, first and only MMA fight, Enoch, whatever. Oh, okay, that guy. Fucking gasses out, gets taken out. Yeah. Um, so uh, he's like, he's like, hey, man, like, wow, you're a big dude. He's, I played in the, in the NFL with Aaron. I'm like, God, you're a big dude. Last big dude we had was a guy named Marcus Johnson. He's like, Marcus Jones. He's like, Marcus Jones. He's like, yeah, I know that name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that guy. I know that guy. <laughs> Did he really hurt like everybody in training? Marcus Jones? Yes. I don't know. He was on their team. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, he, I, was, he, was, he was. Did he massive. do it by just being clumsy, or was he, was he just, just like too? He was so big. Was he on? Was he on? Wait, you guys were on the same team, the same right? Team, yeah. Was he on your? Was Marcus Jones on your no. team? Uh, I, we both. I heard him. he was just like killing everyone. Yeah, he was tough. Colby definitely. Oh, that sucks. Are. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that's, that's some host. George shit. lost. I that was shit. hoping they'd be friends after this. Yeah. Ah, who knows? But hard to say. Oh man, look at him there. Fuck. Colby Jesus, definitely won. Look at that Matt. 100%. Yeah. yeah. You had to fight that. Yeah. That's But he was a but we that's knew a grade A specimen. We, we knew he had no chin. We, we knew we it. We both fought him to get our ticket to the UFC cuz I found on the finals, uh-huh. the semifinals to fight Roy, yeah. but no matter what, I got a UFC contract and uh-huh. you fought him on the finale, on the when finale. I fought Roy to get into the UFC, yeah, did you he, beat him with hands too? I knocked him out. Yeah, yeah. he had full mount on me and broke my nose. Yeah. <laughs> did he really? Yeah, no he way. Full, yeah, no way. That guy for managed to break your nose. Yeah, but yeah. He was, I'm yeah. surprised. He, was, yeah, he yeah. was so afraid to get punched in the face. He was terrified. It's so, it's so strange. Terrified. They, they, you know, someone was like, "Oh, this guy will be a fucking killer." I go, "Not if he can't stand getting hit." Yeah, if you don't like getting hit. That's a wrestler's kryptonite, man. He could grapple, but like he only had one, one move, right? I don't remember what it was. Like a straight arm bar or like something, key, wasn't it? No, hell no. It was a key, like fucking the meathead arm bar. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was the nicest yeah. guy, though. Yeah, he the was a nice guy. guy yeah. for sure. oh, there was like a ton of Steelers, by the way, that were all like fucking killer wrestlers. Oh, because he dropped, he dropped oh, really? Colby in yeah. a second. Isn't that what it was? That's why they gave it to, to him? The hook? Oh, I think so. Yeah, Masvidal, still four to one, needed, Masvidal needed work behind his jab, keep his reach going, Stay busy, stay on the bike, get him out of position. He got way too comfortable sitting there, and then Colby just kept putting the pressure on, never just relentless. You relentless, yeah. It was dumb. It's it was a, just bad fight strategy, period. With, with Colby, it's like, I, you know, again, I'd pay every weekend to watch him and Usman. So it's like, from here, I guess another Usman fight? I mean, that's all it is. What uh, else yeah, is there? Probably. But Usman, you know, he's clearing out the division. There's really no one for him. Oh, nice him. sidekick. You know, he has Leon Edwards. Dude. They fought before. He beat but, him those years ago. But uh, uh, Usman called out uh, fucking uh, Canelo Alvarez. That's the greatest thing. Um, <laughs> that's the greatest thing. Because he wants to get knocked get out for a lot of money. For a lot of money. A lot of guess money. what? Fuck you, money. Marty. You're not beating Canelo <laughs> oh, no, at no. all. No, no, no. Any, any round. Any facet. Ever. No, no, no. Sorry. That's a bad idea. 
Yeah, that's a bad idea. I mean, there's other names we could throw out there. I don't have to throw out Canelo. <laughs> I mean, but if you want the <laughs> yeah, but, right, yeah, but, yeah. but if, you're, if we're really asking about it, it's like, well, are you going to go stomp by a boxer in their own sport? Then yeah, I it's weird. You see that? The one that's the best. You right? see how he's keeping a distance there? How Kobe was? Yeah. How he didn't want to get tugged over there? You notice that? That's interesting. I wonder if he's still being defensive just in case. Masvidal still talking well, shit. Masvidal might three-piece him in a fucking coat. He, he yeah, might. Ma- yeah, Masvidal's pure street. How about Masvidal has the tattoo of him kneeing Ben Askren? That's fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's like a Jordan tattoo. He's got his own Jordan? Yeah, that's yeah. sick. Dope. He does have, what, he's got a Mezcal or something he's marketing? He does, yeah. Yeah. Tequila. And he has his own fight league in Miami. I saw big billboard. Oh, the not one. Yeah. I was on tour down there. I see Mazda all over the billboards. I'm like, and he's got another one. He's got an MMA promotion that's too. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bare knuckle yeah, MMA organization. Yeah. My, my, one of my guys from Indianapolis trains on it. Oh, or right. fights on it. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. If it's a Matt Mitrion guy, like, hey, this seems like reckless. Right. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> Josh, did anything in you, did, would you do a bare knuckle here? Yeah, of course. I mean, Fuck if the that, money's right dude. and whatever, like, sure. That shit sounds bad. Bare Knuckles going after Francis. Yeah, they're hard. You know uh, they don't have the money for Francis. Well, they think they do, but also, who the fuck's going to sign up to fight Francis and Bare Knuckle? <laughs> Probably Matt Mitrion. I was going to say Josh Barnett. <laughs> yeah, might be Josh. I mean, they'd have to have a lot of money for that. Yeah, they'd have to yeah. have a lot of money. Triller uh, had the, um, the majority stake. Yeah. They just bought a majority stake into B- to BKFC's oh, last Oh, they want them to all fight in a fucking three-sided ring? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll <laughs> fight in a three-sided ring. If I can clinch up, I'll fight. They have, like, resources now, though. They have money now. All right. All right. Colby called out Poria. Oh, Colby called out Poria. All right. Poria. At, 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 but at, to, for Poria to come up to 70? Yeah. To up, there's the, the, the Usman fight doesn't make too much sense, right? Because they just fought in November. Yeah. So that makes sense, a Poria fight. But Poria's trying to go for uh, Nate Diaz. That's interesting. Man. Yeah, I wonder what he's got to say from Masvidal, you just didn't, I mean, didn't show if up you today. fought a much smarter fight around your skill sets, I'm not saying he would have absolutely won, but it would have been way more competitive. You know what's great about Masvidal, though, too? So he lost Kamaro, and then he lost to Kobe. It's not like it's over. He can no, still beat uh, the majority of but, Marty, but Marty's not going anywhere unless anyone. Marty retires. And, yeah. and Kobe. Marty has really bad knees, huh? Yeah, bad, bad. He's had bad knees for a long time. He can't, he can't do road work or anything. He can't condition. Yeah. yeah, he's just basically just because his knees are so bad. The only knee he's got left him is his weenie, and that's like <laughs> the only one that he can really rely on. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Happens fast, man. Yeah, I, I like Jorge, man. I think Georgia here all night. Everybody here all night. <laughs> You're open up for me in Nashville next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> We're there. Weenie. weenie. Thank you. Yeah. Thank just you. Just one weenie joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that it, Jim? I think that's it, right? That's it. That's fun. Josh, dude, I've wanted you on the show for a while. We got to get you on a food truck. Yeah, whatever. Right up the street. I'd love that, man. Dude, the, the, the uh, fight, fight Night Flash backs on that? How, oh, you, hell yeah. Dude, oh, dude. The hell's Can that? you imagine those? We watch your three most important Is that we fights? sit around and we're just like, oh, I can't believe I put myself through this shit. That's Almost. what me and Matt did, but I yeah. think yours is going <laughs> to be a little different. Yeah, yours yeah. might. It's like they, they sit around and like you sit here, you watch the monitor, and it's like your three best fights, and they show the highlights of it, uh, and you talk about going rough, through it. actually. I mean, I can, I can go through every I would fight love to do that with you. But it's so weird watching myself. Every fan, every fan wants to know your your, your sentiments process. like not like not anybody else but like your sentiments on I'll this moment that. like dude you oh, have I'll so much that. crazy shit that's happening in your life like well think about the fights we can go over. that's what i'm saying what like you can't how do you do three <laughs> oh he's a legend yeah what do you do i mean is that an extended is that an extended show i know i mean if he wants to do six we'll do six i mean i don't know what you do I mean, yeah what do you say it's gonna be tough to find three with him i mean it'd be it'd be so difficult or like or like 
crazy submissions you pull out of nowhere or like this or like hey where'd you go for this like spot like just this. a thought process everything yeah during the fight it'd be fun like i think if you ever think about it like I'm open like the conversation right like that uh that you'd have with fedor about when he got slammed by by randleman yeah and the presence of mind to be like hmm, to relax. just go for this and not just you could ask me out. how you could we can go into the story about how me and fedor became friends that'd be fantastic yeah, yeah it's dude. a story what do you think yeah. fedor's doing right now uh, he's probably at a, a Orthodox mm-hmm. Eastern Orthodox Christian church praying. Yeah, and then doing a painting when he gets probably home. yeah maybe and then like impregnating his wife again. And yeah, yeah. stud. I do love shopping, bro. He was when they, they said every time he came to America, all that dude does is shop. Really? Where at? <laughs> Anywhere? Like we're like in New York. H and M. Every, every time, some super yeah. lame. They said, they said I that dude was, he's the, at the Gap. The original antagonist for this movie. I trained this girl for. Uh, like two months and she was fucking dynamite for this thing how oh, really no oh the original girl okay. the original girl that shevchenko then took her role oh i know cats and Ghana. yeah right no no oh, really no oh i thought that was her a uh, fighter we know not a fighter at all oh, oh an, actress. an actress legit though oh wow trained her ass off i trained her in thai and then they so just sparred in my back patio twice a week that's so dope dude and i <laughs> said get there's the no way she it was her role from the very beginning. But then Halle Berry came in. No, no, no. It was always a Halle Berry project. Latina. The yeah. UFC came in. Oh, oh, we want this one in. Go figure. We need our fighters in the movie. That actress uh-huh. is like fuck. Yep. Training this bullshit so for how many? She months put on now? 10, 15 pounds. Oh, just, it's a good life experience. Oh no, no, for real. And yeah. I explained. I said to her, "This isn't a total loss. Trust me." Yeah. You got way better. And, and part of the training, I said, "Look, we can train, but." You need to spar. Yeah, yeah. It's not about doing patterns. So you it's put about in, being comfortable. You put her no, in there with like sparred. real girls, or That's you so yes, yeah, uh-huh. both. That's so dope. Jesus Christ. That must. She trains at the Gracie awesome. Academy. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. No, she's legit. That's dope. Man. And amazing person. Her husband, also fucking awesome Wish guy. I knew who this was. Gr- nothing but great people. Um, by the way, I tried to get Chris Pratt to go to you. I tried. Like when he started grappling, like doing jujitsu, I was like, go to go to Josh. Like learn catch. <laughs> Here's the thing about Go Pratt. Yeah. So I've met him once. Yeah. He's tall. Good really dude, tall. yeah. Taller than I am. Great. Super, yeah. super nice guy. Yeah. But here's the other thing about Chris that blew me away. <laughs> so Batista brought me to the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 premiere uh-huh. and, and Dave's a good dude I've always got we, we've been friends for a while I guess so he's like hey do you want to go to this I'm like yeah yeah I'd fucking I'd love to and I had said before online because mo- both me and Chris are from Washington uh-huh. Western Washington uh-huh. and technically he's in the same region as I was oh, in high school right? and he's a couple years younger than me but right. he's within the gap that we could have wrestled Yeah. and I went I said online hey Pratt, 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 Pratt. I want to know if, if I ever wrestled you, because if I did, that means I smoked you because I smoked everyone in the region. <laughs> I was just fucking with him. Yeah. Right. So I meet Chris uh. backstage at this event, and I'm like, hey, dude, I haven't even introduced myself yet. And I go, hey, got to ask you this question. He goes, I know. Did we ever wrestle? No. Nah. Like, he fucking knows he, everything he about yeah. me. He knows all this stuff. Uh. And we got to talking, Did but you I guys wrestle? No, he, uh, that'd be so dope. He he and I just kind of missed each other, and then mm-hmm. his senior year is a two fifteen guy, which was kind of a newer class at the time. Is he good? He went to state. Oh, I think he might. I think he might have taken fifth. Place? I've, I've like heard that. he's pretty damn athletic. Yeah, he's a, he's a legit wrestler. Yeah. Um, and 
and and by the way, I'm from Seattle, so we're not known for wrestling <laughs> right. at all. Not yet. So it Maybe used to be, oh, you could be the Metro champ, which is our district, and then you go to the regionals, and then yeah. every regional guy would just annihilate every Metro kid like right. they didn't exist. Right. But I think I might be the winningest, most successful heavyweight wrestler out of Seattle, the city of Seattle ever. That's well, dope. Well dude. So and any, yeah, because I surprising. took fifth and 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 I think I think uh, seventh and second or something like that, and I. Uh, won Greco State and freestyle and took second in freestyle. Went to junior nationals both years That's and all dope. this stuff. So, anyways, uh, I meet him and I'm like, I have to know. Did we ever? And he knew exactly what I was fucking talking cool. about. I knew who I was, everything. And I was That's like, cool. and then I saw him training at fucking Glazer Spot. Yeah, because I will go in there sometimes and go train at uh, yeah, Unbreakable. Yeah. yeah, fucking big props to Jay. Yeah, I love yeah, you, Jay. dude. Jay's good and uh, I'm like. God damn it. He's in here wrestling. Fucking hit me up so I can get in on the mats with fucking Pratt. Yeah, I want to wrestle with him. Yeah. Right. yeah, Washington and Washington. We need yeah. to be in here working I don't know if together. he wants all that heat, but yeah. Nah, I don't want to give him all that <laughs> the much guy heat. Is I a billionaire. Has I'll a train with him, you know? Yeah. Michael uh, Irvin. Yeah. Well, Josh, we love you, man. Go get that War... Was it Warbringer? The Warbringer, Warmaster yeah. Edition? Warmaster Edition is a single Fantastic. barrel product. Warbringer yeah, uh, on its own is our 98-proof blend. And this is 112. And we were talking about like why we choose different proof levels. Yeah. This is where it comes out is whatever it comes out of the barrel at. Now, okay. with a TTB, anything over 100 or 100 and over- TTB. As a, uh, I forget what TTB means, okay, but it has right to on. do, it's like, it's basically the, the tax and regulations board of alcohol. Uh -huh. So this label has to go through the TTB before they will approve it being used. And there's all kinds of lingo and stuff that you can or can't put on it uh -huh. that they will say no, sure. but they will never tell you if they deny it, they will not say why. Oh, They'll just no. say, just they don't pass. It. So you yeah. got to figure it out. Yeah. Anyways, 100 proof or over is an additional tax onto your booze. Really? So being under 100 keeps you out of that tax. So it keeps your price point a little slightly lower. Uh -huh. Correct. But for us, for at 98 proof with our blend, it just kind of where it settled into being what we felt was the best sipper. Uh -huh. the, and it also, um, at like a $60 bottle with standard Warbringer blend, maybe you'd call it expensive to do a, an old fashioned, but when you're doing cocktails, old fashions, Sazeracs, Manhattans, uh, you now have this smoke element built into it from the mesquite smoke corn yeah. mm. and you're not having to do the bartender's trick where they light the smoke and put the, the glass over uh, no, you don't need to it's do just, that it's embedded yep. into the whiskey yeah. itself and they can it definitely get, is. and they can get it at what's the can you oh, just online uh you can order online from warbringerbourbon.com but uh you can also get it at oaks gourmet in hollywood you can get it at canal wines you can get it at mission you can get a remedy you can get it at a, a, a lot of locations in and around la in southern and california there's no place in indiana except for online probably now see the thing about distribution is um it is a beast and every state is like you want to know a difficult one colorado Colorado is a huge bitch to get your... Do you have Tiger Thick in Colorado I yet? I do. I'm from there. Are you, are, so, are some you, of my best friends are distributors there. Ah, there you go. It's or you if know. you're with like Southern Wine, they can get you in everything. But it's who you know. It, it, is, it is really it's who you know. It's relationships. Okay. It's, it's, it's I got to pee oh, like a racehorse. Yeah. No, you got to run... You know, the paperwork yeah. you got to run through can be exacerbated. Dude, three like years. insane. Yep. So, Nuts. Yeah. But yeah, Josh, we love you, man. Uh, glad to be here. Glad Matt, to be here with you, thank Matt. You again, brother. Awesome, man. Hey, please come thanks back. Thanks, boys. It was a great time, man. The best. Yeah, you crushed it, dude. I'll be in uh, Nashville next week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Zanies, Nashville. And then I close the month in Chicago. But I'm in Zanies uh, March 10th through Hi, the in 12th. in LA? March? Yep. Yep. 
March uh, next Wednesday. Come on out, Josh. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. Where are you I playing? Get, Where I are you doing? I can get tickets for you. Uh, uh, comedy store or Hollywood Improv? Hollywood Improv. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's the March 9th. That's a Wednesday, and then next uh, this coming Thursday. I've been there Friday, with Todd Saturday. Rex. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trauma. Yep. And then Chicago's March 24th to 26th. That's it. We love you guys. We're out. See y'all.